by btosports.com coming to you live from las vegas right outside the lion's den with your hosts steve mathis and chris kiefer i just don't like the guy the guy's just a douchebag yeah welcome everybody the pulp mx show presented by btosports.com fly racing it's Monday, February 18th, 6 o'clock p.m. Pacific. Thank you for listening. Really appreciate it. No, seriously, we appreciate it. We know that in 2019, you now have a choice of podcasts, and we appreciate you choosing Pulp MX. It's going to be a great show. Uh, Austin Forkner is on. Monster Energy Pro Circuit Austin Forkner has gone two for two. He has won two heat races. He has won two main events, and he has led every lap on the 2 for D East Coast. So, yeah, stoked to have uh, Austin Forkner on. For the third week in a row, Tyler Bowers will join us. He's got himself another thing to talk about. This week, uh, he got disqualified for a quote-unquote pass attempt on Justin Barsha. So the Bear will be back on to tell us about that situation and more. Donnie Emler Jr. from FMF will be on. Lots of things going on with FMF, as always. Lots of stuff to talk about when it comes to FMF. And he will join us to, uh, to, yeah, to get into it and uh, talk about everything that's going on there. As usual, listen on the Pulpamex app. Listen on TuneIn. As usual, if you're going to make a purchase on Amazon, go to Pulpamex.com. Click on the Amazon widget. Uh, it takes you to Amazon. Make your purchase. We get a small slice of that. We really appreciate it. Patreon as well. Go to Patreon and uh, sign up, and you get some early access to podcasts. Get a free T-shirt if you're at a certain level. And, uh, yeah, we'll do a Patreon-only app or podcast here and there. So really appreciate it if you guys could do that for us. Uh, Dallas Supercross has come and gone. We have so much to talk about from the incredible race of Cooper Webb to Kenny Roxon to the Bowers thing to Tomax race. That's still mystifying me. Uh, Marvin Blaggett, Forkner, Jordan Smith crashed when he was catching Forkner a little bit. Chase Sexton crashed when he was catching Forkner a little bit. And we have uh, all of that and much more tonight on the show. 
Uh, BTOsports.com, Fly Racing, Racetech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, EVS Sports, Michelin Starcross 5, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, all on board with us, as well as FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, Guts Racing, Get Data, OGO Power Sports, WUSA, Eagle Grit, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, LA Honda World, and Ride Engineering are all on with us. And if you go to Sponsor Deals on PulpMechShow.com, all the codes are there to save. Uh, the websites are there. The information is there. You can easily uh, get some great, great savings. And great radio. Great radio uh, on tonight's show. Uh, 702-586-7857. We're going to give some stuff away tonight as usual. We don't know what yet. Uh, maybe some from Firepower, Maxima, Pro Filter, Roost MX, uh, Works Connection. We'll, uh, we'll figure it out as you guys call in and as we want to do archive contests or not. So uh, I'm Steve Mathis, by the way, with me in studio. Uh, he's uh, a regular co-host here. He's keferingtesting.com. He's Chris Kiefer. What's up, buddy? Hey, Steve. Back again. Thank you for having How me. How are you? I'm good. Uh, what's been going on with your life? Lots of testing, lots of weather. Yeah. So the weather has been cold but good? Yeah, it's cold, but it's wet in the high des. So we were just talking earlier, like you have to go ride no matter what the temperature is because the dirt is so damn good. So we don't get that that much. What are we going to talk about tonight? What do you got going on? What's exciting? <sighs> I've got uh, KTM, factory dish. Yep. Rockstar dish tomorrow. Yep. Hoosier tire test. Hoosier. Hoosier's coming in with some new well, tires. Well, the Mex guys are using them right now. Yep. Yep. And uh, I heard you talk a little bit about someone may or may not be doing good because of Hoosier tires. You were saying something this on the show last week? Oh, yeah. Is yeah. Someone's not sold on that yet or something? Dan? Yeah. yeah I, uh, I, I Actually, I got that totally wrong. Okay. Dan told me, Dan Truman from Get, told me that Lorenzo Lucrucio is using uh, Hoosier. Oh, okay. He is not using oh. Hoosier. So I, I got bad intel on that. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, so more. a lot of stuff's going and, on. And, and uh, also your favorite segment. Oh, my gosh. When you told me that we had several after dark questions. Yep. I immediately just wanted the show yeah, to you end. Yeah, you asked if we could I wanted drop, the show to end right then. You asked if we could drop Forkner and yeah, Bowers. Forkner's and just, clipped. Right, after right, dark right, Let's right, go. Right. Here we go. Um, well, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to, to get to that segment. There's several, too. There's, and there's, I kind of breeze through them, and there's quality, quality questions. So I'm excited. Good uh, show tonight. Uh, good show. You're already, you're already stoked. <laughs> good show doesn't tonight. doesn't matter what the guests say. It's no, already good. It's going to be good. Uh, we have a lot to talk about when it comes to Dallas, for sure. Yes. So, uh, also in studio, uh, uh, one of the legendary Canadian motocrossers. This man has got a couple of national championships. He's uh, ridden up there for many, many years. He won an MX1 national last year for the Monster Energy Cowie team. Um, Huber Motorsports. Bicycle animal. By he the way, is. Tyler yeah. Medaglia, what's up, bud? How are you? Hey, I'm pretty good. Thanks, thanks for coming in. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. I, like, you're a listener. I am a listener. Yeah, so. that's why I'm like still smiling. <laughs> I'm stoked on this. <laughs> no, it's not. Rare. It's rare to have like a rider be really stoked to right. be here. But but it is. Thank you, man. Appreciate yeah. it. I mean, um, we drive. I drive from Nova Scotia all the way to Florida, so it's just like a 30 hour drive. Oh, and shit. You know, a lot of bicycling, like yep. you say, yep. and I listen to the Pulp Show all, all the time. I want to thank you for the recommendation for those mountain bike shorts. Uh, Garneau? What, what, Garneau? Yeah, Garneau. Fantastic. Great stuff. You're, mean, on, you're on bibs now? I'm getting on, I'm getting on bibs, unfortunately. Thank God. But, uh, yeah, so, um, yeah, man, so you, you all talk about with you um, as far as uh, uh, what's going on with you. You are pulling a Marty. Yeah. <laughs> you're dropping down to MX2 next year. Uh, I am. 
Well, you want it? <laughs> I feel quiet about it. <laughs> well, I mean, what else am I supposed to say? Yeah, I'm but pulling would, a Marty. But and, I mean, Mar- you, I wish Marty was doing tell it Tell why you're doing it, though. You explained it to me. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, I was in the position where um, I'm a, not very big. I'm 140 pounds. Right. I've been busting my ass on them stupid 450s for so long, and um, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I, I just won a race last year, you know, <laughs> stupid 450s. He won a national last year. Yeah, yeah. no, but I, honestly, I, it didn't matter. Like, I was, uh, I'm kind of like a team player, so um, I'm really in tight with my team. So uh, we were listen. Hey, yeah. we were discussing the options of riders. Uh-huh. And I had mentioned before, even last year, I said, look, if you guys are in a pickle and you need, like... In a pickle? In a pickle, In a pickle, eh? dick. I'm trying not to be too Canadian. I was like, sound like Galdi out there. Hey, <laughs> Galdi! <laughs> yeah. So, and then I, you know, I just said, look, um, if you need me to ride okay. it, um, I, yeah. I'll do it. So you don't mind me, like, haunting your Instagram with comments about Marty? No, no. And <laughs> people like that, too. Right, right. Like, <laughs> no, I had one guy tell me to... The fuck off, basically. He was like, "Leave him alone, man. You don't understand." And it was like, "Whoa, bro!" Yeah. <laughs> so, what is he? The number nine most, the fastest Canadian motocrosser? Number nine. Oh, I didn't see this. I just read this. Who? who Guaranteed you, MX number nine. Like all time. All time. Uh, he's definitely in the top ten. I would how say many better than number nine. You, how many though. national wins you have total? I didn't count. Oh. Um, I, I've won two championships, uh, an MX two. I've won a bunch of races in the 450 class. Yeah. I've only got the two overalls with like 10 years in between. Okay. Um, but, I mean, I've been to Nations probably right. mo- more than anybody. I think that I've been seven times yeah. now. And, by the way, um, new studio uh, uh, object here. Tyler, you brought me yes. one of your Tech 10s, Canadian edition. It's got custom-made for you, Canada up on top. Uh, you didn't wear it. You had one spare pair, and you signed it and brought it to the studio, and it looks fantastic. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't just bring a jersey and just, like, right. you know, fit in with everybody right. else. Yeah. I need, cool. like, no. a staple to add s- to the collection. You signed it, and it's a Tech 10 Canadian MXDN yeah, edition, and that's very rare. And I have the other side at my house, and right. we were talking about having the industry friends on yours and then, like, forever on mine. Half a heart on yours that's and right. half a heart right, on his. Right. Right. Yeah. But, no, hey, so real quick, yeah. who's the best Canadian motocrosser? Ever? Ever. Ross Rollerball-Peterson. Uh, I didn't really grow up in that era, he, but he, I would say. He's a racer. They don't follow So stuff. what do you say? You think JSR then for you? I mean, I looked up the JSRs. He JSR's did some pretty. Uh, JSR's number two. The pretty two. incredible number stuff. Two. Yeah, JSR's number two, without a doubt. Where's Dusty Clatt? Uh, Clatt's probably five or six. I think Colton might be three now. Colton and Al Dick might have a good case for number three. Um, what yeah. about Blair? Blair will be around Clatt, okay. I think, somewhere around there. So, All right. yeah, Colton's quietly racking up titles. Like, he, yeah, he's got, he's, to, you know, he turned pro when he was sixteen or fifteen or whatever. So he's a quiet yeah. dude, and he kind of like. You know, he's yeah. private, private with most of his stuff, but, yeah, he's a phenomenal rider. Uh, he, it's, you know, he's so smooth. And it's, yep. it's really hard to tell when you look, but yeah. he turns lap times. A, yeah. Absolutely. So we're going to talk to you about uh, a little bit more about the Canadian Series in general and, and things that are going on with you, mm-hmm. and uh, and obviously, Kiefer, we'll get to, to your stuff later. Uh, Bowers is on the show for the third week in a row. Wow. Uh, Forkner and Donnie Emler Jr. Also in studio, uh, a longtime sponsor of our show now. It's I think it's been seven or eight years, maybe longer. I uh, did a podcast with this gentleman uh, earlier this year. It's fantastic. The owner of Works Connection, Eric Phipps. What's up, Eric? How are you, man? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Eric's been at the house all weekend, and he's such a nice guy. We battled back and forth about uh-huh. who's paying for what. Oh, yeah? And yeah. Friday night, we were at dinner, and I just, you know, I got the, the check. Yeah. And I went to grab it, and I had it, and I was going to pull my wallet. Eric's like, no, I got that. I'm like, no, Eric, I'll get it. Don't worry. And Eric's like, no, I got it. And I'm like, no, it's cool. And yeah. then the third one he gave me this look yeah i was like okay here you go here's the check i was out 
Fantastic. Well, thanks for coming in. Appreciate WorstConnection.com. You've made some iconic uh, parts on motorcycles over the years and helped so many teams. And uh, from your quick start device to your elite perch, it's been it's been a nice ride for you. It, it has. It's been really fun. We get to work with a lot of great teams, yep. and I'm just I'm pumped to be here. Yeah, you're a listener it's kinda, also, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's, <laughs> it's kind of surreal to um, be here. So it's, well, it's really cool. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate it. I, I appreciate all the support you've given us over the years uh, on the show, you know. And, and the only thing I have on my bike, well, I've added some stuff last week. I'll get to but the only real aftermarket part I've ever had on there is the Elite Perch. Perfect. Yeah, Love it. best thing it, it's ever. It's so, so good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. And we'll, we'll talk more about Works Connection and, Sounds great. Thank and, you. and everything else. Uh, so, Dallas Supercross. All right. JT, JT's coming up. Whew. That ride by Webb, that was all world. Like, he started in seventh. He dropped Marv. He dropped Baggett. He got Kenny, obviously, with one turn to go. Uh, he passed Eli when, when he was on the ground. Four wins now out of seven. That could be it, Kiefer. Like, yeah. he could go. That could Think about how he's won. He's got the whole shot and lead the whole time. He's come up from the back. He did the triple crown where he won everything. Like, in, he won the overall. Yeah. Three. That, that was amazing. That was amazing. So Four wins. We were sitting there watching it, me, Travis, Eric, and uh, we're just, you know. Travis Preston. Travis Preston. Yep. And uh, we see Webb coming in. You know, six minutes left. We're like, oh, Roxon. It's going to be Roxon, right? Mm -hmm. You see Webb coming, coming, coming. I'm like, holy shit, he can win it. And uh, him jumping that quad with like two laps left was Dude. insane. And as a racer, I'm sure Tyler can attest to this, to be that fatigued, because yes. you know, all those guys <laughs> yeah, are fatigued. I don't course. care how in right. shape you are. Right. To do that and bust that out is so gnarly. And at the at the finish, when he he made the pass at the last corner, he gave Roxon enough room. I feel like it was we're, a good. We're gonna pass. get into that. We're gonna get into okay. that. Okay. Yeah. So he wins. I look over at Travis. Travis like it's done. Because <laughs> See, that, as a racer, I am he leaning, knew. I am leaning towards that. I really am. I hate to be like he's only got a two point lead or whatever. So I hate to be like right. Johnny on the abandwagon here. But that, I've never won a championship it. in anything. So I right. look for Travis I got in four, that. I got four. Okay. Manitoba so you titles. can you might know this then. Your Honestly, all level. four of my Manitoba titles were I managed the leads late into the year. Oh, like so I, I built up a big lead. And so you can manage it. a championship, like Ricky says. With yeah, Web, yeah, right? I'm very good at that. Okay, Roxon so. had the harder job of the two, though. I mean, once pressure, Webb, yeah, yeah, he oh, had yeah. that pressure, and and once Webb was on a roll, like sometimes you get in that that like mode, and you just yeah. keep going and going and going, and you just build, start quadding, and then just you know you just like the well, blood in the water. Roxon, I was impressed because he picked his level up. A little bit. I right. thought it was going to go quicker yeah. for Webb, and he me picked it up, which is impressive to do late in a race. But um, what Travis told me was kind of look, he's like, look, when you win that way, it's not so much defeating the other riders. He's like, Webb's going to have so much confidence now because he went through quality guys on a track that was fairly easy. What everyone was saying, everyone's doing the same mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. So for him to do that was super impressive. And I think that having the track easy like that makes for better racing. It's kind of boring for the riders at first, mm -hmm. but the end of the 450 main is going to get chewed up, and they're going to be tight, and it's going to be really good racing. Well, I honestly thought practice was ruddy, bad, right? and I thought we're going to see some really big mistakes here. But I think in the course of the day, the dirt dried out. It was all new dirt for Dallas this year, and I think it dried out during the day. And some of those transitions, as they fixed them for the night show, because that thing across the start where you go triple and triple, dude, it was like, Throwing the guys for, I'm like, oh, we're gonna yeah, see because ruts. you're jumping and yeah. you, have, you have something to launch off this small, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, so an amazing ride from Webb. Yes, an amazing mm -hmm. ride. He's got four of these things, Tyler. I mean, I don't. It's not over till it's over, but no, that's I, a statement and did, ride. I, and and it's, the problem is too, like, not the problem, but like, 
even when I seen that he had a bad start, I'm like, oh, hey, there's no way he can do it. Like I was like, yeah, oh, yeah, Webb's yeah. in the back. Right. It's gonna be on, on a track that's easy. Yeah, he's gonna or, stay or, there. But right. no, man, he like and you know what I mean. Even if you don't like the guy or his attitude, hey, you're not really a fan, like of like sort of his attitude. Well, or? I, I don't know. Oh. not really. But yeah. Um, yeah. you know, I want Kenny to win just because of the. I just want to see him get yeah. that damn win. Yeah, and yeah, I think. Yeah. If his whole shot device, which wasn't works connection, by the way, Thank you. Um, <laughs> it stuck down and he couldn't get that first rhythm after getting the whole yeah, shot. Yeah, I never noticed that until you I, pointed it out. I yeah. think that he would have, uh, it would have been a lot easier had him, he had not get around uh, Eli. Okay, so, so well, what, what, what Webb is doing is what you're going to do to all these 16 year old, 17 year old kids in MX2 <laughs> next year. Yeah, absolutely. Have a beat quick them nap down. before the. Yeah, make the sure you have a nap. Make sure you take your, <laughs> your, 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 your vitamin C. Why are we out again? <laughs> right. <laughs> Sandalee? What, huh? I remember Sandalee. What team am I racing right, for? Right, Okay, so that last turn, and we talked about this in our Racer X review, like Kenny went too wide for sure. But let's say he checks up, right, yeah. to protect inside. Coop rails. Like, you, you, it's a game of chess between the two riders coming in. Like, whatever are you going to do? Now, Kenny went a little bit too high because I think he thought Webb was absolutely coming in to plow him. To me, Webb was like, I think Webb was like, look, I'm going to come in, but I'll take second. I'm not selling myself out to put us both on the ground. That's right. what I think right. Webb thought. And I think Kenny thought that he was going to sell him out and put him on the ground. Uh, that last turn move, Tyler, what did you think? What did you make well, of it? I mean, you got to... You got to keep in mind too. Like at the end of the race, they're both not thinking. Yeah, I mean, like, as like you said, how fit they are it doesn't matter how fit you are. Right? Right. Like you're going to be tired, and it's going to be holding on. And Kenny mm. was, you know, already kind of bouncing around through the whoops and kind of struggling a little bit. Yep. And it, unfortunately for him, like that was right before the quad, and he would just yank him right there, like soup, like a, yep. a whole bunch. And yeah, I mean. It was unbelievable. I couldn't believe yeah. it. it was just, but, um, but do you have an issue with Kenny's corner line selection? Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I, you know, I would have tucked it a bit tighter. Right, right, um, right. Let the guy run into you and then yeah. see what happens See what happens, there. right, but, right. Um, yeah, but it, didn't, it almost didn't look like he could just because he was kind of bouncing through and yeah. maybe... He jacked the whoops up the lap before, yeah, too. Yeah, and maybe, just, yeah. It's, maybe it's hard for him to hold on at the end of the race, you know? And, yeah. if, he, and if that happens, you're screwed yeah. no matter what. Uh, what you, would you make of it, Kiefer? So I'm going to try to quarterback this thing a little okay, bit here. Okay, please do. Um... For one, Roxon was horrible the corner before the whoops. Webb was better. He had a better line, so that's where Webb was making up time. And in the entrance of the whoops, Webb was better. A lot of people say, oh, we can, we can all sit here and, you know, be these armchair, you know, quarterbacks and say, hey, we should have did this, you should have did that. But yeah. a couple things here. So Webb was on the left side of Roxon. Honestly, I'm really familiar with – that KTM and how those Akrapovich mufflers are quiet, dude. Like, and honestly, and you're at a gear high in those whoops, I honestly don't think Roxon knew he was on the left side of him. I think he was thinking he was either A, a little bit further back, mm -hmm. or B, on the right side. Um, so Roxon going out wide trying to blast the... Because he thought Webb was on his right? Right. He was just going to rail the outside and just try not to get T-boned or whatever. Yep. So I think he thought somewhere... Webb was somewhere different. Okay. I feel like if, if, I mean, if Roxon knew he was on the left side, he probably would have checked up just a bit in right. the whoops to let Webb buy him by a half a bike and then just take him high, simply cut back down, boom, Roxon right. wins. It's right. that easy. Um, but I just don't think he knew he was there. You know, the Marv pass on Eli last year at Foxborough, like that was selling himself out. Marv was just going for the exit of the turn. I don't know what's going to happen right. here, right? And Coop was not going to do – Coop no. could have done that. 
Could have. Coop was like, I think I'll take second. I'm going to try to make it. You know, it doesn't work. I think it's like, I'll how much should I get a run in these whoops? Yeah. And if it works out, yeah. we got something right. going. It was good. Unbelievable. It was a good tactic. Like, And I didn't know who fucking won, dude. Like, when they went over, I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> we were I, all looking at each yeah, other. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, I, okay, so the transponder's at the bottom, right? Of right, the, jump. the bottom of the ramp. The bottom of the jump. And yeah. then they got the, the finish lines at the top. So that comes into play as to which one they're going with. I believe they go off the transponder now. They don't go off the top of the jump anymore. Or do I have it backwards? I need to ask JT. They used to go off one and not the other. I need to ask. So there's, are there two? On the on the face of the jump? No, there's just a bottom one, okay. and then there's a flagger, and they use the right. flagger as the sort of the eyewitness of it. Got it. It almost looked like Webb was closer at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. And he was clearly ahead at the tip. Right, right. And, and it looked like he was behind at the base. I mean. So there was a controversy about which which one was the official one, and I was thinking in the moment of my mind, I was like, what, wait, what is the deal with this again? Because I think he was ahead in both, though. Yeah. Like, if you yeah. look at it. it right. And it's crazy, even with, like, how slow-mo they had it, just the, the slightest hesitation from Kenny yeah. was yeah. just enough for a bottom. Yeah, you can see Kenny lets off because he kind of comes out of the roller. He's the top of the yeah. burn, you know? Yeah, it's just like, oh. I can't imagine what he felt when he went over the line and looked a second. I felt sick for he's, like publicly. I, I was sick for two hours after the race. And I didn't fucking race publicly. He's putting on a really good face and a good show about this. It has got to be killing him. Right, got to be killing him. Oh, he was. I'm surprised he didn't Ronnie Mack and just ghost ride the thing into the crowd. <laughs> but he was really cool afterwards. He wasn't yeah. a dick. He yeah. wasn't like slamming his helmet down. He was just like, no, no, I, I agree, man. What the fuck are you doing? That's what I mean. Honestly, I yeah, it's amazing. Um, seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Give us a call. Seven zero two five eight six Pulp. Tyler Medallia. Medaglia. I, I always say Medaglia. I don't. Uh, I don't know. Most people do. It's Medaglia. It's Medaglia. It's, it's Italian. So oh, I mean, the G you still pronounce the G, but yeah, I don't uh, know, bro. Everyone does. And Chris whatever. Kiefer, Eric Phipps here in studio. Jason Thomas coming up. Uh, Forkner has been perfect, and uh, we're gonna have him on a little bit. So Bowers is coming on yep. for the third week in a row. First week was uh, just hey, come on the show and talk about things. Yeah. Second week was holy shit, man. The lime and you started this, you know, little association. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. Let's get on. This week is like holy shit, dude. You got DQ'd. So he got – Bowers got DQ'd from Dallas for a pass attempt on Barsha. Uh, we're going to have Mon to explain his side. When I heard he was de- – look, the pass was not good. It was not cool. It wasn't going to work. I don't know what he was thinking. We'll ask him. But when I heard DQ, I'm like, wait, did he swing at someone in the tunnel? Did he pick up his bike and throw it at Barsha? Did, like, did he touch, put his hand on an official? Like, I thought there was something else. Now, Tyler says there wasn't. He came up with a social post, same thing. How do you DQ somebody for that? Because well, look at Oldenburg's pass on, on Amar. Yeah, I don't know, but uh, you were at the race. You might not have seen this. They showed him in the tunnel. Okay, so he was barking at someone in the tunnel, and then Jimmy Perry had to separate him and whoever he was barking at, which I'm sure it was Barsha. So I don't know if the DQ came after the tunnel incident. Maybe we should ask Tyler that. But right. that would be the only reason I would think that he would have got DQ'd. Yes, it was aggressive. Yes, it was retaliation. Everyone knew it. Once it has, I'm like, oh, I know where that came from. Yeah, Everyone yeah. knew that. Yeah. And to me, and, and, I, and I wrote about this in the article on Pulp MX, is I feel like that kind of situation is almost self-policed with the riders. Like, yeah. Barshan, Barshan, when he... Okay. First of all, his dismount was fucking unbelievable. Unbelievable. <clears throat> like, unbelievable. He, right, Tyler? Like, I mean, he, just, well, he, he just walked off like, I'm done. He's like, no, I fucking know where that yeah. came from. Yeah, like, he, he knew. knew. <laughs> he knew. Yeah. He didn't, like, he didn't even but, look back. He didn't nothing. No. Just like, okay. The dismount, yeah, but go on. I just wanted to talk about the dismount. Yeah, so yeah. He, he dismounted, and I felt like, okay, Tyler got me back. Boom, it's done. I feel like Tyler, because I know Tyler a little bit, after that, 
he would have been, okay, we're good. That's it. And they, you, they probably would never even fuck with each other after that again. I just don't know how you can watch Oldenburg's pass. Did you, you watch that? Yes, yes. And I, I don't know how you can watch Bauer. You can watch any LCQ from yes, the last absolutely. 10 years. Yeah. And how the fuck do you disqualify a guy? Well, that's what, what makes what? me think the tunnel incident maybe. Well, Bauer says there's nothing else. There's nothing else. The, uh, so the Oldenburg thing, he kind of like jumps and over jumps and lands in the middle of the corner and well, just. And but, but I mean, Bowers could be like, down. hey, my break. I couldn't get my foot on my break. But like, yeah, but for Bowers, it looked like he landed and just, oh, this, here well, it is, boy. Boom, but but whatever. Bowers can be like, ah, oh, yeah, sorry, just like Oldenburg or whatever. Like, I, but I think I, AMA it's a gray new. area. I, you can't disqualify someone. You want to find him? Sure. You want to give him the last gate pick for the LCQ? We've seen that happen. Sure. No problem, but you disqualify them. Something's got to have something else has Does to Bar uh, did Has Barsh ever got DQ'd from one of his punts that he's not that I know of. No. Okay. That's See, what that's I'm that's the only thing. Like that's the only thing that's odd about it because he does it so much, and he finally gets somebody to get him back. You know, and and it was but blatant. Okay, but hold on. When you say Barsha does that so much, like I'm not so sure. Okay, in my so in, much, in my opinion. That was a pickup pass. Tyler did not have a chance of making that clean. He wasn't going to do that. And, and, and Barsh has done that. He's made shit that's like, that ain't going to work. But he's tried it. Okay, a little bit. So look, yeah. Barsha, Freezy, Bowers, those guys know I'm going to fucking dish it out. But I know I'm going to get it back to me. And they're cool with it. They're like, oh, yeah, that's expected. That's what. But Bowers going for that, that wasn't. What are you doing? You're in qualifying position. Pissed. I think that could be some of the like underlying. Have you ever done that to anybody? Uh, not really. No, okay. not not, right. not like that. Anyways, but it's almost like he wanted to hurt him. Like just I yeah. I, I mean, I'm, hit I'm you. guessing it's from the Monster Cup. Yeah, but, and but but it's an odd to pick the heat race in Dallas to get your revenge. But that's just one situation. Like it's yeah. a situation. Maybe you know? it, there's so many things that we don't see. Okay, maybe yeah. Barsha was. Uh, <laughs> There's so many things that happens, like when a guy revs his engine, or simple things like when a fucking piece of roost hits your nipple, and it just makes you, ah! Like, <laughs> I'm going to fuck you up! But it's not that guy's fault. Right. But yet, maybe that triggered something in his mind. Oh, yeah, you son of a bitch. I remember last, last oh. year when you jacked me. And just maybe just something so small, you know? It's crazy, too, like when you're riding and racing or even practicing and... You know, something, the smallest thing can piss you right. off, like, beyond what you think. And it's, you know, somebody that you like or, you this, know, normally yeah, it would be like, ah, oh, whatever. Right, right. And you're good friends with this person. Yeah. But just when you're in that aggressive position. Does anybody here, though, agree with a DQ? Is I don't know. No. no, right. Okay, so we're all on that page where it's like, what do you, oh, wow, Tyler's kind of waffling. No, like, the DQ is, waffle, uh, waffle, yeah. Waffle. It just seems, it seemed like oh, it's JT's out of here. place, really. <laughs> uh, P Paul wants to talk. About, Paul, what's up? You want to talk about the Bowers DQ? Yeah, no, I was just sitting listening. I don't believe I heard anybody bring it up, but I, I honestly think that Bowers got d disqualified strictly because it was a privateer who hit a factory rider. I think if it was uh. two privateers together, if nothing would have happened, if it was two factory riders together, nothing would have happened. I think he hit him, and somebody from the team or something made us think about it, and that's why they made the gut reaction call. I don't think so, Kiefer. What do you think? I, I don't agree, but you do make a point. I think maybe someone from Yamaha did make a stink about it because I know Barsha probably wouldn't have brought it up. Um, so maybe someone over there 
and the the higher ups at Yamaha maybe bitched about that. Yeah, I, I, just, I could agree with that. I tried to get a hold of John Gallagher from uh, FIM to uh, talk to him about it, and um, he didn't call me back. So that's shocking. But I wanted to find out, you know, what was the reasoning, what happened, what went on, you know, and all of that. I really wanted to find out what the deal was. Um, oh, hey, the senators on TV here, Tyler. So probably probably going to lose. Yeah, um, right. But uh, yeah, I just couldn't 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 get to the bottom of it. So I just I can't believe Paul that that was a DQ that wasn't DQ worthy. So. Yeah, no, not at all. Thanks, Thanks man. guys. Have a good night. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. Appreciate I it. I heard that Gallagher got kicked out of the meeting room because he was getting out of line or something like that. For this weekend? Yeah. Oh, I didn't I didn't I don't I didn't hear that. But I heard I just someone texted me that. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, I mean, they could have almost took both like the whole thing into a, like in consideration. So Barsha gets hit and doesn't even like he knew that it was coming. Yeah. He didn't look Beautiful back. Dismount. Right. He, yeah, he he didn't look back, he didn't wanna like start beef because normally if you get clock like that the first thing you're doing is turning around like what the yeah. you know what i mean yeah yeah no and, and, just walked it off and he just walked away <laughs> and, and it's like it, it's almost like the ama should have been like well look he, he kind of owned it well because barsha hit tyler at the monster cup and that's broke his I'm ankle saying. right they, sell, they, they both knew like okay that's it we squashed that's it unless like, there's something in the tunnel that happened they started fighting right. so yeah i don't know i'll tell you what though there's a real option for riders who don't want to clean their air filter Nowadays, I don't know if you guys knew that, but <laughs> profilter.com, Pulpamex 35, 35% discount. If you haven't heard of Profilter, maybe you've been roosted too many times, active in the industry for a decade, make top quality air and oil filters for dirt bikes, street bikes, side by sides, and everything in between. But you know who's a huge fan of a Bowers? Profilter? Oh. A Bowers? I'm doing a Profilter read. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Filter Finish your it. attitude. Go what ahead. about Profilter? Profilter, you don't do your any more filters. Just do you like Profilter? No, I use Twinner. Okay, I like Profilter. So. Okay, there All you right, go. So. Uh, MaximaUSA.com, Pulpamex35, a code at checkout to save at Profilter.com. Okay. Uh, Eric's buddy, Tom, loves Bowers. It's like one of his favorite riders. Really? Yeah. Because he's Cowie? Yeah. Cowie Nation? Yeah. Okay. Well, he likes the bear. The bear will be on. <laughs> the, 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 Don't bro me. The bear will be on tonight. So, um, all right. Uh, oh, by the way, taking your calls over there in the corner, holding things down. Coming in a he little. Is hol- he is holding it down right now. Coming in a little late. Yeah. That's why he's, that's why he's wide open. Mark's dog. What's up, bud? I work on uh, averages, and I was very early last week. So oh, okay. I see that. <laughs> uh, I think we're sitting pretty. Eric, uh, how does that work? Is that something you want to do at Worst Connection? Uh, work on averages? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh. See? Oh, He's behind it, right. and I like it. Right. So now we're friends, ah. and uh, <laughs> you're on your own. Uh, what's up, Marks? How are you? Everything what's good? What's going on? Yeah, good. When Busy. are you going riding, bro? Yeah. Uh, he got his bike together. Okay. Is it all done? Okay, wait. He got his bike together. <laughs> all the parts, pivot works, and vertex, and, yeah. and, and vortex. Okay. Uh, who else did, did I, you scrounge free parts off of? Uh, sponsors, I don't. I you got a muffler on that? I, I have. I'll have to. Okay, get so a list together. Got all these free parts from all of our sponsors, and yep. thank you everybody for helping us out. Gets his bike together. He wants to come up with me last week. Uh, he sends me a photo. His rim has the biggest crack that's welded in it <laughs> that, that you've ever seen in your life. I had no idea the rim was welded. So he's like a W. I had no idea that the Dude, he rim won had a crack contest. in yeah. the weld. Dude, I'm just like, what is going I on I would have you? entered the contest had I known, but Did I you didn't weld know. it yourself? No. You, you didn't even know it was there? No. My brother rides the bike sometimes. Yeah. Um... And so I don't, I don't know what happened. I, I don't know when it happened or why it happened. I'm or, like, so your brotherly, you put this brand new bike together with everything, and then he's like, oh wait, I got a massive crack in my already welded rim. So your brother welded your rim for you? No, no, no. It? We have a guy that works on my bikes. Oh, okay. Or he's he's worked on our bikes forever. Um, he's really good. 
but apparently yeah. they cracked the rim and welded it, That's which awful. I didn't even know. That's straight out of Nova Scotia. So, right <laughs> really good. Yeah. Uh, whatever. So, so I'm going to get a, a new rim and we'll be good to go. We're, we're still working on getting Mark's back on the bike. Fly sent him gear. All right. Yeah, JT was nice enough to send me not one, but two sets of gear. Nice. I only expected one, so that was cool. He needs Thank to send you, you a hat. <laughs> T-Dag's not <laughs> digging the night's hat. Not here. digging that hat at all. Uh, um, it's all right. It's all right. We got time to, to convert you. Um, what... Um, well, how'd you do in Pulp Fantasy? I got 239. Oh, I got 232 or something. I did. Yeah. Uh, I had Zacho, as many people did. I was just giving him shit on a text yeah, right before the show. I yeah. said, all you had to do was get 12th. Just 12th, bro. That's he, all we needed. He, he said, uh, wait, quote unquote. Hold on. He said. Um, Sounds like a show we were listening to on the way up here. I got 204. He said, oh, I nice. know. He, he said, don't <laughs> worry about the fact that I yarded over a berm. And I said, good. He said, seriously, it was one of the first things that went through my head. The fantasy? The fantasy. Yeah. See if we can get That's riders so thinking about up, this dude. more. <laughs> you work. look what you're doing to the riders. We're changing the sport is what we're doing. <laughs> you're welcome. Before Iron Man, um, I was listening to the podcast for the, yeah, fantasy, for the fantasy. I wanted to know what my yeah. handicap and stuff was. Was I selling you? Was I was I talking? Oh, yeah, everybody, yeah. you're on board. It was yeah, good. I was on. You killed it too. Just max killed points. it. Yeah, max points. <laughs> These poor Thank guys, dude. They're <laughs> you, so fucked up. Did in you the see head. my story today? Yes. Somebody called Cheyenne Harmon a dumb dick. Gosh, like, dude. Guy, don't reach out to these riders. Not don't, chill. I, I guess I reached out to Osborne. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's different. We're friends. <laughs> poor guys. Anyways, uh, yeah, absolutely. So, so two. Did you have first lap leaders or no? I got Forkner. Uh, I picked oh, nice. that for the second week in a row. I got him right. Yeah. Um, I picked Webb for for four fifties for some dumb reason, but wow. plus eight on on lap leaders. Uh, all right, let's get JT on the phone if we can. It's Travis Mark seven zero two five eight six seven eight five seven. Before we get him on, real quick, real quick, real quick. There you go, Richard. What's your question for Kiefer about a clutch? <clears throat> hey, I have a uh, Honda. Well, real quick, I'm on uh, fantasy. I had Tomac, Bowers, Osborne, and Signap. Terrible oh, wow. We gotta talk you, about you got a disqualification. Dude. You got a DNQ. Uh, you got a guy uh, that crashed out. And what was your fourth one? Uh, Osborne, who also pretty much crashed out. <laughs> oh, my God. That's a terrible mm. team. Yeah, Not a good fantasy week. But my, my bike question, uh, Kiefer, I have a Honda 2007 CR125, and I put a Wiseco clutch in it, but I feel like it didn't last very long and it's already burnt out on me. Do you recommend, a, and I just got this bike not too long ago. From that's, By the way, that's a terrible car. bike. That's a terrible bike. 2007. Yes. It's pretty slow off the bottom. Dude, that, there's, there's nothing in that motor. Uh, I was fired up that it was their last one. <laughs> but no, I just, I just liked the 125s, and I was like, oh, okay. They sold it to me for $900. Oh, that's it cool. The engine. So I just kind of had the engine redone, and I had a new bike, basically. But, but the clutch is already gone on there. And yeah. I was wondering what you think the best clutch would be to put in for that bike. So you Henson makes really quality components. If you can find OEM, which Honda still makes some of that stuff, and there's still some Honda stuff out there, go back to OEM. Um, but if you can't find that, then, yeah, Henson is probably the next best bet. Okay, cool. And any other accessories I should know about? <laughs> Apparently it's a terrible Works light. Connection Elite Clutch Perch. Frame guards. <laughs> frame guards? Yeah, right? All right. Yeah, I mean you can do that. We were just talking about frame guards earlier, like how how bitching. Remember uh, when? Did when you ever you... polish your frame guards? Of did course you... I did. Uh, yes. You know what I did too, as it, for the factory look. <laughs> what? And I might have learned this from a factory mechanic. Cause I don't think I figured it out myself. And Eric, you'll know this. So you had an, it works connection engraved into the right. into the guards. Stamped in, yeah. Stamped in. Yep. 
take a black Sharpie, Ooh. highlight it, yeah. hi- and Sharpie the word worst connection, then wipe it off the top, and but the worst uh, connection will be black. It's still in the gravy. Oh, oh, oh you want to <laughs> factory? Oh. Damn, that was just, a factory move. Just so. All the little details. Yes, yeah. yes. You guys have neat tricks. <laughs> so there you go, man. <laughs> clutch. Yep. And awesome. and Thank a lead perch from worst connection. All right, see you. Have fun. Honestly, that bike's terrible. There's no bottom in on that bike. Brand yeah. Brand. Those <laughs> yeah. bikes are garbage. Yeah. I don't know. I think Ernie raced one in the national. 1987 CR125 was better than that bike. Probably. It's like uh, a glorified 80. All right. Uh, flyracing.com's own Jason Thomas on the line. JT, what's up, man? How are you? Not too much. Not too bad. All those Got standard a, canned answers. Canadian moto legend in studio. Number nine, all time. What's up, JT? Pretty strong. Oh, you What's didn't. You, I, Marks, you didn't tell him. No, I didn't. Oh, Tyler Medaglia is in studio. I thought Marks would tell. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, Dag, how you doing, man? I was, I was racking my brain trying to figure out who the hell was there. Yeah, I was trying not to sound too Canadian on well, here. Our, our producer, <laughs> our <laughs> producer's supposed to tell you, but he got in late today, and I'm sure he's stressing with everything that's going on. So it's all right. It's my own fault. I, I read the PR email and didn't. Oh yeah. Didn't remember, so yeah, oh, right. I'll take the blame for it. Yeah, that's right. I do send out a PR email. Um, hey, so. Dude, I know we talked about this in our review pod, but this could be it, JT. This could be it. You're not You're on, sold on JT this is not on the web on bandwagon. The web. Oh, he's not? He's not. No. Not on the, the Trump train? I mean, web wagon? You're just not there, JT. Um, well, no, I'm, I'm very impressed. Let's be very clear on that. I'm just not to the point where I think the championship's over and I'm ready to hand over anything yet. Well, I think neither, we got a long way to go, but... I agree, but uh, this could be it. This is a statement ride. Travis Preston, none other than the great Travis Preston, told that to Kiefer. I mean, it could be. I, I don't, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just not 100% all in yet. I think the points are way too tight to, to decide anything, especially we're not even halfway yet. Oh, it's pretty, well, pretty good. Just, I mean, I guess what Travis said, JT, was just the confidence that he's going to ooze now. I mean, yeah, he won three before this, but now... How he won this last one, Travis is like, dude, he's going to have so much confidence, he's going to tear the rest of the series. And, you know, if he doesn't crash out or something, you know? Yeah, no, I, he he's right about that. I mean, this is a guy that no one wants to see get confidence uh, because he feeds off of it. It's, it, translate, it translates directly into his riding. So, yeah, I don't think anybody's thrilled that he's reeled off four of these four out of seven now. Um but man, I just you know we've we've all watched so many of these series, and it's a really long, long deal. I mean, we're in the middle of February, and we still have you know the rest of this month plus March plus all of April, and then into May. Right. Uh, there's just this thing's just such a marathon that man, you you see the guys come up and go down, and you know the roller coaster of this series. So um, I'm not saying I'm not impressed. I'm I'm very impressed. I think it's awesome to see him rebound like this, but. It's just there's way too many races left to to say that it's over or anything like that. Um, so let's talk about Tomac a little bit. We we broke down the pass, the last lap, last corner pass and everything. Let's talk about Tomac. So gets in the lead. I thought it was over. Most people did probably. Uh, rocks and passes him. He washes his front end out. He picks it up his bike in seventh. And he proceeds to get passed by five or six more dudes. And I reached out to some people close to him. I said, what What happened? They don't, they don't know. There's no bike issue. He issued a statement, actually, today. I don't know if you guys saw this. So issued a statement? He did. Uh, tonight is a tough pill to swallow. I know the team, and I expect better results. 
but I am grateful to be leaving Dallas healthy and without injury, especially after my tip over. This is part of racing. Some things are out of my control and other things are completely manageable as well as fixable. We'll get back to work this week, work on the things as we head into the halfway point of the season. I still have a lot left in me and I plan on proving that starting next week in Detroit. JT, that was a bizarre race for Eli Tomac. It was bizarre, but it's getting to the point where you're almost like, well, yeah, that's, that's what Eli's going to do every now and again. There's no explanation for it. There's no direct reason you can point to. Uh, but how many times do you need to see it before you just know that it's going to happen to him at some point? Uh, that doesn't make it any easier. It almost makes it worse as far as just head-scratching and puzzling. Uh, but there's definitely something that goes on mentally where, in my opinion, anywhere where he just he, he gets rattled or he gets too frustrated to focus on what he's doing, and he doesn't ride anywhere near what he's capable. I mean, he, multiple seconds off of what he's capable of doing out on the racetrack. What do you think, Tyler? Like, let, like it doesn't seem, it doesn't appear to be physically, and it doesn't appear to be a bike issue. Right. I mean, but you can't really uh, discount that. I mean, maybe they tried something on the forks or something where. You know, it felt hard for him to ride. You get, like, some harshness and feedback into your hands, and it's hard to hold on, and you just can't hold but the would pace. they make a radical chance like that that we could well, do that? I, not much will actually do that. You'd be surprised. Like, you just change a few uh, clicks. Monster Cali Rider in Canada sticking up for the well, Monster Cali Rider no, in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's because I'm a fan of John Tomac. That's actually yeah, the reason yeah. why. But no. No, I, no I'm being, I'm, yeah, okay. And yeah. Mario, he, like, we've heard before that he's had arm pump. You know, he said that he's had arm pump before. Yeah. So maybe, you know, when you get that, it's game over. Like, you, you want to die, you try to keep riding it <laughs> wide open. That's true. Yeah. Like, um, Kiefer, what? Uh, yeah, I amazing. kind of agree with Tyler. Like, little changes can, you know, make or break you. And like you said, arm pump is, is crucial. And we will never know as a fan because we're not inside, a, we're not inside their bodies. And, and the team sure as hell okay. is going to say anything. What other? Tomac is an all-timer. Yeah. Okay, 17 wins last two years, three championships, 250s and 450s, four championships. Yeah. He's an all-timer. Yeah. Name me another all-timer that this has ever happened to. These guys don't do that. They fall, they pick their bike up, and they get fourth or fifth. They salvage a fourth or fifth with a fall. They move up through the pack. They just – this stuff doesn't happen to guys like him. Yeah. Weirdos like Tyler, Medavia, <laughs> sure. No, I'm kidding. But, you know, JT, sure. But guys like Tomac? But wouldn't, wouldn't you think that if you know, they indeed did go the wrong direction or something, it would be really easy to just say, hey, yeah, we, we, we blew it. We thought we would make a change. The track was going to break down, so we tried to adjust for it, and we went the wrong way. That would be such an easy thing to say. And, and I just get the feeling that that's not the case from – the, the hints that you see every now and again from the team and, you know, the statements they put out and Eli doesn't really point to it himself. Cause that, you see that all the time and it would be so easy to share. It's like, right. yep, I, I blew it. I made the wrong call with the bike and tire. I couldn't whatever, ride it yeah. correctly. Yeah. And yeah. another so, reason, and another thing too, the reason why you don't see this is because there's never been a time when the top 14 guys in practice are within a second. You know what I mean? Like this, this doesn't mm-hmm. happen. Like I think that stuff like what we're seeing with Tomac is going to happen to all these you know, superstars from now on. I don't think you'll ever see, you know, these like 24-0 stuff and, and things of the past of past champions like, mm-hmm. you're, ta- like you're alluding to. Yeah. Okay. I just don't think that's – I think that's done. Yeah, we can't know. discount the, can't, the crowd. You can't go from 7th to 12th or 13th for no reason. Like it, it was 
you know, we were all sitting in the press box watching him, and it was it was bad. I mean, he wasn't even fighting people off. No, no, he guys were going around him. Over for right. Yeah. To to go off there of was JT something said. going on. I don't know what it is, and it's all it's great to speculate, and we're all guessing, but there was something up. I mean, no doubt about it. How many times we heard a top racer like Tomac just say, "Yeah, I got arm pump." You don't hear yeah. that either. Yeah. You don't he hear that. He said it though. He, Sometimes he but has he, said it. Before. Yeah, he has, but it's he not, has, yeah. But you feel like if he had it, I feel like he's not going to really tell a lot of people mm-hmm. about it because then his competition would be like, "Oh, he's getting arm pump. I'm going to push the issue, uh, try I, to pump I, him up." Again. I think they're there already. If they aren't, if they aren't trying to push for him to have some sort of breakdown or whatever's going on, then they're foolish because it's there's clearly a pattern. Well, but, when but, Ken, when Roxon passed him, that could have. Yeah, yeah. That I think that I, thing, I think man. that started it. That yeah. was like, holy shit! I'm feeling great. I'm in the lead. I'm feeling good. This is what I need. Oh, wait. This dude just passed me. And then things start unraveling from there. Well, what did Brayton say in his post-race thing? I listened to it um, last night. Is He's like, man, I'm laying down a hot lap and qualifying. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, dude. Thing's laying it down. And I'm not even. I'm seventh. I'm, yeah, I'm seventh. <laughs> right. Yeah, so. And for him, like he, to like barely ever get past, and someone like legit comes up, gets by you. Yeah. I mean, for someone like that. It doesn't like if you're really competitive, that right. will just throw you off. I, I think. I, do you think I do agree with that. Do you think this year in MX2, yeah. when a 15 year old kid gets you, you might, you might be rattled? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tyler's, um, I mean, Tyler's pulling on Marty. JT, he's going down to MX2 next year. How do you feel about it? Well, I uh, I like it. I mean, okay. No, I, I meant for Steve. This is a hot button topic for Steve. Sorry. Oh, it's ridiculous. Sorry. It's stupid. It's, yeah, but it's, 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 the guy I raced won- for four. I raced four fifties forever. How? Yeah, you raced elite class forever your, because you're an elite rider. Okay, listen, that's JT. What, that's what happens. You're a small guy. How hard does the four fifties kick the shit out of you <laughs> on a day to day basis, training and every single day? You know, it, it was nice getting on the two fifty and going out for the very first time on it and being able to ride. Until the thing runs out of gas. Yeah, because you're in terrible shape. You're right. You're right. You're, you're yeah, in terrible shape. Yeah, I don't dude. know how you can hold on to the 450. Just motoing down on my tracks. It's right, like right, gnarly. Right. Anyways. Um, Let's move on from that. Okay. Uh, hey, T-Dag, do what you want to do. Don't worry about Steve. He's right. going to complain about something anyway. Uh, Bowers DQ. Do we have any more info, JT? Uh, very bizarre. He's going to join us later on in the show, but uh, I don't know. I don't know why that happened. I don't understand. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping he can shed some light on the process. That, that's what I'm most interested in. Uh, was this purely John Gallagher's decision? Did he consult with people? How did that whole scenario go? And it'll be it'll be nice to have Tyler on so you can ask him those questions. But that's really what's most troubling to me is that, in my perspective, the, these things keep happening, and, and I don't believe that that was the correct decision. Uh, we saw, you know, the the take out with Oldenburg and Amart was basically exactly the same thing. And there was no penalty at all where Tyler is DQ'd for the night. I, I just fear that we're seeing overreactions and I don't even know that that's the right word, but too harsh of a penalty in the moment. Uh, and, and it's not the first time. So I just think that penalties like that can, you know, they can ruin a season, maybe not for Tyler at this point, you know, he skipped a yeah. race to go to Germany and et cetera, but still, man, that's, that's a really harsh penalty and cost him a lot of money and, you know, the time and effort to go travel halfway across the country to, to Dallas. Um, I just, man, I, I struggle with decisions made like that that are made that hastily because it, even if it was 10 minutes, you know, it had to be fast before he could go back out for the last chance. Um, it's just, I don't think there's enough time and analysis and perspective. Um, I think, I think that, 
tempers are flaring and emotions are involved and decisions are being made on that. And that's purely my opinion, and I don't have any fact to support it, so take it for what you will. But I, I've just seen it too many times in recent years. Are any of these officials racers, ex-racers? I don't think so. John Gallagher's been around a long time. I know, but uh, I yeah. mean, do these guys know racing and what riders go through when you're racing? Like, that's I, what I'm wondering. I don't know. Do you I, think? Do you think that? I mean, this could be 100% political. Like, Tyler made a pretty big stink about the Lyme stuff last week. I don't like, believe does that, so. Like, I don't believe so. It we'll could ask happen. Him. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't. don't. Jay, do you think so? I, I don't. But maybe. I mean, we'll ask. I him. don't. I don't think so. And for you know, to your point, Kiefer, I don't know that you can. I, I, it would be great if they went that route, but if you look at other major sports, you know, like uh, Roger Goodell, he never played football. You know, Adam Silver never played basketball mm-hmm. at that level. So I don't know that that particular take is going to stand up because they're going to point to every other sport and say, yeah, none of those guys did that either. You know, they're. But, but I, I feel like our sport's so specialized, though. Yeah. And, and I don't disagree. I just look at every other sport and it's not being governed by former players or former athletes or what have you. Um, hey, quietly, Joey Savacci's been riding pretty good. Uh, he's been solid. Um, yeah. What do you think, JT? He's, he's been better than I expected. I mean, he's been the best of the rookies, and it really hasn't been close. I mean, it, it, yep. he's a runaway leader for best of the rookies. Uh, you know, AP's been, been decent. Not bad. I would say even good, but not standout. Where Savacci's had rides, we're just like, wow, like he's really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's even moving forward. He's led laps. He's won heat races. Um, he's done easily the most out of the group to to make a name for himself in the 450 class. So uh, I've been critical of Joey in the past, and I will be the first to admit he's he's really exceeded my expectations. So good job to him. Um, what do you think, Kiefer? Yeah, he's been really good, and I watch his technique a lot. Even when he was on 250, he made some mistakes, but when he wasn't, he's very technically good on the bike with his – his form, he's really smooth, he's precise, and I think when he does make those mistakes, it really frazzles him and it takes him out of his, his game, so to speak. So I feel like this 450 has helped him in that aspect to smooth out because he's already kind of that a rider. And uh, when I watched him at Monster Cup last year, even though it was just his first race, I could just see, like, man, he was uh, really technically sound on a 450 and he looked more relaxed. He didn't have to hang it out as much. And um, he impresses me because he still rides that way now, even when he's in battles, and he doesn't really lose his mind as much as he did in 250. And I think just being around RC, being at the goat farm, doing those things over the years, just it finally just rubs off on you. And I think you just kind of have that confidence. And and him running up front more like, and more like he is is only going to help him. I think he gets a podium this year. Oh yeah, right? like, for sure. I mean, yeah. The, like I, I don't know if I would have said that before the year. Yeah, he, he is a, definitely a podium guy. He wasn't happy with me calling him out on his Fox gloves. Oh, really? No, he wasn't stoked on that. Why? why? How, I mean, I think he was just thinking that I was looking for something to bitch about or, or just bring something up. But I was watching daytime qualifying, and he won the qualifier last week, right? Yeah. Fastest qualifier. And I saw that he was wearing Fox gloves with his just one. But why was he not happy at you, though? Did I you think hear? just because Did I brought it that? up on Twitter. You heard that he was... I took a picture. I'm like, oh, he's wearing Fox gloves. Right. But... Me, just being a gear guy, I love that yeah, kind of shit. Yeah. And I know Just One has to know that he's wearing that. There's no way that well, he he's... Switched. He switched for the night show to, to Just One's. No, he was wearing Fox still. So oh, Okay, well, he's wearing Just One's now. Yes, yeah, so yeah. I think what I found out was 
the gloves were late, and I guess his gloves get sewn on with his wrist braces or something. Okay. And that's why he right. wasn't wearing right. it. But I just thought it was you're funny. Cause, you're, you're, all you're doing is causing him stress. Yeah, that's you're, you're a rabble rouser. But why does it cause stress if his, his, his company that he's sponsored by already knows it? Why doesn't Joey cut the tags off? Well, why? I mean, you think I no mean, one's going to know? You've got photographers everywhere. Cut the tags off. If or you call can, it sharpie if you it. can't just cut the it. tags off and then you hold your hand up to the camera? Yeah, just sharpie it. I mean, I'm sorry, but... JT, where do you feel about that? I'm not you're, saying, you're, it's, I'm you're not saying it's Keeper's fault at all. I'm just saying that he's hoping he could get away with it. And just one is hoping they can get away with it. And they didn't. And they're not going to be pumped. And that's not your fault at all. Zero percent. Hmm. All right. T-Dags, you ever worn competing equipment? But, oh, there was a big stink about that because I have my own... We, me and Mitch Cook have our own gear company. And, uh, you have your own gear company? Yeah. So the whole thing started. Stop covering your mouth. Sorry. sorry. Okay. We got a microphone the, there. The, the whole thing started because we wanted to. <laughs> Do you see him? He's doing this. Yeah. He's just. We came up out. with a glo- like gloves because like okay. I was, I was always searching for gloves uh-huh. that you know were really comfy. So I finally we're like you know what let's just like source it out and make our own. So we did. And then um, last year, before we went to uh, Cowie's, um, I was trying to I was wearing my gloves whenever I could. Just because of the uh-huh. comfort level, and then uh, yeah, it was obviously promoting it a little bit too. But, yeah, and then yeah, like I snuck them into the photo shoot. They're in oh my posters. Oh boy, here stuff. we yeah. go. That's Stu. ballsy, actually. <laughs> Stu, uh, <laughs> the, the team manager Stu was not too pumped on. That. I don't think that would go over well at Fly Racing either, JT. Uh, I don't. I'm just guessing, but but um, it was. Uh, but no, then, like well, I, I can tell you that if the photographer did not catch it, our photographer, it wouldn't go over well with him either. So yeah, it would have been bad for everybody. <laughs> um, all right, so Forkner is coming on later. JT, uh, he's been perfect through the through the two rounds. Pretty damn impressive. It's amazing to me how he can turn off all of the cra- the sketchiness of time qualifying and then just put in perfect laps all night long. That that's <laughs> been the most impressive to me. Yeah, I do intend to ask him about that. Like, what? Yeah, because I mean, you look at the the Jordan Smith incident, which was not his fault. He didn't do anything wrong. No. But how close that was. Yeah. He did have a pretty good crash in the rhythm section. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in time practice, that that one was his fault. Uh, and then you go back to Minneapolis, and there were three crashes that were all his fault. So we're looking at four four pretty big crashes and one really close call. And none of it's mattered at all. I mean, he's been yeah. he's been absolutely perfect, just like you said. Are those Sex, Sexton and Smith were catching him? Sexton was a little bit, yeah. Yeah, they yeah. were catching him at different times, but they both made mistakes. So, um, yeah, good for, good for Austin Forkner, and he'll be Plus on a little bit. Plus, his starts have been really good. I think that's oh. been saving his uh, he, average start right here. Says one. Yeah, he's so. been selling himself out at yeah. start, just sending it, and, and he's been getting it. You right. know, so and that's another thing going back to yeah, Jerry Sabachi too. His, his starts have been really good. Yeah, starts have been good. Yeah. I was just going to say, I think he, I think he found the limit of what you know those guys could do. And okay, yeah, Stu's limit or Carmichael's limit or somebody would have been higher. But I think he was kind of sitting on the limit of what he felt like you could, how fast you could go. And both Chase and Jordan were, you know, the adrenaline got mm-hmm. pumping and they were going to try to catch him, and they were catching him. And then you know that that just extra one percent ended up, you know, biting them. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I really commend Forkner for you know putting it on cruise control in the main events and doing exactly what he needs to do and pretty easily I mean yeah they, they were catching him a little bit but he hasn't even been pressured really yet no I mean, he's 
he's kind of had his way with these guys for for two races fly racing zone zach osborne made his return we touched on him later jt he uh, did the exact thing that you said before the race you didn't want him to do was like yeah get in the mix get up there make a mistake and not finish all he needs to do is get a finish and get moving well zacko couldn't do that <laughs> yeah and I'm, I'm sure he doesn't care what i what i think he should do um but yeah that was my thought is just hey get 21 minutes under your belt get it you know obviously ride hard but build build from this don't crash and hurt yourself you know because he's he's just getting back from you know a, an injury that was much more serious than he let on which we know now right uh but that was what i was worried about is he would get excited try too hard and and have a big crash and and he's okay for the most part yeah. you know he didn't finish the race couldn't even um, get a 12 but, couldn't even get a 12 here we go yeah yeah that Poor was Zach brutal fantasy. too but <laughs> J- I just JT's didn't agrees want him to try too hard in this first one because right. his expectations for himself are so high i didn't want him you know to get lost in the moment and do something silly do you think it was a strength thing like he got kind of kicked to the side there and then when when he landed it looked like he, you know if he it looked like he strained a bit to try to like turn the bike around. I don't know if it was like if that the landing back and kick, if it like landed and <laughs> jarred him to the side and like you know just the yeah. lack of riding and training could have. What do you think, JT? Uh, yeah, I mean it could have been from his injuries. Obviously, it was a scapula and collarbone and all kinds of stuff that would contribute to it. Um, I think more than anything, he just got excited. He saw Eli and he saw the guys in front of him and he'd gotten a bad start and was, I think he just you know, let it get away from him. Um, coming out of the, you know, I think he pushed too hard there and got a little kick and yeah, I mean, it, I can't argue the fact that front maybe Strick played a factor there, but. <laughs> front end slip, back, back and kick. kick. <laughs> um, JT, by the way, before we let you go here, Eric Phipps from Works Connection is also here and uh, he has joined the Fly Racing uh, Riders Club. Yeah. Unfortunately, Kiefer is still not happy. Fashion police. He has matched it with a pair of Instinct boots. I'm in the process. Yeah. I told Chris before we rode Saturday, I said, <laughs> I'm not even going to get dressed. I got to tell you something before I get dressed. <laughs> he was already stressed on it. Because <laughs> I, I knew he was going to bust my balls on it. Oh. So, and he did. So, how is the fly gear working out for it's you? Eric? Great. It's great. I love it. I love it. Thanks, those guys. Um, it's got to give him some boots, huh, I, he, I gave him some Alpine stars. He's set now. He's all dialed in. He's good. Okay, all right. <laughs> Wouldn't want to do that. No way. Um, all right, JT. Hey, I agree. Thanks for coming on flyracing.com. Check him out. The new Formula Helmet. I just absolutely love it. Uh, please, everybody, look uh, look online. Watch the video of it. It's the uh, pinnacle for the folks at Fly Racing as far as the terms of helmets and, and the things that they've put onto it. So, Are they available now, JT? Yeah, we've uh, – go ahead. Are they available now? Uh, we they should be on the way from the port to warehouses uh, either today or tomorrow. So almost um, we're almost getting them into our hands now. The one thing I was going to add is we've posted a bunch of new videos uh, lately, like in the last week. So if you go to formula.flyracing.com, uh, there's behind the scenes videos of uh, in the laboratory and testing and how we built it and the materials and all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, just because I know for customers out there, this helmet's so technical that even for me, you know, in the beginning stages, there was a lot I had to learn. So for customers, we, we really want oh. them to understand the materials and the technology and what we're, what we're aiming to accomplish and how we're trying to protect your brain is really what it comes down to. So please go check it out. And uh, even if you have no intentions of ever buying one, I think you'll still learn a lot and, and uh, you know, you'll, it, 
prepare yourself better for whatever your next purchase is. I, uh, I texted with Chad today. He didn't ask me about getting him one. I know I told him I'd get him one, but he didn't say anything in the text. So I love when you rag on him about it because he gets so angry. Like I can see yeah, the just bitterness rise up in him. Then I'll keep doing it. Well, what happened? It's awesome. Backstory on that? Uh, I was at dinner last week with him, and I, and I was like, dude, I was talking. About, I was like, dude, I'll get you one. They're really good. And he's like, no, I'm good. I'm like, I'll get you one. Like seriously, I Valade was there from Answer. I'm like, you want one? You got to try. It's just all offering it up, <laughs> dude. They're great. They're a great helmet. I went riding yesterday. And uh, I love it. So it's lightweight. It fits fantastic. So, um, all right, JT. Thanks, man. I mean, we know, we know you got to run tonight. So thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. And uh, right, get Enjoy on the it. web. Get on the web train when you can. Let me know when you're on. <laughs> Sounds good. See you, right, JT. See that's uh, that's Jason Thomas. Everybody from Fly Racing. Uh, Chris Kiefer brought to you by Roost MX tonight, the official graphics company for both Cobra Moto and the Cycle Trader Rock River team. Uh, Hartraft did pretty well again this weekend. For over 20 years, Roost delivers professional level graphics for every rider from amateur to pro. Huge selection of graphics online or make yours one of a kind. They can do that. T-shirts, sticker kits, helmet kits, graphics, 48-hour turnaround. Pulp Nation saves money uh, is the code to save money at RoostMX.net. And uh, thank you people for sending me photos of you people using Pulp MX on their graphics. What, what team does Jacob Hayes ride for? Cycle Trader. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. We're going to get into that later. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> We're going to get into that later. Um, also, uh, uh, Firepower. I want to thank the folks at Firepower for coming on. Uh, I'm going to put a Firepower chain on my uh, Blue Crew bike any day now. It's a Japanese next quality year, chain. Then, uh, that means next no, year. No, I, I, put, I, put I put the Star Crosses on. It's like dog ears over Star here Crosses are on. Okay, and good. I changed the sprocket. Okay. You've had to start. They're probably all brittle now because they've been in the freaking garage for Stop seven it. years. Stop <laughs> uh, Firepower, please check them out. Fire, at Firepower Parts on social media. Uh, Firepowerparts.com website as well to check it out. Uh, Two-year warranty on their batteries, on the lithium batteries. They're the featherweight batteries. And uh, these things are really, really sweet. And a lot of teams use these in the pits. Or uh, Factory KTM team did use these a few years ago. Uh, a leader and innovator with over 50-plus years of experience in power sports. Firepower Premium. Lead, um, acid, and lithium batteries save you cash and offer superior performance. So if you're looking for a sweet battery... Hey. Yep. I don't want to talk shit on your Blue Crew. Yeah. But the batteries die. FX battery died. Oh, yeah? Yep. So we put a firepower in. It's good. Fired it right up? Yep. Sweet. Good to hear. Um, all right. Let's get some phone calls here real quick before we get the Forkner. Uh, Gene, what's up, man? Hey, I, uh, hey guys. How you doing? First off, before I get to my question, I got to say... Um, Kiefer, uh, I, I got to give you a lot of credit. I've, over the years, I've emailed you, you know, numerous times with questions about bikes and gear, whatever. And you've always been not only providing me with excellent uh, responses, but in a timely fashion, which I really appreciate. Because even in a professional setting, yeah, I, I can not always get people to e respond to emails, which is a huge. Thing. No, honestly, but, listen, uh, Gene, I, I've seen him do it. I ain't answering you, people. Like I'm not doing it what Kiefer does. <laughs> Like he, I seen him pound out. I saw him pound out the email answers to people, and 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 real quickly, and he and he and he really goes on and on. I would just write back, like if someone said, "Hey man, I want a clutch perch for my bike," I would just write back, "Get a worse connection." Keith would be like, "Get a worse connection," because this is why I like it, and this is how it, it's too much. It's too much. I would never do yeah, it. it. Props <laughs> to Kiefer. Well, I appreciate that. Thank Absolutely. you. So yeah. And also, Kiefer, I got a, I got a ride engineering link for my 2018 Honda 450. Um, what do you recommend for SAG? Did you use the pulp code? Uh, of course I did. Okay. Yeah, uh, 106. 106. Okay, I'll yep. do that. Yeah, 106. Because right. usually so, without the link, you want a 108. But with the link, I try 106. And make sure your fork height is about 3 millimeters with that. Okay. All right. Perfect. 
All right, so let me get to my actual question. Steve, I don't know if you've seen or if any of you guys have seen the broadcast yet, but Mm -hmm. at one point um, Ricky talks about Osborne having not raced since May or whatever he said. And obviously Osborne raced some in the offseason. Now, does Ricky really not know that, or is he just being like the fell politically correct, whatever they can other races? No, he does not know that. (laughs) He does not know that. I mean, I would guess. I I don't know. I haven't talked to him, but my guess, Kiefer, would be he does not know that. <laughs> no. He doesn't know how fast he was in Paris. He doesn't know how fast he went in Geneva. He doesn't know all these issues he had at those races, but yet was super balls out fast. Sometimes I wonder if if he's even a, a fan of I know he was in it. He's a, he's the best rider. I get it, like all that. But I wonder if he's actually a, a core fan, you know? Sometimes I wonder. Yeah, and this is our this is our color analyst. That's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, Kiefer has some things to say about this later, by the way, yes. Gene, so. Um, thanks, okay. thanks, man. All right, thanks, guys. Have a good one. Thank you, appreciate it. Hal, what's up, man? Good to talk to you this weekend. What's going on? Hey, brothers. Hey, man. A little bit of pump up for your uh, sponsors there. Uh, used to have the uh, ride engineering axle blocks on my KTM's, and went ahead and looked at the uh, Works Connection, the Elite Axle Block Kit. Mm-hmm. Fantastic piece of gear. I- I've got them on both my bikes. Oh, sweet. Love it. That that's a that's a good piece of gear, man. You guys did a, a good job there. Thank and, you very much. Appreciate that. Yeah, man. I, I'm a TLD guy through and through, all, all about it. Well, this weekend, stopped over and saw Craig Martin, the guys at the fly trailer. And uh tell you what, man, that, that fly gear is something else. And that new helmet, that carbon helmet, boy, that's getting me close. I don't want to let Dark Side hear this too much, but that's getting me Dude, close to uh, yeah. trying out some fly, fly gear. All right. Uh, good to and, hear. Yeah, try it out. You'll never go back. It'll It'll, it'll be amazing. How about A Ray? Holy crap! I was watching my damn man, my man, my man D Wilson out there running it hard, yep. and I'd shift my eyes, try to find A Ray. Every time I looked, he was on the side of the track. What the hell is going on? Oh, he'll he'll get it figured out, dude. He had a good ride. He had a good ride. Andrew Short was in the press box next to us and was like, "Dude, Alex Ray's fast. Like yeah. he he's good. He's fast." Right. Uh, I'm I'm like yeah, like he, yeah, like he, he really impressed Andrew Short. To me, weekend. like, A-Ray from last year, even when he was on the factory Yamaha thing, like, dude. Yeah. He, he's, he, to me, was the most improved rider. Yeah. Like, I 100%. thought A-Ray was. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So. All right, Hal. Anything cool. else? All right, boys. Thanks. No, man. Appreciate it. Thank Take you. Thank you later. Bye. Uh, speaking of Alex Ray. Alex Ray, welcome to the show. How are you, buddy? I'm good. I didn't plan that. I, I swear it. to God. I didn't plan Hal coming on and talking about that or anything. It's okay. Hal's blocked. So. Oh god, dude, he blocks everybody. Uh, a Ray does. A Ray blocks anybody. Is this a new A Ray? Because he never was this angry before. He blocks people left and right. Like if you really, yeah. So, A Ray, what was the fallout from the Bowers thing? A uh, lot of lot of talk on, uh, like in on Twitter on on A Marks. Like wouldn't you say that Bowers A Ray thing last week? Like, it's still going. It's still going. Yeah, there's, yeah, it's still going. Yeah. So vitals dude, hot with it. What was I- the? I don't know. I was blocking people left and right, just trying to like get away from it. Honestly, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's whatever. I mean, he texted me. He apologized. You know. I mean, okay. Yeah, you know, it's whatever. All right. Yeah. So, <laughs> how was the race this weekend for you, bud? Uh, well, it it actually to me it had a it was up and down. You know, it started out good. I had a good free practice. Um, all right, just hurry like, up. We don't, we don't got that much time. Just how was it? All right, once qualifying started, I sort of like, I don't know, I just started to feel a little <laughs> bit uncomfortable and then had a bad heat race. Got a great start in the LCQ. Yep. Made the main. Um, and then I, cra- I, 
I fell over in a turn in the in the main event. So I started out towards the back, tried to work my way up, but uh, you know, I I did my best. Right. You know, I just I, uh, yeah. Did you, did you see you beat you beat Chiz and everyone was really happy for you? I did, it's the LCQ, so I don't know if it really counts, but you beat Chiz. So yeah, I beat Chiz. You know, but dude, he was solid. Dude, he's like Chad. <laughs> main event comes. He yeah. is solid. Yeah, he can't be beat. Yeah, it um, me off so bad. Okay, I'm so gonna t- I'm going to try and clean him out tomorrow at the test track. Okay, do that. Yeah, do that. That'll work. That'll work out well. Um, <laughs> Kiefer, Kiefer. Yes. Did you like his gear? Because I no, didn't. I was out on your gear, A Ray. Sorry, uh, buddy. So, I mean, I know he has no choice. He has I to know. wear what he wears. Right. But... It was too much. Uh, with the helmet. It was like a, it was like a throwback, wasn't it? Yeah. Not just, even, no, it was too much of a throwback. It was like it was like too much going on and then the neon helmet. I had to like put sunglasses on when I was watching you race. It was gnarly. Yeah. Okay, so Yeah, I was back and forth to, you know, wearing the black helmet. No, you should have worn black. But yeah. Adam's like, "Dude, it's sick. Just wear the yellow one." I'm like, <laughs> Okay, so I got an email, A-Ray. Uh, Brett emailed us and said, uh, "This past weekend I went to Dallas. I was walking around the pits. I walk over to see 722 Hugging people, broing down with fans, happy as can be. Then I see A-Ray. I walk over to get an autograph. I say, hey, man, can I get a poster? Not enthused at all. He points at his already signed 50 posters on the table. After that, I said, think you can write suck at Steve just to see if I can get some personality out of him. Uh-huh. He, he then seemed to get more irritated. After he signed the poster, I walked away with the poster and threw it in the trash. Oh. I came over as a fan to talk to the guy from the Pulp Show. I only think I only I think I left thinking, wow, that dude is a huge dickhole. If you want to be an elite rider, you have to be put put whatever you have going on away. Realize you have people to come see you race. With that being said, A-Ray needs to adjust his attitude and realize people would love to be in his position. Now, A-Ray, I sent this to you. Brett needs to understand that we're all humans. You had had a bad moment, A-Ray, before the signing. Yeah. And, and we're going to send Brett a signed jersey. Does he? Would he? Don't throw it away, I'm Brett. Send him jersey, pants, socks, gloves, whatever he wants. We'll, we'll send him whatever he wants. Okay, so we're gonna he we're gonna to make, make this wrong or right. Make amends. Yeah, yeah. make amends. Right, right. A Ray's yeah. always a happy guy. Like, I mean, yeah, he had gotten mixed up with the bike. Dude, and, and like was, shit happens. Like, right. A-Ray, every time I see A Ray at the track, he's always happy. Even when he's not having the best day, he's still a happy, dude. He's still happy. Just yeah. if he if he'd have came by five minutes before that moment. He would have seen a completely different A Ray. Right. I right. guarantee. You. Yeah. So. And as a rider, you got a lot of shit going on during your day. You don't know what's going on with your bike. You know, I mean, there's there's millions of things going on. Yeah. You're thinking about the race, and you. And so it's just tough. Right. Tyler yeah, Tyler sure. Medaglia is in studio with us. A Ray, Canadian legend. Oh, dude, he's Canadian le- legend. Uh, what's up, man? How's it going? Have you? Uh, it's going good. Have you ever I'm shined off fans Canadian like A Ray did? Of Tyler Medaglia. Medaglia, Medaglia. There you Sorry. go. It's Italian. I was I was watching on Facebook Live because it was a whole thing. Marks was late, and you know, yeah, watching the chaos, huh? Right. Yeah. Um. So, have you ever, Tyler? Have you ever had a bad experience with a fan? Uh, not really. No. no. Okay. I've had some crazy always fans. friendly. Always friendly to fans. I try to be. Okay. Um, but uh, I have had an experience with Ray. Remember, was it? Where was that? Was it Bud's Creek? What you broke something? Know. You broke something on your bike, and I was pitted right beside you on the Huskies. Oh, dude, that's whenever I was sleeping in my van. <laughs> I slept there. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't remember what you needed, but you needed something, and then you came over again. You needed something else, and <laughs> and, and you know what? You, this is how you can treat your 
your poster fans, okay? So this is it. You just remember the Canadian that would just invite you, you into what, my pits, so give you, you anything you need. You gave him all sorts of parts for his yeah, husky. Just, oh, nice. <laughs> well, yeah, he knew I wasn't a threat back then because, shit, I, I will. I hey, mean, man. He, it, I was, me and Anags were, you know, parked next to each other, <laughs> sleeping in our in our vehicles that night. Oh, Nags. I love the dedication. Um, all right, buddy. Well, hey, I just want to get you on real quick. Uh, you're gonna we're gonna hook Brett back up. And and sorry, you know, he had a bad experience with you. You're not really like that. You're you're dedicated. Ask J Bone. You're always happy. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, just tell Brett. I'll you know just give me his address. I'll send whatever. Well, what about Carly um, Marks? You know, if, can she can she get uh, her too? Okay. You know she can get a jersey as well. Okay. Um, a new Thor. You know, one. and if yeah. he's at another Supercross, just. Have him get in contact with me. I'll give him a tour to the rig. Pictures, <laughs> well, easy, bro. Whatever, <laughs> whatever this guy wants, man. Yeah. Jesus. You know what he might want? He, he wants a hug from Seven Deuce Deuce. Is that he possible? Wants, he wants you for the next time that you feel like you don't want to. The next time you want to point at those posters instead of sign one for it, yeah. it'll, it'll make next time you'll do it. Mrs. Kiefer always asks about A-Ray. Like 5.30 rolls around, 6. How was A-Ray's time? What's really? A yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, really, yeah, like really that? concerned because, about Aries because she, you, she is. Yeah, you like that. She has seen the photo. Yeah, the the calendar edition. I sent them. The gallant, yeah. the calendar, calendar of edition. So. Yeah, so she's always wondering about Aries. Just want to let you know that Aries. I like that. Well, thanks, Chris, <laughs> and thank you, Heather. Okay, thanks, Aries. <laughs> yeah, like I'm sure she's listening. Appreciate it, buddy. All right, see ya. Thanks, bye. All right, we got uh, a few more lines coming up. Austin Forkner coming up real shortly here. Eric Phipps from Worst Connection. Chris Kiefer. Tyler Medaglia. Medaglia. I can't even say it. No, I just say Medaglia. Okay, Medaglia is in okay. studio. Michael, what's up? You want to talk about Barsha? Michael. Hello. Spencer, what's up? You want to talk about Pennington? Yeah. I want to know if you think he's like the series Jerry Robin was, especially what happened in the 250 LCQ. Dude, he was, he's got some serious speed, Jace Pennington, but, yeah, he is letting people down in fantasy right now. And, and But don't tweet him. Don't talk to him. Don't do anything. No, I right. I would never do that. Right. Uh, Eric, do you play Pope Max Fantasy? I don't. I'm, I play the other one. Oh, that's yeah. th thanks for coming, Eric. Ryan, <laughs> <laughs> I thanks, go. thanks for coming, Eric. It's been great. Thank you. Uh, but uh, I will say, I never got the fantasy thing at all. No. And it, I, I didn't want to do it. I'm like, I don't have time to do it. Right. And then we started a pool at work. Yep. And I'm hooked, and I'm mad, and I'm frustrated, <laughs> and I'm stressed. Oh, my yeah. like he was mad at the. It was this him is supposed to be fun. Well, I'm trying to make my picks. If you got into the fan Pulpamex with the handicaps oh, and the privateers, I can't, I can't you even have to imagine pick. Oh, the stress levels. Yeah, no. it's it's big. So, uh, thanks uh, thanks for calling, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. I will play next year. I almost feel like <clears throat> I I still I'm so bad. I feel like I don't get the rules to where I'm not even doing it right because Thank you. my score is that <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Marks can can give you. What a little... is a good score? Like, hey, I got fiftieth. Is that good? That's amazing. If you get fiftieth, yeah, that's okay. I'd go party if I got. If you 50th. can get like top five hundred, you're you're doing really well. Really? Honestly. So yeah. on any given weekend, I got you got. So you got two hundred fiftieth. Is that what you said? I got two hundred fifty, like two hundred thirty nine points. Oh, two hundred points. Oh, but that okay. put me in like five uh, hundredth place or oh, something. Oh, okay. Uh, all right, let's so. go, Doug. What's up? You got a Nick Way story, Doug. Hello. Doug's gone. Hello. Jeremy, what's up, man? How are you? Uh, I'm good. You? Good. What's going on? Um, so, question about Cooper Webb. Could this just be, like, a perfect storm of timing with him, like, where 
between the bike change and everybody else doesn't seem to be 100%, his confidence is just kind of going to put him ahead of everybody. Who is that? What was the name? Cooper Webb. Cooper Webb. No, uh, I talked about this with, with Travis, too, and I guess I bounced a lot of things off of him because obviously he's won races, he won championships, and he just says, look, um, I asked him the question. I go, why? And, of course, Travis works for Yamaha. I go, give me a straight-up answer, Trav. Why is Cooper killing it on the orange bike and he didn't kill it on the Yamaha? And simply put, he just says, look, I gelled with certain motorcycles more than others in my career. And he's like, I gelled with the Honda CRF450 when I was racing. He's like, that was probably one of the best bikes that I ever ridden. And he he did really well. But um, at the time in his career, he, he couldn't just kill it on that bike. So I think right now we're seeing the deep field and we're seeing the best Cooper Webb we have seen. And I just think combination between the bike, the yep. trainer, um, well, him, him, him being more confident with the motorcycle it's yeah. just i mean tyler so you just you just rode cowies last year mm-hmm. you rode honda before that mm-hmm. you rode husqvarna for that and then husqvarna for two years i think yeah i rode husky KTM and then for a while was though. this was the ktm before that yeah okay but so I grew up riding Yamaha. okay so you you can you agree with Kiefer here like you just gel with a bike or you don't yeah it's crazy because like uh i mean for doing it for so long and racing at the professional level for so long and then you know i get on the I got on the Cowie, and for some reason, I was, you know, a yeah. couple seconds faster. Yeah. Everywhere. Which is odd, because it's a bigger bike. Tyler's yeah. a smaller guy, but for whatever reason. Yeah, I think maybe because I steer with the back more It'd almost so. be interesting to see you on a 19 Cowie. Two, four, yeah, four, like, exactly. You're not going to get that chance because you're cherry-picking the MS2, but, <laughs> but, you know, you might. Uh, yeah. But you know what I mean? Because it's a totally different bike, Kiefer, yeah. right? I mean, it is. Yeah. It, it's no longer Cowie-like. Yeah, it's different. But I feel like... Yeah, he, t- Tyler's right. You get on a bike, you just feel comfortable. I'm similar that way on a Yamaha. I just mm-hmm. feel like I ride the yeah. Yamaha good. Yeah. And Cooper's that way in the KTM. And if you look at Cooper's bike, look at Cooper's and look at Marvin's bike. You can tell they're totally different. You know, the same color. Cooper's bike's a lot lower. His suspension yeah. reacts differently. Just looks a lot different. It That thing is really good for him and his yeah. style. Uh, all right, Jeremy. Thanks for calling, man. Appreciate well, it. One more thing. Yep. Um since I heard you talk about your bet with Peyton about A. Martin Marty, yep. that has made it the most interesting thing to watch it oh, good. every week in Pacific Cross now. Glad to hear. I, I, I think, like I said, my I'm Team A. Mart, but Marty Marty will beat them if they race the whole series. But we, Marty's got to find his edge right now. We're not sure what's going on with Marty. So. It, it's still giving me the most entertainment. Good to hear. I'm rooting for A. Mart. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Thanks. I was going to let Bye. you know, too. I didn't lose a bet. I just volunteered to come here. Oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, thanks. Uh, over the last quarter of a century, EVS Sports has become the leader in innovation and technology when it comes to creative protective gear for today's riders. Riders like Sexton, Savachi, Pastrana wear EVS to keep them safe while they ride, race, or whatever. Uh, head to evssports.com to gear up like the pros and use the promo code PULP19 to save on anything from knee braces to chest protectors, EVS Sports. We are protection. EVS is pleased and proud to bring you our first guest of the night. Uh, this man has had a perfect 250 Supercross E season to start right now and uh, has the red plate and is looking great out there. Monster Energy Pro Circuit's Austin Forkner. Austin, what's up, man? Thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, nah. It's good to be here. Thank you, man. Yeah. Uh, 702-586-7857. If you have a question... For Austin Forkner, give us a call. Brought to you by EVS Sports. Well, man, uh, it couldn't have gone much better for you. Absolutely two perfect races to start the year. Heats and, and mains and everything. And, uh, man, it, it, it it's really – you're on point right now. And, and it's nice to see. Do you feel better than ever? 
Yeah, definitely. Uh, and it's good to see those like showing and stuff too, because I uh, I definitely feel the best I have um, on on the bike and, and off the bike. Like just uh, just everything as far as fitness goes. My my uh, like mentally strong and mm-hmm. my mindset and everything is just the bike. Everything is just seems like it's clicking. Uh, it just. I mean, and it's good. It's good to see that it's showing too. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, let's. I mean, last year, if Austin Forkner of 2018 is getting caught by Chase Sexton a little bit and caught by Jordan Smith, do you handle it a different way? I feel like you do handle it a different way last year. Yeah. No. I, I feel like in the past, uh, if, if something isn't quite going right, I would kind of just. Joke, just twist the twist the grip on <laughs> yes, it, yes, and, yes. And hopefully that would that would solve it. And uh, I mean, they were going a little bit faster than me at some points in the mm-hmm. race yep. uh, the other night, and and I just had to, I just told myself I was like, all right, like they're not close enough to obviously make a pass mm-hmm. yet, but I'm gonna ride my race, ride my lines, and uh, I mean, if if they get close enough, I'll deal with it then, right. but. I don't want to throw. I don't want to throw the race or do anything that could mess up the championship for me, like early in, in the season. And the track was pretty tough last night to where that could happen. So yeah. that's why I was like, all right, you know, I'm I'm gonna ride my race. If they get close enough to me, then I'll have to yeah. try to figure something out. But but they didn't get close enough, and they both made mistakes. So yeah. I just that I mean that was that. Yeah, absolutely. Like last year, you were the same. You were you had guys covered in raw speed last year, but. Like you said, just you would just be like, okay, cool, let's go faster and faster until something happens. Um, yeah. Did you work on? Is it just a maturing process? You know, you're still still pretty young. Is it just a maturing process, or did you work with somebody on that kind of stuff? Did you? What kind of changed that mindset for you? Um, I don't know. I just, I just kind of had people telling me like, right, it's okay, okay if you get a second or a third or anything like that like and, and kind of to see how the west coast championship has gone so far like like adams adams got the point seed right now and he's had like a fourth a fifth like mm-hmm. stuff like that yep it, they, i mean they've kind of been all over the board so I, I figured that if i could just get consistent podiums then yeah I, i'm gonna be up there like if, if i can make less mistakes than everybody else then i'm gonna i'm gonna be up there so um but i mean obviously like if a win is there, like last night, like that was that was basically my race to lose whole mm-hmm. shot, and I, I I hate to lose races like that. Like that's but I really don't like to lose a race whenever I get the whole shot, and whenever I feel like, whenever I feel like I basically have it. That's kind of what I tell myself like all right, like whole shot, and this is my race to lose. Right. So it it I don't like to. I mean. It sucks that I think like that because I guess I just add the pressure <laughs> on myself. But, um, but I mean, that's just kind of the way I think. So I, I just kind of had to tell myself last night because it wasn't the wasn't the the greatest. I didn't feel the greatest on the bike. Mm-hmm. I, it wasn't like. And my my uh, trainer Robert Rayner told me earlier he was like, "This is the the way the track is tonight. You're probably not just going to gap guys like you did at Minneapolis, mm-hmm. like." He was like, we're all doing the same rhythms. He just he thought that that's the way that the track was going to be. We're all pretty close in qualifying. So he was like, just be yeah. okay if you don't if you're not pulling a second a lap on guys. Like, yeah. if you're a little bit faster, if they're a little bit faster, like just be okay with that. Worry about you, do your thing. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, so 
that's just kind of I kind of thought about that whenever I was out there too. Has your bike changed much? Because we're looking at your average starts, you know, and you've been getting whole shots. And last year, um, I kind of went back and looked at your starts, and they weren't as good. So has your bike changed from last year trying to focus better on starts? Um, yeah, we, we did. Um, last year, I don't think I was running, a, like, a start map. And this year, we're, we're running um, uh, just a start map that helps it get off the gate um, really smooth because mm-hmm. – that's kind of the that's kind of a thing. Last year I would get off the gate um, good every now and then, but it was just managing getting off of it consistent every time, every time, every time. Because I mean, the grates have so much traction that it's really just if you do something a, the slightest bit of difference. If you're not right yeah. on RPMs on the throttle and and releasing the clutch, it, it then it, it, the grates are going to maximize that you're going to notice that a lot more than you do on it on a dirt start because um, there's no spinning so you just have to have that set up perfectly uh my bike is is definitely the best that it's been this year um as far as it, it's fast it gets great starts and the, the suspension is uh, we we basically just kept going stiffer and stiffer and stiffer on front and rear and i was like there's no way this thing's gonna like it's not gonna turn eventually like we're gonna get to a to a point where it's not going to turn. We never really got to that point. <laughs> nice. So, like, I mean, it's it's awesome. I oh. mean, like, solid. So, it's been perfect, like you said. It's been great. But we've been tweeting about this and talking about it in all of our shows and things like that. You're still sending it in practice. You've had some <laughs> tip overs, and we're like, you know, look at this guy. Like, you know, is he going to figure it out? And this is in Minneapolis. And then, of course, you had a perfect night, and you did it again. But you're still sending it in practice, uh, Austin. Not scared there. And uh, so it's impressive to me that you're doing that to get a gate pick and get top qualifying and see how, see where your limit is. And you're, you're going past it a couple times. But, yeah, talk about that a little bit. It's, it's, it's still uh, – that the old Austin Faulkner is still there in qualifying practice. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, I, at Minneapolis, that, the, definitely the first and second practice, I, it was getting the bugs out for right. sure. I was – I, I mean, that, um, I guess, made it even worse was that I was a little bit nervous first race. like, okay. And then and then I was overriding and all that stuff. But uh, whenever I jumped into the tilt box, I just kind of got off balance in the rhythm section. And, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I mean, I do, I guess, kind of you have to find the limits of the track and yeah. of, of what it's going to give you so you can kind of um, – find out how hard you can push in the night show and how hard you can uh go before yeah. it starts to get risky and and uh that's kind of i guess how i know how i kind of know where my limits are in the main mm-hmm. kind of like all right i can go i can go faster than these guys but it's going to be that limit that i kind of found in practice um where it's like and I, 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 if if it's a situation where you don't want to make a mistake, mm-hmm. then that's kind of what what I I mean. It's good to figure out kind of where the limit is of the track and yeah. uh, just how how you feel that day. And uh, not that I mean I don't want to keep crashing in practice. No, no, I mean, please don't. It's you have. To, I mean, you kind of have to figure out how hard you can charge a certain turn, how 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 low you can stay in the section, like all that stuff um, in practice. So that's. I, I'm just trying to figure it out and, and also throw it on the fast flat just because, I mean, right. that always is nice. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that, that is something that you want to do. Hey, Austin, this is uh, Tyler Medallia. 
Um, mm-hmm. First of all, uh, good job in the first two rounds, man. It was uh, awesome to see. Um, you said in your interview that you were holding your breath um, and you just kind of had to like recoup from that. Like, what what kind of pinpointed that to you in the race when you noticed it happening, and how did you? Um, you know, focus in to let yourself recover and relax. Were you like holding on too tight, or was it just literally holding your breath? I I didn't I didn't think. Well, from the heat race, the first couple laps of my heat race, I was a little bit sketchy, um, and I talked uh, to my trainer and to the guys about what I needed to fix from the heat race, the first couple laps. And I think that I was just thinking about what I needed to fix and be better at from the heat race. In the first couple laps, that's where I wasn't as strong in the heat. So I was doing everything I could to, to try to think about that and and fix it in the main. Like, all right, do this in this turn. Go over here in the woods. Be, do this. And, but I just completely didn't think about breathing. And then I <laughs> the point, I went I uh, went by the finish, or I went by the mechanics area, and my my mechanic wrote like ten like ten minutes to go on uh-huh. the board. And I was like, and then I hit the triple, and I was like, it hit me like in the air. I was like, ah, oh, oh no! Like <laughs> I was like, I have not been breathing, and I got like, like, kind of a bit of like the side cramp that you get in your stomach, you know, if like whenever you get super winded or whatever, and mm-hmm. then that made it even a little bit harder to breathe. Um, so I was that. That's kind of the point where I was like, all right, smooth laps, just be smooth, try to try to catch it back, and I ended up. Um, getting it back like um about two minutes to go on the board because you could always see the the tower when you hit the finish line i hit mm-hmm. it looked up and for i don't know for some reason i, I guess i got a good pass in the whoops that lap and i could kind of relax i don't really know but i hit the finish and i was like okay like i like i feel like i feel good now like i felt like i i caught my breath and i got like some strength back and then that's whenever i started matching uh that's whenever i actually pulled smith like a couple tenths and then matched his times. Uh, until he went down, so mm-hmm. that's whenever I was like, "All right, like, I, I mean, he's not catching me at this point." So I'm yeah, like, "All yeah. right, I'm, I'm yeah. I can, yeah, I can kind of drop the hammer for the last uh, four or five laps of the race, and then he ends up going down, and I just basically brought it home at that point." Yeah, that was good. I, yeah, this just the thing where, because you know, once for me, if if like if you were out front at the beginning, you had a bit of a buffer, and then you know he started creeping in. And it's like, okay, he must have figured out that this is happening. So right. Then, like, the, the hard part would be to figure out where you can relax <laughs> right. and actually have a second win. And it's, right. you know, it was really, While a guy's catching you, you, you got to be like, okay, how do I fix this? And, right? yeah. you know, luckily for you, 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 you know, you caught your breath and you knew you had a second wind in you to, you know, to maintain. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was a nice race. Um, you talked about Robbie Bernard, Austin, and uh, working with him. Now, I had heard that you were going to head to the goat farm uh, with Marty and uh, Mitch was pushing you for that. Uh, you stayed in Oklahoma. How much of a, of a, I don't want to say fight is the right word, but how much of a discussion was it for you to stay with Robbie in Oklahoma with the group of guys that you have that you've been with? Uh, how, how'd that discussion go down? Um, I mean, it was kind of just either I had to come to California for winter. So it was like, I rode at Robbie's through all of November, and I think it was sometime in December that I had to come out here. Or mm-hmm. beginning of December, I had to come out here for photo shoots and just testing and all that stuff. Um, so it was kind of at that point where I was like, all right, it, I mean, we kind of had to make the decision either stay in California or go to Florida because it's too cold in Oklahoma. So um, I 
honestly wasn't sure if I was doing West or not. Okay. And Mitch wasn't really giving me any hints. So I was like, uh, I mean, I guess I'll take my chances and stay out in <laughs> California. And, and I mean, honestly, like, after a couple weeks of, of being out here and what my speed was like at the test track and everything, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess Mitch – Whatever Mitch saw in, in my and <laughs> in, in whatever he saw, I guess he was pretty happy with. Yeah. Um, so he was like, "All right." Like, and Robbie said that he would come out here every every other week and stay, and he he just would live with me whenever he was out here, and he still comes out pretty much every other week. Yeah. Um, so okay, that's, that's funny. I mean, Mitch is and, like, "Okay, all right, kid, you're not slacking off. You could you can <laughs> you can do that, right?" Yeah, I, I, I guess that's I guess that's the decision that he made. Then is if. I mean, I don't really know what he was thinking, but right, I right. guess if he thought that, that I wasn't putting in the right amount of work, then I guess I was going to the goat farm, but I guess, yeah. or I guess, I mean, whatever. He was just happy with what he saw whenever I was out in California. Yeah, yeah. I said, all right, <laughs> can I get a house out here? Like, I was like, I'm, I'm going to get a house out here, and he never said that that no. So <laughs> I just ran with it, and I'm, yeah. I'm still out in California right now. Actually, he, I guess he wants me to, I mean, it's hard to really – want to change anything with how yeah. the first couple of races have been going so at this point i kind of planned on i, I was going to go back to oklahoma mm-hmm. next week um so this is going to be my last week but yeah. i am probably going to be out here at least until like the first break of east coast um whenever the west guys go race like a weekend or two or whatever mm-hmm. coming up and i don't know i probably have three or four more races until we get there but yeah. i think i'm going to be staying out here until about then or i don't know i guess just take it week by week but right. Um, I think that with how I've been doing, he doesn't really want to change anything. So no. we're probably going to keep it out in Cali for at least a little bit longer. All right. We got some calls from some uh, fans of yours. Let's go into Tyler. Tyler, what's up? What's your question for Austin Forkner brought to you by EVSSports.com? Yeah, nothing much, boys. How's it going? Good. Yeah, this, I just want to talk to a little bit about uh, to Austin and just a little bit about um, – I read last week I was on uh, WeWentFast.com. It was uh, Miracle Boy, which I was really uh, – just inspired. I thought it was a cool story. I didn't really know to the extent of what um, Austin, your your mom, went through with the whole family thing. But um, just basically, what I wanted to ask you was just growing up in Missouri and your parents. Um, how have they influenced you and your grandparents being on the farm and just with work ethic and you know uh, just having to work at a young age and just learning to work hard? How has that influenced you in your career and just growing up? I mean. Basically, if I ever wanted anything as a kid, even as, like, pretty, like, I mean, the first thing I can remember, like, wanting, I don't know, a bicycle or a scooter or something like that and and not having any way to get it, like, and my parents, and I, I'm, basically the only time I would get something, like, uh, that cost, like, that much money was it, like, my birthday or Christmas, and if it, if it was uh, February and I wanted something like that, well, like, I mean, <laughs> Wait till they weren't just going right. to get it for me. Yeah, I had to go do something to get it, and I had to work to get it. So basically that just kind of got instilled in my head from whenever I was younger that if I wanted to buy something or if, if I wanted to get something or do something, then I had to work for it and that nobody was just going to hand it over to me. And um, it's obviously been a lot. It, it, that pretty much has just gotten a lot more important since I've been in the in in the pros, as far as um, you can you can put in work and think that you're doing a lot and think that that this is enough, and then you can come to the first round and just get waxed by guys. So it's just like it just 
you have to work so hard and I mean nothing's ever handed to you so that's I mean I guess that's a good thing that I kind of grew up grew up having to deal with that and grew up, grew up learning like that because that's that's pretty much how it is now uh Tyler thanks yeah. for, thanks for the question we're gonna give you a roost MX pulp uh, shirt and hat all right Oh, thanks, Steve. Appreciate it. No problem. It. Stay on the line, uh, Travis. Yep. I'll get your information. Uh, thanks for calling. Uh, Stuart, uh, what's your question for Austin Forkner? Hey, what's going on, buddy? Big fan of yours. Uh, I've asked a few friends of mine, people in the industry, and I know you're going to say, yeah, of course I want to be like this person, but I want you to think about it seriously for a sec. Um, in his younger days, when Carmichael was on Honda, he was a little squirrely, and the next couple of years, you know, he kind of matured and showed a lot of speed and a lot of brilliance. And I kind of see that in you a lot, and I've asked people a lot about that. A lot of people agree. And what do you think about that? What do you think, Austin? You want to be the next Ricky Carmichael? <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. You know what I'm yeah, yeah. Obviously, know the answer to that question, but but I mean, I, I've actually in my first couple of years um, with how kind of sketchy I was, and even still being a little bit sketchy. Um, <laughs> Like, if Ricky would come up and talk to me about it, I'm like, like, I would always have a good comeback with, like, hey, like, I mean, I remember I was barely even old enough, but I've seen videos of your first couple of years. So I would kind of have that in my back pocket whenever I would, like, talk to Ricky about that or something. But but then he would fire back with, like, oh, yeah, well, I won a championship in, like, my second year or my third year or something like that. And that would kind of that would kind of shut me down after that uh, he, he won every year he won every single yeah. year right. but but no he no, was i was a mechanic yeah. then and he was sketchy he was fast <laughs> and he would crash a lot more than you austin uh but he but he made yeah. it work so uh thanks Stuart. thanks for the call man of course man thanks thanks austin have a good one yep have a good one. yeah well i was gonna ask him about the brett smith story i read it and as you know steve i'm a big fan of people and i didn't know much about austin and honestly, um, I hate to be the guy that sits there and judges people, but you see a kid up and coming, um, got a factory ride. You just think, oh, this kid's been handed shit all of his life, right? Right. Didn't know much about Austin. Wasn't a huge Austin fan. Didn't know much about him. And then I read that story, and it kind of brought me in closer to him and his family. More so his family, because it was about his mom and her struggles trying to have a baby, um, having a miscarriage, and then having Austin, which mm-hmm. was unexpected. So... And then it led on to the story about Austin's struggles, and he got had a big crash. And this is the part that really got to me is he got hurt really bad and had a head injury. And I think it was two years ago, Austin, you had that concussion that was pretty bad? Yeah, it was uh, 20, uh, 2017, yeah, at the end of the outdoors. Yeah, so, you know, he has this concussion, and, and all of us fans, I don't think we knew how gnarly the concussion was. And... Um, in the story, you know, like it says, Austin, it says you couldn't even freaking see for a little bit. You were so screwed up, right? Yeah, I was like, I well, I mean, obviously I don't remember, but just from what I've been told, it was like, I I was just, whenever I finally came to, which was like uh, a while, um, they, I just I was just rolling around on the ground saying I can't see, just freaking out because I can't see, whatever. And then they, like, were taking me to the hospital, and I basically just, like, passed out, like, just kind of, was going in and out of like just not moving, and then that at that point, that's when they were kind of like, "Oh, like uh, this 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 doesn't seem good." And they weren't at the hospital yet, so that's when kind of they were like freaking out because I was just not really moving. I just Jeez. kind of stopped, and and that that's what really scared them, I think. And then I got to the hospital, and then they after I got to the hospital, I think that they were a little bit better, but but I don't remember anything until waking up for. For like 20, I didn't wake up for like almost a full day, 
and that's the first time I would I would wake up and then I would just be I hit the part of my brain that makes you just absolutely crazy. So I would just try to pull my IVs out or whatever, and then they would just have to resedate me. So it, it was pretty bad for about um, it was pretty bad for about a day. But then uh, and then even even a couple weeks after that, it was still like my mom's like, "Hey, do you remember your friend came by like a couple of days after we got back?" I'm like, uh, "No, I don't remember that." Yeah, it, it it, it, it's just crazy to think about because we look at riders just being on the bike. We don't really know the backstory, and it's crazy right. to think how gnarly he's, how good he's racing now, and the shit he you've gone well, through, Austin. Look at and, and there's all kinds of those stories, right, right? Right. And it's nice to read some stuff like that about him, and it makes me more of a Forkner fan, you know. So um, I just, yeah, I appreciate you know your family doing that story and you guys talking about that because we don't get that lot of uh, transparency and openness in our sport. So I thought it was cool. No, yeah, it's it's good to see kind of that because not like it's not every everybody has a different story of, of how they kind of came up. Whether it's any just anybody that's good um, that's racing that in the past or now, everybody has a different story. So it's just, I, it was good to. I guess see my yeah. end of it. And it, it's also cool to hear him talk on the podium. Like, he actually spoke. And yeah, he was Austin's like, all, you've always through. been a good interview, Austin. Yeah. Like, you don't do the cliche thing. You, you, you give an answer, uh, a long answer. You look at things. You've always been a good interview from a young age, which is rare right. nowadays. So, uh, props to that, I think. Um, yeah. I mean, I just, well, from watching interviews in the past, whenever mm-hmm. everybody comes, whenever all the guys come on, they go through the oh i'd like to thank yeah like especially straight off the bat it's like yep. and and i've been told that people use zone out like when, when people start doing <laughs> yeah. that you you start talking you go get another you go get another drink whatever mm-hmm. you, you, nobody listens to that so i try to i try to keep this i mean obviously i try to throw the sponsors in at the end sometimes i forget sometimes i feel like i've been talking for two minutes so i just end it but mm-hmm. I try to talk about things that people actually want to hear or yeah, something that, that right. maybe maybe they didn't see on TV or maybe they missed if they were at the race, like at the stadium. So I just try to talk about that stuff and, and something that actually is going to keep people watching and keep people in, interested or even let them know something they, they didn't see in the race. So that's, I mean, uh, and I, if I can carry that on in, in you know. Do you ever. Um, good, good way. That's good. Do you ever like pull Marty aside and be like, Marty. What was it like with two shocks on the bikes? Like, how, were you able to clear triples with two shocks? Did you ever like say, Marty? Like, what about churning butter? How did you do that back in the day? Is, is there any of that stuff going on? Or I, I'm kidding, but yeah. how how is Marty? No, he's he's actually good. Um, he was he he was actually behind me in the heat race. Yep. He was like he was like, dude, like the first couple laps, like you were sketchy. Like he was like, I was. I was like, I, I was catching you in a, in a bunch of spots. And he was like, dude, if, if you had just calmed down, like you did basically after yeah. like the third lap, and and he was like, then you went and caught Smith. But he was like, dude, like, like, I mean, you're good. Like, just you know, ride. Like <laughs> Chill that. down. <laughs> Chill down. Yeah, it was good. It was it was actually good to, to hear what hear him say that. Like from being like seeing it firsthand, like right. him being behind me on the track. Like it, it was good for him to. To hear that, to just hear him say that, it was it was good. Uh, and and last thing before we let you go, Robbie Renard, what a legend! He's gnarly, dude. <laughs> he he. I mean, I don't know how much he talks about his old days or throw on some tapes. It's it's phenomenal. Robbie on his day was unbelievable. 
98 Unadilla. Oh, yeah. Talked about it all the time. <laughs> Went around the outside of Carmichael. <laughs> sky shot. Oh. Back in 98, I would have been working Oh, okay. Oh, I don't know. The track, whatever the problem is. It's hot. The track, track's too dry. Whatever. He's just... Back in my day, I, I would have loved the track how it is. This is what we would have rode every day. We didn't even have a water truck. Back in the time. Uh, no, he back on all the time. He's like, oh, oh, you, you, you can't do, you can't do two thirties. You can't do three thirties in one day. I did that with a torn ACL and a blown out shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> I like Robbie. I like Robbie even more now. <laughs> so, I mean, he makes me kind of like, and then me and my friends are like, oh, like we don't want to take that from Robbie. Like, like we want to, we want to be like the guys that are showing Robbie up. Like, right. so it's like, oh, then that like motive. We're like, okay, okay, so, screw it. Let's just let's do five today. It doesn't matter. Like, you know, we just gotta get that that mindset because we don't want to take it whenever Robbie gives it to us. So oh, he... we just uh, we just you know it, it it's good because because he knows. He knows that that gets on our nerves, too. So he knows that he can yeah. do that and that that's going to motivate us. That's going to get you guys going. Oh, I like it. Yeah, get us all fired up. Oh, he, he style on a bike was so good when He's he was so on smooth. Dude. God dang. Yeah, man. he was so good. Um, Well, hey, Austin, thank you for coming on. Thanks for joining the show tonight. Uh, great start to the season and uh, triple crown this weekend. So, hey, yeah. What? Huh? Does, you have a chick? Uh, Yeah. How long How long are we working with this chick? How long have you been with her? Uh... I've been talking to her since about the beginning of the season. Okay, um, there you go. That's I hung the... out with her. Okay, I hung out with her like, I, like uh, I was talking to her before the season started, like sometime in December. But then uh, we've just been hanging out, and yeah. now she's she's a monster chick now. So she uh, will go to some of the races. Um, she's only she's been to both of my races, not working, but um, oh. she's gonna she's gonna be working at some of them. So uh, yeah, that's. That's my chick. So, Kiefer, so. you're going to attribute that. You're going to uh, attribute Austin, Austin's for, start to being yes. happy with his home life. Thank you. Austin, listen to me. Yeah. As a man yep. that's been around a little bit with women, got married, <laughs> get your shit on lock. You're going to just in, enhance your riding, dude. Trust me. Honestly, I've, I've been, like, saying that, like, some guys think that I'm crazy for saying it, but I'm like, dude, if you have, like, a steady chick, mm-hmm. it's better. Like, I'm like, I know this whenever, mm-hmm. like, I'm like I know that I have a problem. Like you know, whenever I can see that, oh, dude, I'm on Tinder. I'm on Tinder on Instagram. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Well, I can do so much more. Mm-hmm. With my, like with my preach, time. brother, preach. <laughs> I'm, not for, I'm not trying to find a girl or oh, let's let's go do this. There's girls there mm-hmm. or like, anything like that. Yeah, I've got so much more time, and it's like almost like it's too much wow, shit. Like, it's too much shit to do. Nice. Like, right. I don't have to look for a girl. I, I'm content with the with the girl that I have. Like she's Thank awesome. Thank you. And, and so, yeah, I, honestly, I, I mean, I'm not saying that that's the reason I'm doing good. I think it's a combination of things, mm-hmm. but I don't think that hurts. And and I, honestly, I think my dad's starting to think a little bit that that way too, because he was a bit edgy about. Was, it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if we should have this chick at the races. I don't know. Like, oh, that's funny. Been at, hey, been at the first two, and I, I've had the best two races of my. You have career. been, yeah. So, yeah. You have. You know, I mean. That I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to hard to disagree with that. Yeah, yep. good job, Austin. Right. I like it. Yeah. Good job. Um, all right, Austin. That's a theory that Kiefer's had on our show every week, and and you just 
you helped him even more. Thank you for that. shitting on Steve. Yeah, I appreciate my that. My theory is it doesn't matter, but but Kiefer's got the, the theory. So, uh, hey, man, whatever it is, uh, you've been perfect, and you've been killing it, and congratulations, and thanks for coming on, Austin. Awesome. Yeah. Th- thanks, I'll, man. Uh, talk to you guys later. See, See you. Yeah. Austin Forkner, everybody, brought to you by evsports.com. Pulp19 is the code. There it is. I don't have to say shit. I don't, just move it on. Just keep moving the show along. I don't got to say anything. You can see that coming from a mile yeah. away. We're going to go to commercial break here. Uh, <laughs> Eric Phipps, Chris Kiefer, Tyler Medaglia. Uh, how do you like that eight spot that the Blackhawks have put up on your Senators yeah, right now? Yeah, it's not T-Dags? looking good. <laughs> it's not looking good again. Uh, all right, everybody. We'll be right back after this. Tyler Bowers, Donnie Emler Jr. coming up. Uh, lots more talk about the race and uh, more. We're going to give some stuff away. Can we give... Can we do the elite clutch perch? Can we give one yeah, of those away? Yeah, let's those do things it. are the best thing ever. Yeah, let's do it. That's good. That's the best good. thing ever. So yeah. can we just? Well, how do we do? How do you want to do it? How do you want to do it? I, I don't know. We'll figure out during the commercial. All, All right, right, we're gonna do that. Plan. Thanks, let's to, thanks to Worst Connection for doing that. We're right back after this, everybody. All of us have one thing in common when it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company. For all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. 
And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. Gutsracing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. A whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats, uh, anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp, and why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team, and we have Alex Ray. Here in studio, Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. The best quality graphic yes. out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save, and we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex, Ray, you got one more thing to say. A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. I'm lost in FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. So Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is f***ing annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance, but I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher Tire Range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. 
We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brawl. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. WUSA is the number one source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MCKTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts, they all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. Current race teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, 
Today, Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Back already, Paul Mechshop, presented by BTOSports.com and Fly Racing. Austin Forkner on earlier. Tyler Bauer is coming right up along with Donnie Emler Jr. from FMF. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. It's been a uh, it's been a good show. And uh, Mike's off. There it is. Now we're on. Home life. You're going to go with that? Yep. Well, congratulations on that one. Thank you. Thanks. I mean, you, you, you deserve it. Yeah, thank you. Yep. In the ever... Uh, Never any game of us balling. Yeah. Yep. You have struck one down the baseline. 15 love tonight. And I will come back with a nice backhand return at some point. Just want to let you know, 15 Don't love. Don't worry about that. Um, I wish Anderson was still around because I could point to that. Who? Anderson, if you're still racing. Oh. I could point to that. What was that? Just, you know. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, you know, yeah. all of that. Right, so, right. Um, we getting lost? No. I don't want to pump your tires, Kiefer, but like... When I went got with Heidi, yeah, like it was literally probably the best right. decision of my life. Because there's, because you're not roaming around, you're not sniffing around, you don't got to worry about it anymore because you're on lock. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, speaking of on lock, uh, you, Tyler Medallion, mm-hmm. um, you tried Chick Fil A. I did. Yeah, for the like, first time. Oh, here's the ball. Okay, yep. here we go. Yeah, oh, boy, that yeah, was <laughs> tee it right up. Yep, tee it up. <laughs> yeah, shit fillet. I almost shit my pants at yep. Milestone. Yeah. So, not a fan. Nope. Just greasy, soggy bun, greasy. Well, it wasn't actually terrible tasting, but, like, I got to the track, and I had to shit immediately. Yeah. And then I was burping it while I was riding, and it was just 
Yep. It was true. a bad choice on my part. Is that because you eat so clean all the time, then you ate that? Uh, no, no. No, okay. <laughs> I have a... The, the eating thing is up. I'm working on that with, with Brad. Okay. Okay. Well, Chick-fil-A, everybody. That's what it does to you. So we had a fellow come down from Canada all the way, and uh, he almost died from eating Chick-fil-A. So, um, 15, 15. And back to yep. you. And back to you. Uh, Doug, what's up? You got a Nick Way story? Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? What up? I mean, we all know how cool Nick Way is, but this kind of sealed the deal for me. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, backstory, I'm at Glen Helen on Sunday doing the Mammoth Qualifier. Uh-huh. And it's a total shit show. It's raining. It's cold. And I'm uh, I'm a 40B guy. So in the list of, like, nobody on the motocross track, I'm at the back, right? Yep. Like, nobody knows who I am. So I'm up there at the gate, <clears throat> and this guy's standing next to me, and he walks up with an umbrella. And he's clearly there for his bro, because I don't have a bro with an umbrella. But he kind of, like, steps over and holds it so it's over my head, too. So I kind of look up, like, oh, that's cool. And I look over, and I'm like, oh, that's a cool thing to do. And then about a minute later, this dude reaches over with a cloth and starts wiping my grips down because they're getting wet. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, all right, well, that's rad, dude. Who is this guy? And I look over, and I'm like, holy shit, it's Nick Way. <laughs> and he just kind of looks at me and smiles and shrugs like, yeah, so what? I'm Nick Way. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so rad, dude. I'm like, I'm going to dedicate this win for you. And, uh, of course, what happened? Gate drops. I get tangled up in the gate. Front wheel gets stuck. Total geek move. <laughs> I'm sure it was because I was nervous Nick Way was there, but I totally screwed the whole race. I got last oh. ninth spot. But uh, anyway, no, it was still that, pretty cool that, that Nick I'll, Way did that. I, I really, I really like that story. Uh, it's fantastic. That is Nick Way. I mean, he is an absolute beauty uh, on many levels. So um, <laughs> yeah, good to hear, man. Uh, what kind of bike you got? You know, why is he 450? Okay, Blue Crew Life. Blue Crew, Blue Crew Life. Um, do you want a yeah. Maxima oil kit? Do you want a Pro Filter kit, or do you want a Works Connection Elite Clutch Perch? Oh, I'll take the Maxima kit, please. Thank you. Uh, all right, fantastic. We'll give you the Maxima oil racing kit. Uh, MaximaUSA.com. Uh, vote it number one oil have one year after one. year, and uh, it's not uh, there because they buy their way there. They get there by being voted the best. By you people, used by teams, Monster Energy, Kawasaki, Pro Circuit, uh, T-Dags, you probably used Maxima growing up at some point. Maxima Oil. Uh, Kiefer, Maxima. I do, yep. Rules. Eric, Maxima. Yes, Dogger. Always. Uh, so uh, thanks to Maxima USA. Um, and uh, stay on the line, uh, Doug. I really like that story. Uh, Mark's will get your information. Thank you, man. Thanks, guys. Take care. Appreciate it. Uh, coming up, uh, Lucas has a question. Lucas, what's up? You got a comment about Forkner and a question for Chris Kiefer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how's it going, guys? Um, I missed Forkner earlier. Um, I called in right when he was talking about you guys are talking about his interviews and stuff. Mm -hmm. and yeah, man. I, he's cool. He's been. He actually is one of the few guys that answers the question. And right. really, I, I think that's all we want. I mean, that's all I want. I don't know. I can't remember who's doing the podium interviews now. I don't. I don't remember her name. But uh, she she's been asking some decent questions. You know, I mean, yeah, that, it'll. That's, but that's we fair. always get the same. Yeah, that's um, uh, Will Christian. She did the outdoors last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Um, she'll have a good, you know, a good, decent question most of the time, and oh, you know, about a specific, you know, sketchy moment or crash or you know something or whatever, and like the candid responses, mm -hmm. like these riders just talk about the. Oh yeah, well, you know, I got up to a good start, and you know, yep. in the second corner, I did this, and they, and they just talk about their whole race and never answer her questions. Yeah. So. 
Tyler, you're, you're oh, good okay. at interviews, Tyler. I think you're one of the better guys in Canada. Yeah, I try to, um, like we were talking about earlier, like having, you need, you need to have charisma. If you don't, like, yeah, you just go on. Yeah, just and, be uh, it. Yeah, just exactly. Just be a normal person and answer, you know. Like, we, we get it. We just watch the race. And, I mean, we like to hear about yeah. your point of view. And I get it. I race. I mean, all you do when you're done is when you want to talk about it. But it's like, dude, just answer the question. Yeah. And yeah. then I'm sure she'll ask you another one. And then you'll have time to thank your sponsors and talk about the, you know what I mean? It's yeah. just, what, uh, I don't know. What's your I question, for, what's your it, question but, uh, for Keeper? Uh, I didn't have a question. I just wanted to holler at him and say I appreciate what he does. And he's awesome, man. He got, he turned me on to a 2018 Blue Crew. And, go. dude, I haven't looked back since. Oh, believe me. Well, I, congratulations. Best, they're they're fantastic bike. Best hair and hound bike. Dude, best hair and hound bike I've ever rode. Yeah, that'd be great. That thing is bike. stable. It's yep. dude, it's bitching. Dude, I went riding the only yesterday. Thing I don't like I, is the fuel. I went riding yesterday, and I, I mean, it is such a good bike. It is just horsepower everywhere. My suspension is set up good. I'm happy with the race tech stuff. I just, dude, I love it. It's uh, it's one of the few. That's actually the only bike, and I like other bikes as well. Um, but it's one of the only bikes you can take from the dealer, set your bars and stuff, and just go ride, and it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I had a. I hadn't had a new bike since 07. I was a big fan of the 07 era uh, 450R Hondas. Mm-hmm. You know, the X's and yeah. the R's are, yeah. you know, great, great desert bikes. And But, man, I got a 17RX, and I spent I don't know how many hours doing different things. Right. And, man, I listened to Kiefer, and I just could never get it right. I ended up selling it with, like, 50 hours on it. And, dude, that Blue Crew's been awesome. Good to hear. Thanks so for calling, man. TP 2.0. There you go. Yep. It's bitching. And, uh, oh, Steve, one more thing. Yep. Hashtag home life, dude. Thank you. Gotta go. Thank you. You gotta go. Thank you for the call. Thirty fifteen. Yep. Alex, what's up, man? How are you? Good. Yourself? Good. What's going on? I just got a question. A couple questions. First off, I wanted to let you know that uh, your nets are being great, being seen at the races live. Yep. And now they're also inside the video game as well. I saw that. We just need more of them. I, Your I, what? I, 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 my, my nets. Oh, my God. I thought you said <laughs> nuts. nuts. Oh, jeez. No, my Safety nets. nets baby. Yeah. My nuts are not in the video game. That's what I like, whoa. I, uh, I love the nets. There need to be more of them. I talked about this on my Race Tech rant a few weeks ago. I don't understand. They look like they cost about $2,000. Can we have a works connection? Buy a net, Eric, and then sponsor it? I think we can do a it? couple. Sure. Yeah. I, how how much yeah. can it fucking be? They work. We've seen them work. They work awesome. They can be put anywhere. Put him in Oakland, and Justin Hill doesn't fly into the other lane. Almost like, mm-hmm. what's the fucking deal here? Put him up, man, brother. <laughs> All right, what else? Are you doing the um, pregame or pre-show for uh, Detroit Supercross? We are not doing that. No, uh, Detroit didn't work out. We are doing one in Denver, and Indianapolis, and Vegas. All right. So, uh, I do have, uh, sorry, uh, bud. One other motor question. Yeah. Off the starts. When I hammer the hammer it down and pull the clutch out and let it snap to rip off on the line, every now and then it just sort of bogs down on me and I have to repull in the clutch. Is that maybe a read issue? Uh, your two strokes, obviously. Yeah, we don't know what you're yeah. right. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, two. Could be a few things. Could be that because uh, if it's in, if it's if it's not if it's inconsistent, I'm leaning more towards it's you and not the bike or jetting. Okay. Yeah, I guess weather. Uh, yeah. What's the weather where it's doing that? You know. Yeah, because I have, I have not changed my reads in a long time. I inspected them; they looked good, but I have not changed them. Um, and then my other question was the ignition coil. Would that be something? You're, you're going to get it all the time if it's one of those problems. Right. You know what I mean? But so if it's okay. if it's weather related, it could be jetting, or if it's you know different all the time, it could be just you. All right. So all right, man. Thanks. And uh, front tire. Uh, Starcross five. 
Starcross Five. If it's a little hard, get rid of it. Get a new one. Oh, like the, the tire itself? The, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How long has it been on there for, bud? Uh, since I owned the bike. Yeah. <laughs> Starcross Five, thirteen, 13 yeah, pounds. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Ch- check out Maxim, uh, Mac Michelin uh, Starcross Five. All right, man. Thanks, All right, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Speaking of Michelin, I put a set of Starcross Fives on my bike. Yeah. They work good. Okay. They work good. I was really 13.5. happy. 13.5? I put 13, 13 in there. Okay. And uh, it worked well. So Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Hold on. At Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and MichelinMotorcycle.us on Facebook. Check out Michelin when considering your next tire purchase for any segment of motorcycling. They are tire experts and have the same passion for delivering high-performance products as you have for riding your motorcycle. I got Alex Ray some Michelin uh, uh, tires so for his mountain bike. Mm. Um yeah, so thanks to Michelin for making it happen. Toby Price, of course, uh, ran Michelins to win uh, the car, and they have uh, 36 victories since 1992. Uh, Billy Bolt uses the Michelin Enduro Medium and Michelin Starcross 5, combined with the Moose to become the 2018 World Ultimate Enduro Champion, something that Kiefer probably wants to ride. And uh, Michelin has developed a lot of innovations over the years, so please check them out. They're synonymous with quality, innovation, and one of the world's most respected brands in the world. We've had a lot of good feedback for StarCross 5s, Kiefer, so... Yeah, it's been good. Um, it's been really good, and uh, so thanks to you people for uh, for buying them and telling us about it. Appreciate it. Um, as I said, Denver live Pulp MX Racer X show uh, Friday night before Denver Supercross. Are you yeah. going to Denver? You no. Go to Denver? no? no. Um, I'm a homebody. Okay. Yeah, that's true. It took you about three months to get this trip going. <laughs> we, yeah, it was a cluster. It was right, a cluster. Right. And maybe um, four years in the main. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, DenverOrientalTheater.com. Uh, Tickets are on sale now. Kiefer, you'll be there. Yep. I'll be there. Weege, JT. We'll have a couple special guests. I think one of them might be Denny Stevenson. That'd be sweet. That'd be good. That'd be really good. Uh, so tickets start at 20 bucks, up to $60 if you want to hang out with us before the show. Uh, Oriental Theater. We're, and we'll announce the Indianapolis one. Any day now, that's Friday night before Indianapolis Supercross, and then Friday night before Vegas Supercross at the Space, also a live show. So those have been going well. Yeah, people it's been see, fun. People seem it's to been like fun it. to do, talk to people. They have been. Yeah, it's it's cool that people want to, uh, you know. Interact. Yeah, interact with us. Oh, you know who's on the line right now? Interact. 480 Phil. There you go. What What the fuck, fellas? What's up, 480 Phil? Hey, I got it. I just wanted to make a few comments. First of all, Fucking, that was one of the best fucking races, man. And, and and just seeing fucking Webb saying, I ain't fucking settling, you know? Yeah. That's the fucking best. Yeah. Roxon must be fucking crying. I'm sorry. <laughs> He'll get one, though. The other fucking thing was, uh, you know, Justin, uh, Barsha, and Tyler Bowers. You know what? That's racing, man. Remember Hannah? I'll break your fucking leg, Howerton. Yeah. No, yeah, I know. Yeah, you the villa. I've... The other fucking thing is, what's with the CBDs? Come on, man. This is fucking legal. Well, my it's... girl rubs it on my fucking ragged-ass fucking knees. It's not a bad thing. <laughs> it's legal. Yeah, it's not you know? legal yet. It's not legal yet. It's been signed, well, but the official... It hasn't been... It hasn't been put in by the individual states yet. Uh, we they, there was a lobbyist that Feld works with that met with the media Dude, at the you race. Ain't and, getting high off of it. No, no, he's not. They're not saying that. They're not saying that. They're nothing like that. It hey, just folks. hasn't been figured out on the state level yet. Steve, you know what? These fucking kids would be better off smoking a fucking bone than worrying about the opiates that they're fucking smoking. Yeah, a bone. no, I got it. I know for Phil. I got. We're it. all in fucking pain, dude. We're all in pain. It's like you fucking take a fucking some kind. You know, I mean, there's a dispensary <laughs> right across the border. I'm in Connecticut. I love it. I know, bro. I, I remember you. You're, you know, I met you in here Boston. It is. It, in a week's time, 
Massachusetts got two point five million dollar revenue. It's like I'm in Dude, Connecticut. I'm hoping he passes it. Yeah, and it will be. I think in a year, two years, it's all open. It's on TV. Uh, it's everywhere, and everyone is cool hey. with it. But it's going to take a little bit of transition time here. I hear you. Remember back in the day when McGrath had Bud Light? I thought we were going to have, like, Tide and all that kind of shit sponsor going yeah. on, but there's no revenue for these guys. I don't know, dude. I don't know why we don't have more outside sponsors. Well, I kind of have some ideas, but I don't have time to get into it. But um, Yeah, I hear you. Hey, man, I've been listening to you guys. I've just been, you know, retired, and I'm trying to manage uh, that bullshit. But yeah, anyway, no, I hear you for I, you. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, well, you, you going to MetLife? Yeah, bro. You'll be there? Yeah, I'll see you. Set up your easy up. I'll give you a dollar. All right, man. Later. All right. See you, buddy. Appreciate it. Jesus. 40 Phil. I never really heard him talk that much. Yeah. I've, I've hung out with 40 Phil. And what's he look like? Does he have long hair or no? No. Okay. <laughs> what well, does that matter? Yeah. I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm just picturing 40 Phil. I'm trying, trying to get to, the mental. Yeah. I don't like people with long hair. They they bug me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Keeper's like back in the back in the sixties. I said, "Hey, dude, what's that song? Uh, um, uh, what's that song? I know. Signs, 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 signs. Fucking up the dun 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 dun. That one, yeah. Uh, all right, let's, before, the Tesla. Uh, let's go to before we uh, before we get to uh, Bauer. Skippy, you want to talk to T Dags? Yeah, man, just wanted to uh, give him some props for going back down to the 250. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, why thanks, Why Skippy. not? Great job. I mean, go down to a class where it's less competition, less money, and you're racing against a 15-year-old. Yeah, hey, great let's job. Give, let's give Skippy the, the perch. <laughs> no, nah, Skippy works at a dealership. We can't, <laughs> hey, the, uh, I've been riding 450s for 15 years, and I'm 145 pounds, so going back to the 250F was uh, made uh, racing and riding fun for me again, exactly. so mm-hmm. I support it, but... Uh, and hey, you can uh, go just as fast if you really try hard. <laughs> yeah, my lap time. I'm actually faster because I can do, you know, seven, eight full sprint laps. Hey, Skippy, why race against out. the best when you can just dodge them and weave them? Why do that? You know, why not? <laughs> why? I might double class it. Oh yeah, I don't think on you... the 250. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Tyler, Tyler might get himself another championship though. It's probably you and Jess Pettis, right? I mean. Well, Let's. That, I mean, I'm going to worry about myself. And what about Dylan, though? Dylan is good, dude. Dude, Dylan is good, but then with the sun and the moon is not aligned, he he's not going to do anything. Yeah. I don't think he likes hey his guys, bike. Um, I'm here with yeah. Skippy, too. My name's Tiffany. I just had a quick question. Um, I've been racing the Texas Winter Series, and a problem I What did she pop in? I don't know. <laughs> I, is, wait, is this Skippy? <laughs> what happened? I've been sitting next to him. Sorry. Is this, is this voicemail? It's my turn. <laughs> oh, is this the same show. call? She said next Yeah. Oh, I shit. I didn't do anything. All of a sudden, that. she started talking. Oh, God. Okay. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So, I just had a quick question. I've been racing, and every time before I race, I get the bubble guts, and I just get super nervous. So, any pointers on how to just kind of relax and just get focused and not get nauseous? Well, okay. Maybe. Are you are you dating Skippy? Yeah. Yeah, break up with Skippy. He's probably putting pressure on you. He's pressure. Oh, Skippy's, no, pro- no, Skippy's no, probably no, like, listen, bitch, you got to do this. You got to do this. <laughs> like, you know? He's just happy I'm out there. Okay, all right. I'm just saying. Oh, I've seen this chick. She's cute. You've seen her? Yeah, yeah. I think I, I read to Skippy's Instagram and, and they're Does like. Does she have long hair? <laughs> Did you have long hair? <laughs> Home life, bro. Home life. Yeah. Good job, Skip. Ser- serious question, though. Okay, serious question. Yeah. I didn't hear it. She gets nervous for races. <laughs> you got you. Okay, that's normal. Okay, so that's not gonna leave. But right. Maybe just try to like visualize the first lap and and don't try to focus on anything negative. Just think of try to picture yourself getting the whole shot or or railing the berm or just 
really enjoying yourself. Think of Skippy's dick on the yeah, line. That'll make you laugh. All over the place. Oh, my oh my, God. Oh, my gosh. Hey, okay. But oh. seriously, like, as, as how That's much have you raced shot. before? Uh, I raced. I started race about a year and a half ago, but not yeah, like, like this. The winter series was like holy moly. Okay, so you, it'll get a little bit better as you race more and more. But that feeling, that nervousness, that stomach that you're getting, like that'll never leave. It's, it, now, if it doesn't go away after the gate drops, then you have some problems. It should right when the gate drops, it sh all that shit should go That's away. What I say like typically, I'm pretty okay after all my first motos are done. Then second motos roll around, I'm like pretty okay to go but man like the truck drive on the way there i'm hating life and everything i'm just trying to think of all these funny things and skippy's talking to everybody and he's freaking me out and then i have to tell him to just leave yeah, no, okay. like, tell skippy skippy seems, thing. skippy seems aggressive tell him the back of him chill down you know what you could do <laughs> too that like may help a little bit is that i ride with earplugs and okay. it like just trying that you can actually blocks out some of like the outside yeah. distractions and noises and you can actually hear yourself breathe so you can like Focus in on breathing and, and just relaxing and just, you know, take it for what it is and you're just going to be out there to have fun. Oh, well, I'll definitely try uh, it because I have heard a couple people mention it. Do you think you you would do better and be less nervous with a Works Connection Elite Clutch Perch? I think so. Absolutely. 110%. You for 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years. 30 years, Eric. Yeah. It's 30, yeah. I feel old. <laughs> 30 years of delivering de championship. I started it when I was five, so it's Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Five, five years old, you thought, what about a skid bike? I had that. You know, it just came to me right uh, after I got in my diaper. Uh, McGrath, Lampson, Roxon, Dungey, Plessinger, uh, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing, Moto Concepts, all use Works Connection and uh, WorksConnection.com. And so stay on the line, Tiffany, and uh, we'll get you information, and we'll get you one of those uh, elite clutch purchases out, all right? Oh my gosh, you guys are the best. Do not Thank give it to Skippy. Skippy. Yeah. Do not give it to Skippy. I won't. Okay. I already got one. She's make pick, him make sure she picks her color too. Yeah, yeah. make yeah. him put okay. it on for you too. Pick a color. All right, thanks, okay. Tiffany. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, all right, well, there we go. Uh, by the way, uh, Vertex Pistons founded in a small technical workshop in Northern Italy 65 years ago. Do you know, Tyler, that every. Uh, Two-stroke KTM and Husqvarna come stock with a Vertex piston? I did, and I think my dad does too because he was talking about how well-made they were. There we go. Sales at PivotWorks.com to get a discount code. VertexPistons.com. Two-stroke, four-strokes, replica, high-compression, GP-style configurations. Uh, we want to thank the folks at Vertex for making it happen. And they're also bringing you our next guest on the line for a third week in a row. He's on. Tyler Bowers. What's up, Bear? How are you? I'm doing all right. How are you guys doing? Are you going to just be a co-host now, like every week? What do you think? Should we just do this? <laughs> yes, I don't know. Do you guys need me that much? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we do. Uh, Tyler Medaglia is in the studio. Have you, you, you guys have had to have raced each other somewhere yeah, at some point. Yeah, times, for sure. Yeah, we've raced each other a few times. Mm. I don't know exactly where, but yeah. Yeah, okay, all right. I, I, somehow you guys probably yeah ran into each other somewhere along the line. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for coming on again. I appreciate it. Lots to get to when it comes to you, but... Uh, we talked about your pass earlier, quote-unquote pass. Uh, what were you trying to do there, Tyler, exactly? <laughs> Can you break down your thoughts going into the pass on Justin Barger this weekend? Well, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? It's only, like, the camera of, like, the middle entrance to the exit of that corner. And, yes, I was being aggressive 100%. And I will say 100%, I do agree I should be penalized. Maybe it was a little bit over the top. Um, mm -hmm. I wasn't trying to... I wasn't trying – it wasn't intentionally going to be the way it turned out, though, where it was just a full-on explosion, nasty, um, both of us going down. Okay, so uh, no coming, no, no revenge for Monster Cup, nothing where I'm going to take this guy down. No, it was it was like 
I was just being aggressive because, like, every time I race that dude, I've kind of mm-hmm. he's usually a little bit faster, you know. Yep. And uh, it was just kind of all right. Like, I'm kind of going to get it out of the way. Like last year, there was a few incidences where I was like not going to hold him up because it's not going to do anybody any good at that point. He's going to pass me anyway and maybe just, you know, raise my heart rate for a few more laps or something. Um, and so I would kind of move out of the way a little bit and then he would go out of his way to try to clean out my front tire in the process. So I'm like, dude, are you serious? Like I was clearly like, like getting out of the main line here for you. And then, um, and then, you know, the incident in Vegas, whatever, moved on from that. Um, and then this year he hit me again in Oakland. There was like a slow paced turn. It was the, second turn off the start where it was like a flat turn we you kind of everybody was like kind of coming in turning tight and then like avoiding all the ruts mm-hmm. he like singled into the turn and in the process like singled like head on into me after he had followed me for five laps and i did the same thing in the turn every lap um so anyway not happy about that and i brought it to gallagher's attention there he didn't do anything about it um and then this weekend um i was like you know what i'm just tired of laying down for this dude like he tried to pass me on the outside and I was just being aggressive just the way he is with me and everybody else. And, mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, I guess I wasn't as precise as he is about it. And, uh, both of us went down, um, coming off the last single too, like you can't really catch it on the camera. He like tried to cover the inside really hard, pretty quick. Um, and it made it way worse than it was going to be. I mean, it was so I was still going to make contact. Yeah. But it just made it worse, you know, cause I didn't expect him to swerve so hard at the end. I mean, I think, um, I think we're all in agreement that you could get fined. You should get the last yeah. gate pick. You should get a talking to the, yeah. dis, the but the, for the record, the disqualification, like nothing happened in the tunnel, right? Like nothing was going on. Like you no, didn't swing yeah. at anybody no, or nothing. Like, I, saw, I saw your tweet and I'm not really pumped that you kind of went, went there and kind of put that in people's heads right away. Well, because, but, because um, Tyler, it's too much. I'm like, what the hell? You don't get disqualified for that. Like something else yeah. might've happened. Well, that's, that's the problem we have here is that um, it was emotionally charged by Jim Gallagher, as he always does. John. And I don't, John, know, I don't know why he's still around. Right. Um, or John Gallagher, I'm sorry. John, yep. Uh, yeah. Um, Jim sorry, Gallagher yeah. works for Thor. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, really, yeah, you're right. Right. Um, and he's a great guy, actually. <laughs> um, the other Gallagher, um, emotionally charged, just like he yelled at me on the, in the middle of the track on camera in front of thousands of people seconds after a heat race in Anaheim years ago. And uh, just like he throws a black flag within, like, seconds of um, an incident with, with Chad Reed and, and uh, Kennard. Yep. Um, when we had a conversation, in the, they came down to get me in the tunnel after um, or right before the LCQ. I was sitting and staging, uh, watching the race, whatever, and they came and got me. And I was like, okay, whatever, let's go talk about this. And we're going to get penalized or something. And, you know, I kind of get it, and let's go over this. Um, Mike Pelletier and John Gallagher were there, and, and John um, took it to another level. It was, like, personal. Like, you thought I took out John on the track. Um, I think he was more mad than Barsha probably was over the incident. Um, John wouldn't let me defend myself at all. Anytime I tried to say something, he interrupted me, yelling at me, to the point where Mike Pelletier kicked him out of the room. Made really? Him, made him yeah, yeah, it was that bad. And that's how how – emotionally charge this guy makes his decision so quickly and, and it's not right if you're if you're a person in that position with that kind of power you need to be able to be calm and collected 100 and, and yeah. think yeah and outweigh these options where mike pelletier was actually doing so um after we got john out of the room mike and i calmly talked and kind of talked about some things and came up with some ideas and maybe make the situation better um for both of us like you know barsha and i had never talked to each other since the vegas incident this and that um, he avoids me. I avoid him. Let's sit down and talk about this and get through it and put an end to it and you See, know, move I th- on. I thought maybe you had said, like, 
that's what he that's what he gets for breaking my leg or like you know like i'm like there's nah, gotta yeah, be there's nah. gotta bear went crazy in the tunnel like the incredible hulk like well they did show you tyler like talking in the tunnel what was what was going on in the tunnel where jimmy perry's trying well, to separate you yeah, that was that was no, that was Jim Perry that I, I talked to there. I went and got uh, my mechanic and told him, "Hey, they're not gonna let us line up." Line up. And at that point, I was like over it, um, and I was walking out. Um, and then I told I told Jim Perry there. I said, "Hey, like, dude, like, you know that's bullshit. Like, this guy takes somebody out every weekend. He's already got into it with Dean Wilson this year. He's gotten into it with me. Like, really? Like, the guy rides aggressive and he gets some aggression back, and you're gonna be throwing a fit over it." And you know, Jim didn't have anything to say, and that was about the end of it. Did. Uh... Did Barsha even come, like, say anything to you? Because... Of course, no. No, he didn't. Because when he hit you, it just looked like he knew that, you know, it was like, oh, yeah, he didn't even look back. I mean, if you if you hit somebody, you know, you, yeah, you normally... Yeah, Tyler's, like, Tyler's thing earlier in the show, Bowers, was that Barsha was like, here it comes. Like, I, right, you know, just, I'm going to get this right. from Tyler. And, yeah. and, 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 oh, well, here it is. Like, <laughs> yeah, and you, like... Yeah, yeah, you saw, yeah, when he walked off, like, when he, like magically caught himself and walked off like a cat which was pretty amazing it was good right? it was impressive. Yeah, was like, wow, that was kind of cool actually um he like you know he's just like oh there it was because normally you know, if somebody hits as, you like, you would yeah just the same as as, as i would you know what i mean I'd freak like, oh, out. there it was yeah you know and i think he i think he's not i mean i, I don't know because i haven't talked to him but from what i've heard from other people is he's not that like upset about it he knows it well, yeah, I talked was. to him. I talked to him after the race. He, he he did an interview with me after the race, and yeah, he didn't seem super pissed at all. You know. Yeah. So yeah. So what I mean is, I think it's mostly based on you know Gallagher and the heat of the I just, freaking out. I and just doing his thing, dude. You can't. Oldenburg almost did the same thing to Amar. It was a little different, but it was close. And in the LCQ, that happens all the time. Right. You can't. Yeah. You cannot disqualify somebody. I called John Gallagher by the way yesterday and, and didn't get a reply back. Um, Osborne punted Savachi. You can't. Well, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's the thing is, I, like I said, I don't, I don't disagree that I should get a penalty, and maybe right. it was a little bit over the top. But let's, let's. There needs to be a standard, and it needs to be across the board. There are times, yeah, that like Oldenburg's thing uh, may not have been as bad, but it still kind of happened like similarly, and and maybe there's a different level Dude, of that. No, but there's, like there's... I don't. If mine, if mine's disqualification, Oldenburg should at least get some points taken away or something. You well, know what I mean? Like. I, I they 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 they've given guys like for rough riding the last gate pick right. for the LCQ they've Something. done that they find people they put them on probation all of that to disqualify you is insane I don't yeah I I, I it was a dirty move it didn't need to happen and I, I, I and you deserve some sort of punishment but holy shit if nothing else happened Tyler which you told me after the race nothing else happened that's ridiculous that's absolutely un for, uncalled for for and, instance you know. the- the Pike freeze incident, Pike was punching a rider in the middle of the track, um, and he got a $5,000 fine, and then he got suspended for one race. Yeah. And that was full-on, like, I'm fighting the guy in the middle of the track. Yeah, Anderson I mean? Anderson took a swing at Freeze and got disqualified that night at Anaheim. When he, when he, yeah, taking, when he, taking a swing, you know what I mean? Right. There was, no, there was none of that. Well, that's why, no, I, that's I, why I said that tweet. That's why I'm like, there's yeah. something has to happen. You can't just disqualify a guy for that action. Uh, wow. Yeah, I, and no, I thought, and I heard, Tyler, that they – you know, over John, some of John's questionable decisions that they decided, hey, listen, you're not the only guy now. We got to run it by Mike Pelletier or Dave Prater or, uh, you know, an OEM manufacturers. Yeah. I, I'd heard that they did that, but maybe not if John well, made this so call. What I, proposed, what I proposed to Mike um, was that I said, when we got John out of the room, um, my, Mike and I were able to talk, and I said, Mike, like, how about we do this? Like, if you're going to disqualify me tonight, you need to disqualify him and other riders for things that have happened just like this. But 100%. How about, how about we do this? Where, I agree. 
we will calmly sit down with Justin. We need to talk about this either tonight, next week, whenever. Talk about this, get through it, speak as men, as we've been doing these meetings every Saturday morning with the riders and the promoter and AMA, and it's been going good and we've been making progress. So let's let's sit and talk about it and get through it and say this is the end of it, let's move on. And, and if anything arises between Justin and I or myself and any other rider on the track like this ever again this season, you can go ahead and suspend me for the rest of the year. I won't race one more race until 2020. I swear, we can we can get it out of paperwork. How about we do that? And he's like, oh, you know, uh, that might that might be a thing. i got to talk to John about it because we have to have – everybody's got to agree on it. it. It's not a one-man decision here. So he went to John, and John freaked. I could see John yelling and raising his arms. And he came back and said, yeah, we're not doing that. Jesus. I mean, what's the alternative then? <laughs> Yeah. This, this boggles yeah. my mind. Again, I like John Gallagher. I've defended him on this show more than a few times. Kenny Watson, you should just rail him. Uh, but I just... Like, so now on, we're going to see this pass happen. Maybe every week. Yeah. I'll be waiting for the DQs. I'll be waiting and, and for and the DQs. And there won't be one. There will not be one. Well, at the end of the day, it's a call, right? Like, somebody's got to make the call. This is like... It's racing. This is a, a, a move. So there's. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's, it's situational. I like. I said it deserved a fine. It deserved the last gate pick. It deserved a warning. It deserved something. But a DQ yeah. is way, way out of let line. Me, let me ask you this, Tyler. You you did what you did. Justin qualifies LCQ. You guys both are in the main of it. You think that shit happens again that night? Yes or no? No, <laughs> no. And that's one of the other things. Thank if you. you kind of let the riders police each other, it might get like a little crazy. But we'll. We'll find. We'll, we'll yeah. stop at some point. We'll be yeah. like, all right, that was stupid, guys. Let's let's move on here. Like it's we're almost both being retarded now. Like, like let's let's get over this. That whole thing with Barsha, just his reaction. Like should it, I mean like okay you got me back let's move on I think like, Barcia was yeah. like yeah okay all right cool yeah because yeah. <laughs> otherwise he would have freaked out if somebody hit him like that that's the thing about Tyler yeah. Justin Freezy like these guys know if they do stuff like that it could come back at any time yeah. and they're okay with that like yeah. hey as long as you're not cross jumping me or something like it's yeah you know yeah, yeah. I had talks with Freezy last year Freezy and I got into it in, like Atlanta he like I passed him I thought safely like I think it was around the outside and then he like goosed it into me and like i was like dude are you serious like and i i, I try to have you know i'm an aggressive racer and i try to have a a, a good respect for other aggressive racers because like i know like i know how quickly we can lose our cool in arena cross it was Corey green always got into it with people but me and Corey never got into it because i knew like hey if i put it in on Corey, he's probably gonna put me over the berm and then vice versa so when i pass freeze i try to be easy when i trust when i get around barsha i try to be easy you know like these aggressive guys i'm like yeah you're not gonna mess with this guy because you're gonna ruffle his feathers he's gonna get pissed really quick um anyway so freeze and i it took off and then we were trading paint for corners after corners and finally i was like dude like people are leaving us and people are passing us because you're like we're doing this and holding us up so <laughs> right. i sent him over the berm and then like after the race he came and talked to me he's like yeah I knew that was coming. Sorry, man. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Let's not do that anymore. You know, right. it's just like not at all. Do that. <laughs> so... like, all right, cool. You know, like, yeah, yeah. It, it's crazy, man. I, I just, I was blown away by it, and it's ridiculous. And I mean, you're out the money, you're out the purse money, the main, and you're out the money to get there and everything just because of someone's bad decision and that that sucks i mean yeah there's, I, I just, yeah. there's no other residual after that right you're not going to be like oh here's a fine too you're not going to get none of that no. action are you no nope, i don't yeah i don't yeah. think so unless the fine is yelling at and or talking about john gallagher um you know? the uh, and you we read your social post on instagram i don't believe it and you don't seem to believe it has anything to do with sort of organizing a little bit of a riders meeting i don't i don't believe that and neither do you right this isn't some sort of retaliation for that 
no, I think I think everybody's really confused on what's going on at those. Like, it, it's not it's super positive. Yeah. Everybody's happy there, and and it's like we're making like some progress. Like we even we even decided we're going to use lime again in the next couple races. You know, like in Detroit, we will use lime in the soil again. Everybody agreed on it. Yeah, and it's going to be good. You know, right. and it's like there's there's times it can be good, and, and like it's 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 great for everybody there's some privateers that had questions about media day stuff and like and so that that got explained by sean brennan the media coordinator at feld and like it's 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 awesome so i think those meetings i'm still going to go to the meeting next week i'm still going to have it and i'm going to this is going to be one of my bullet points um clearly um <laughs> along with other things and, and we're going to talk it out and we're going to we might not agree but by the end of it we'll kind of have a better understanding understanding of each other us riders and then the the sanctioning bodies and the promoter I think it's better no matter what. I don't think it has anything to do with that. It's not a, it's not a union to protest and to raise all these, or rough all these feathers and cause a stir and this and that. And it's like it's it's good. It's positive. Who would uh, John Gallagher rather talk to? Who would who would John Gallagher be more scared of? You or Brady? Well, I mean that's a pretty obvious question. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> oh. everybody more scared of Brady? Yeah, yeah, probably. Um. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm blown away, and and I thought there might have been more to this, but it's uh it's crazy that they did that to you, and I guess we'll just yeah go ahead going forward we'll look for disqualifications from everybody when that kind of shit happens. LCQ, everyone's disqualified. Fuck yeah, it. Per- basically the the seventh place guy in an LCQ might get in because the top six killed each other yep. like that to get in. Yep. You know, or whatever the yeah. top four. So Alex Nagy, you're in. Fuck yeah, it. Yeah, it's crazy man. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, well, it's part of the show. I mean. We're talking about it. People yeah. liked it. It was on TV. Yeah. I mean, Tyler, you're getting exposure. It's How many people left that, you know, stadium that night? And said, did you see Bowers punt yeah. Marsha? That was sick. You know. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that uh, the biggest problem is it's it's good for Feld. You know, Feld kind of loved. They it. love it for sure. Yeah, in Arena Cross back in the day, there was Feld loved it, and yeah. some of the yeah. teams didn't like it or whatever, and they didn't like it. Um, but there, there's too many Chiefs at Supercross right now. You have Feld, you have AMA, you have FIM, WADA. And then you have the riders and teams, and it's mm. like, who's really running the show? Who really, like, what's going on here? You know, this whole like we got riders having an, an association organization that's kind of coming about where we can meet with the promoter and, and the sanctioning bodies and make things better. And I brought up the question at the meeting this weekend. I said, what, like, we're we're putting us together so we can have a voice, but Mike at AMA isn't isn't that what we're paying you guys for? Like, oh, we yeah, already it's, have a, it's like ridiculous. a, a motorcyclist association, and we pay into it every weekend. I said, our entry fee goes to AMA, correct? And he said, yes. And I said, then the purse is paid out by Feld, correct? And he says, yes. And I said, so what are we paying for? Because you're not speaking out for our rights, and you're doing nothing but penalizing us and making everybody mad every weekend. Like, <laughs> nobody's happy. Brock, Brock Tickled still doesn't know if he has a career yep. or if he should retire or if he should go do something else. Like, what's going on with Brock? Like, nobody knows. Like, nope. You know, it sounds like my race tech rant uh, almost every week, uh, Tyler. Yeah. I 100% agree with you. It's a joke. Our, our sports covering system is a joke. And then, hey, you take some of those people away, and now you have MX Sports for the outdoors and, and USADA. Hey, yeah. more people in charge. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, cool. Yeah, there's, now there's six people. Right. Like, come it, on. It's uh, I 100% agree with you, and we got to figure it out. And the AMA continually, continually drops the ball year after year, time after time. I don't care. Uh, what they think of that or what they say. I've seen it over and over, and it's ridiculous. And, and I, I agree with you. It's, it's, a, it's a joke. So um, we do have a question from a uh, caller here. Uh, Justin, what's up, man? What's your question for Tyler Bowers? How's it going, boys? Uh, just real quick, I, had, I actually had two questions. Um, one was, why, why don't we ever go to like a, like a three-strike in your out system to where, you know, you, I mean – we see it in, in the LCQs every weekend with these guys taking each other out, and it's intentional. 
and that's great racing. So, like, I think it takes away from a little bit of the pageantry of the of the sport if we don't have rough racing. But obviously, you have to you have to have a line. So why not have like a a three strike and you're out rule. Sure. You hit three I, strikes and all of a sudden we start deducting points. What I mean, what's great. the strike though? I, I, what, well, yeah, who, what's the strike? Right. Well, who's to determine what's a strike? I guess is what Tyler's saying, and he's got a point there. I, look, I'm fine with all of it. Just penalize. You know, don't DQ guys. Don't DQ. Just do something. Do like a penalty box for thing, hockey. I was curious what uh, <laughs> what Bowers had to say to Mike Perry in the tunnel. Uh, Jim Perry uh, or what? Or Jim Perry, what Jim Perry said to, to Bowers in the tunnel when he was done. Uh, Tyler, you covered that already. Didn't didn't say much, huh, Tyler? Yeah, I mean, Jim really didn't have anything to say, and, and I just calmly was telling him, like, your guy does this every weekend to somebody, and it's like, come on, like, really? You're going to raise, raise hell over it? That was kind of the end of it. Yeah. Uh, cool, man. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. Gringo. Yo, what's going on, gentlemen? Uh, nothing much, Gringo. You want to weigh in on this? Yeah, yeah, I do, man. And please don't take this the wrong way. Uh, and I'm driving right now, so it's hard. I got beanbags all around me, so I got to be careful. But I just want to comment. And Tyler, don't don't take this like an attack. Have an open mind. I'm I'm going to give you a perspective yeah, from a fan's point. You're a professional racer and all of that. I'm just some dude, cool. a fan. You know, everybody yeah. likes the drama. I love the drama. I like to see a little rough racing myself. But look at it, try to look at it from another point of view, too. Like, from one, as a fan, watching the sport and following all you guys, I like all of you, I respect you all. But the image that I have in my head, I look at past history, uh, what's the pattern? And it could be wrong, it's just what I see on TV, because I don't get to see everything, I'm not there. But I remember there was an issue with, uh, with Cooper Webb, you know, that... that I don't know, it kind of seemed like it might have been a little sour. Then you got the thing with uh, Barsha. Then you got the thing with with Alex Ray last weekend. And I'm not saying, um, please don't misunderstand me. I'm not knocking you. I'm just saying you, it, it could present a certain image. So the guys that are you're sitting down with that are judging you, or determining on what kind of penalty they got to give you, they could be like, you know, they see that, that little bit of a pattern of past history and they have an image in their head they, you know maybe this guy's being a little bit of a bully on a track or it gets pumped up in their head more than what it should be yeah. I don't know I'm just saying look at it from another thing and, and, and like I said I love rough, rough racing but when I'm looking at that TV when I saw that happen uh, it just like it seemed from my angle as a viewer that it just came out of nowhere now if I'm watching you guys battle you know, lap after lap, and it's, you guys are going at it, and it's getting rough. I'm loving it, and then I see what's going on. Okay, they, they went down. Somebody had to go down, and that's what went down. But they didn't show. I didn't yeah, see right, that. Right. All I saw was, okay, bam, so that team. What, uh, what do you think, Bowers? Yeah, no, I totally agree. And, and a little bit of that is uh, he, the, the web thing. He took me out one week, and the next weekend, I rode over my head trying to keep up with him because the little, little sucker was ripping. And, uh, yeah, clipped into a corner and T-boned the shit out of him. Totally on accident. We were training together this, all that at the same time. Um, it got blown out of proportion, of course. Um, right. But he, Cooper and I are cool now. Um, I support him 100%. He's ripping again this season. And, and even the next year, I rooted for him. Um, I like him because he's got fire, you know what I mean? And, and I think that's one of the things um, you get to see from me is that I've got some fire. Um, right. with, with myself and I stand up for myself and sometimes you're either going to love me or you're going to hate me with a guy like that you know you're, I'm, I'm not just the guy that's going to go try to be nice to everybody because I want you to like me because honestly I don't really care and, and 
that's an, another problem with me is I'm not real active on social media and stuff. And that's a tool that us riders use to show uh, the public what, you know, what to look at from us and, you know, what, what we want you to see us as. But I'm not, I'm not really that active on there because honestly, I just really don't care and I don't have the time for it. Um, I have better things to do in my day and other things I want to live my life and, and, and pay attention to things that are actually in my life. Um, but no, 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 I, I got you. That, I got you. But, but yeah, Tyler, what I'm that, saying is you, you got to look out for yourself too, though. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Because of the, the whole, no, the whole, it. like I said, listen, I'm not attacking you. I'm just saying, looking at it from another perspective. And if, yeah. if anybody but, decides but gringo, to, to ride, be, but gringo, to be fair, uh, Barsha, yeah. Barsha's done more than Bowers, in my opinion, and is not disqualified. I got you. I got you. you know I'm just I mean? saying so, the way it looks. The way it I'm looks you, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm not going to tell you. I'm not going to tell you I'm not a dick. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> no, I'm, I swear, uh, Steve. You can ask. You can ask Alex the video I sent him this weekend after our conversation, which was which was a super big surprise to me because every weekend we talked to each other and I didn't know it was. He was yeah, I didn't. I didn't movie. know that either. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that. I sent either. him a video and it's it's a clip from uh, a movie called Team America. It's a little marionette oh. puppet. It's, it's it's kind of it's, it's funny. It's from the guys from South Park, and there's a clip where the guys at the bar drinking, and an old guy comes in, and uh, he tells him it's okay to be a dick, you know, because it, dicks. It's it's complicated. Keep going with that, Tyler. Yeah. Keep it going. Yeah, you'd, you'd rather be a dick than an asshole or a pussy. Let's put it that way. Right, right, I'm right. A dick. No, no, no. Hey, dude, dude. I got you. What happens to pussies? Hey, uh, listen, I, dude, I hear what you're saying about being a dick, yeah. but listen, if you know yeah. when you're gonna go that route, you gotta, you can't blame nobody. You know, nah, like he's Gallagher. saying that. I don't, he's, I don't know Gallagher. I'm not, I don't know. I'm saying about Gallagher. I don't know Gallagher. I hear stories from you guys and what I hear, but you, can, you know, when you're gonna but, but, Gringo, move Gringo, like that, no matter what, Gringo, Gringo, no matter what happened, and I get it. You, you're making a good yeah. point, Gringo. It doesn't deserve a disqualification yeah. from a race. That's a right, right. That's, that's a that's massive fine. penalty for 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 yeah. served only only used at the worst of things, and this wasn't the worst of things. And even if it had piled up, again, no written right. warning. Well, once no, you make that decision, then you got to accept whatever comes your way, whether it's fair or unfair. He's you're not in control. Gallagher's <laughs> in control, obviously. You know what I'm saying? So right. I decided I'm going to take this dude out like that. And if something comes of it, that's what comes with it. You know, you're going to get into a fight with somebody, you get your ass kicked, and you just, you know, I got my ass kicked. I walked yeah, away. Whether it's, well, it's just the euphemism. All right. All right, Gringo, thanks. Do you, you ever go to the bar? What's, thanks, what's thanks Gringo. 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 It's Gringo. It's our regular uh, caller. He's a, he, we love yeah, Gringo. Yeah, Gringo, do you, you go to the bar sometimes probably, right? No, no, no. I don't. I don't drink, and I don't. Uh, I don't go to strip clubs since I caught a whiff of that. I caught a whiff of some... Uh, some bud honey there. I don't. I don't. I don't yeah. drink. I don't party. I, I hear you. Back Gringo. in the day, yeah. that's fine. You got you got kids or anything? Yeah, I got. Um, I got kids. Yeah, older kids. Right, so I'm fifty let's years say, old. Let's, let's say. Let's just imagine you got a little boy and he goes to school, right? And there's this kid at school yeah. that kicks him in the nuts every time he goes to school. All right, like every other day, he kicks him in the nuts. Right. And your kid comes home crying. He's like, "Man, I got kicked in the nuts today. This sucks. Like, I really hate this kid." And then finally, one day, right. your boy goes in and he socks him in the mouth. And then the teachers tell your kid he's expelled. I got you. I've been there, bro. I've had Homeland Security called on me and all of that bullshit. I I know I know what you're saying, (laughs) but I have to accept it because I've gone into I've gone into the school and disruptive and did you know got out of control and what happened? I had to pay the price. I've been down that road. I'm just I'm not attacking you. Don't misunderstand me. It's just that you did what you did, and you know that's it. You take it. Cool. Thanks, uh, thanks, Gringo. Appreciate it, bud. We're gonna gentlemen have a beautiful evening. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. 
Love Gringo. <laughs> Gringo's a very passionate fan. Um, Steve Bauer, what's up, man? How are you? Hey, how's it going? Good. Hey, Gringo's a pretty funny guy, isn't he? Gringo's great. Gringo's yeah. great. <laughs> Listen, Bauer, you know Gallagher. You've known Gallagher for 100 years. I've known Gallagher forever, man. So why – what – he broke up a fight between me and Rex Staten on the infield at Corona Raceway 40 years ago. Okay, so he's very angry. And whenever shit goes down, I always get a call from John, and he, he kind of like wants me to chime in and give, tell him what I think about stuff, about whatever went down over the weekend of there's some controversy. Um, he didn't call me after this weekend, but, but i got to tell you, and I just sat and watched the replay of that thing a few times, and Tyler, man, I mean, you know, you rode you rode out of our out of our Warthog rig, you know, you know me, and and uh, and hey, and you were on my fantasy team. I, I hated to see you get disqualified, but uh, but man, it looked like you were just, I mean. But Bauer, we've seen that move all the time. Well, yeah, but uh, we what, dude. I, I, oh, this is Bauer that ran the Warthog team. Yeah, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> oh God. I just. I uh, I don't get Steve. That that move has happened a lot in racing, and these guys don't get disqualified. I don't see it any. I don't see how you can agree any other way. It was a dirty. Well, I, would, yeah. I would agree with that, but you know, you know, you know how Gallagher is. He, he weighs it based on past. You know, he, you know that that's why there's no uniform penalty for for each infraction. Oh, so but, okay. So Tyler, have you ever been written up? Have you ever been told that the next time you do this will be right disqualified? Communication. Da- no. Tyler, have you ever been told any of this? Nope. Okay, so how? So Tyler, you know, how, how's he going to know all this, and how's he going to know the next time he knocks the guy down, he's going to be disqualified or anything? And and when well, was the last time I've done something like this? Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember. Right, that's what I thought. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but I I, I sat and I watched that that thing in Vegas, and that that was pretty gnarly when Barsha hit you. I mean, I wouldn't blame him for wanting to pin his leg well, against the cage. Well, I, I just I, – I, I, look, I like John, Steve. I just don't know how you can have his back on, on an emotional charge decision of a pass that, yes, was dirty, but yes, also happens weekly. Well, I'm, I'm not saying I have his back on this, but I'm just saying that, that the pass – it didn't look to me like it was even a pass. It looked to me like – I mean, where were they going for position? I mean, what, what yeah. place were you guys in? Uh, they were like seventh and eighth in the heat, I think. Bowers, weren't you? Like, I think. Yeah. Somebody. Yeah, I think it was yeah, eighth, ninth, right, ninth, like yeah, that. something like that. So, so we, we, what, we what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to set everybody at, at like a probation right off the bat? And you, uh, yeah, just, like, there's just, no way of, yeah. This no was a bad. Of, this was a bad call, Steve. Yeah, it, it could have been. I mean, I, I just, I think I don't know if it was a bad call. It was a bad. Uh, it was a little bit harsh on the penalty. That yes, that's what I meant. It's a bad call, harsh, yeah. bad, whatever you want to do. It, it, it wasn't. You got to admit that was a hell of a dismount by. Oh yeah, even Bowers, oh, even Bowers sure. admits it was a hell of a dismount. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of so, twinkle toe shit was that? Yeah, that was great. That's a man that's experienced in takeouts, right there. <laughs> that's like uh, he's so, on the catwalk in New York, just walking uh, down the. Thanks, runway. thanks, Steve. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. All right, guys. Appreciate see. it. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Uh, sales at pivotworks.com to save at vertexpistons.com. Uh, full full range of two stroke and four stroke pistons and replica high compression or GP style configurations. So, Tyler, I guess your meeting this weekend might be pretty interesting. I don't think so. I think it'll just be. Uh, I'm going to take it calmly and go mm-hmm. in there and and talk this out. And this this will be on the list along with some other things, uh, some track design things, and um, yeah, just stuff like that. So can I be can good. I can I give a suggestion for this meeting because media is not allowed yeah. and everything. Um, can you please ask? Uh, do 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 they need Pulpamex to buy another fucking net or two? Like, can you ask them? They work. They they work excellent. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, why don't? Why isn't there more? Why don't we use more? They can build bowl turns, put them at the end of the whoops in Oakland, and Justin Hill is a, is a much better off today. Um, yeah, it's there's no negative to these nets. Literally no negative. They look like they cost a couple grand, Bowers. Um, so can you if they need money from Pulp MX, let, let me know. Well, well, how about last year? Was it? Um, I think Indy. We lost the net in Indy after one of the rhythm yeah. sessions. Yeah, yeah. Harrison. I think Mitchell Harrison out. went into it. Yeah. Yeah, but. That net never came back after that. Like that was like halfway through the season, and they couldn't afford to get another net. I, I don't <laughs> like, know. All right, we're done with that one. No, for reals. Can you ask them? Like, hey, can you ask them why aren't there more nets? They work. Yeah. They they, they, they allow a better track, and they also are very safe for you guys out there. So I. Yeah, yeah I agree. Do you 100%. think those things are awesome? Do you think, Tyler, if you hit Justin Hill the same way, would have you got DQ'd? So that's my. That was my question as well. I, I said, you know, they, they said it was because it was retaliation. And I said, all right, so if I hit Justin Hill or Marvin Muskin, I've never had anything with. What if I knock the crap out of Marvin in the same way? What 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 happens then? Nothing? Yeah. And they said nothing. And I said, Bullshit. why? It's the move. It's the action. <laughs> like, why? That's the pr- uh, yeah. That's the, the guy. Problem. The guy that's broke the your ankle. And so- John told me on the phone after Vegas when he called me about it. He said, well. If we disqualify him now, it's at the end of the season. It doesn't really do anything to points or anything. So why, why would we do that? And I'm like, well, he broke my ankle. And he's like, yeah, you finished 21st because he didn't finish the last lap. I'm like, yeah. He's like, it doesn't really. Fuck, it's got to. You got to set a precedent. Like you can't Dude, just do and, that. And so okay, so you told us you told us it wasn't retaliation for that for, for that move and everything else. So you're gonna wait till round seven of a heat race. To That's get him back, thing. you know how many other times I've been near Justin. I, I, yes, Anaheim won. I wasn't feeling, and he went around me on the outside there, and I didn't clean him out. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. Like really? Anaheim won practice. Any, any kind of you've had yeah, you've had like, seven weeks, and you're just going to bury it until the, the heat race of you know what? I'm going to get this guy back in a heat race in Dallas. Yeah, like yeah. it doesn't. I mean, I, like I said, I, no lie, I was I was being aggressive, and it yeah. came out worse than what I had planned. But you know what I mean, like. Exactly. My intent wasn't, oh, my God, fuck this guy for breaking my leg a couple weeks ago. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't like that. I just, uh, I, I don't, yeah. It's a bad call. It's another It's another bad call in a series of bad calls we've seen over over time. So, yeah. um, It's not going to change. So, like, I'm, I don't want to be that guy, but it's not going to change. <laughs> Is it like well, Canadian Moto, well, Tyler? Sh- yeah. I, I've seen it from day <laughs> one. <laughs> What's that, Bowers? I said I heard the Canadian moto is even better. Yeah, you can ghost ride your bike into people and not get DQ'd. But man. if you miss a podium, you, you get you get docked. Yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you lose a championship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, hey, listen, uh, Tyler, uh, I appreciate you coming on. You could have told me no. It's three weeks in a row, and it's not a, it's not an easy topic to talk about, you know, and everything else. So I appreciate you coming on and telling us how it went down and your side of things. And um, yeah, like we talked about earlier in the show, it's just just a bad call. And and yeah, we'll see going forward how how it turns out from here. But uh, nice work again, like I said last week. Nice work on trying to get the riders together and meeting with promoters and, and AMA. I think that's a positive thing, and I hope that's, that goes. And let me know on that net answer when you can. Yeah, I'll, I'll work on that this week, and I'll say something about it, too. Yeah, please do. Do, uh, do we know how many how many we currently have right now? Is there only two? I think there's just two that they put together to make four in one current corner, right? Oh. Because we've seen two. I've seen two. Two out nets. There. Two, two Two areas. Two, yeah, two nets out there. Yeah. And, yeah, so. You know what you could do to throw everybody off, Tyler, is in that meeting? The first thing you say is, like, you think you could, like, groom in front of the grate, please? Like, before but, practice <laughs> or after after the qualifiers? So the, and just, like, <laughs> throw a curveball so they have no idea what. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're ready for this huge yeah. debate. And um, shut her down. Well, yeah. yeah. 
Uh, well, hey, but Tyler, uh, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll talk to you this weekend in Detroit, and uh, good luck with everything going forward, man. Awesome. Thank cool. you. Cool. Thanks. Well, <sighs> you want to know my thing? I, any, I, any of you can speak up right now. I, 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 <laughs> what did was it retaliation on his part? He said no. Does he think about that? Yes, of course you that you think about that, and I don't care if he didn't mess with them in Anaheim and all whatever. I just think yeah, of course you do think about it. That goes back to your point about uh, riders policing policing himself. themselves, and that's what exactly what he said. I asked him, and he said, "Yeah, it would have been done deal." Like, yeah. Do, do we know for a fact that Yamaha didn't mention it or throw a stink about it? Yeah, we don't know that for sure. I don't think we do know of Jimmy or someone from Yamaha. Right. Was it? Yeah, we don't know. It doesn't matter if if it, look. I don't know if it if it went down the way Tyler says, and right. we don't only have one side. But right. If it went down like Tyler says, it's. If, if if John Gallagher was going off so much that the AMA guy told him to leave the room, that's unprofessional. That is not a way to govern anything. Right. That is not a way to talk to a rider. That is not a way to um, you know deal with anything. And I like John. God, if, if I had a dollar marks for every time I said I like John Gallagher, <laughs> a lot of money, you know. But yes, but, but, you need but, a cool head no. in there though. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I, I don't. But I I, I don't think that he would have got. DQ'd if he hit somebody else other than Barsha. Well, Tyler, after you said that, Tyler said, you know, that John was yelling it was retaliation. But again, yeah. like, how do you know that, John? You don't know that. Maybe I missed my break. I don't know. You, you don't know that. I've had chances to get him before. Why am I going to wait till the heat was Wasn't the Bowers part of the MEC? Or was it Vegas last round? No, it was MEC. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know, man. So, Amy wasn't even involved in MEC, correct? Yeah, they're still there, I think. Okay. Or I don't know. Who, know, who, who the fuck knows? Okay. AMA, WADA, FIM, Fell, MX Sports, USADA. Yeah, I don't know AMAC. I don't know MEC was an AMA governed thing. I don't know. I don't know. All right, everybody. Uh, as you uh, as you've heard on the show before, FMF the drop. They've introduced it now. It's a first of its kind subscription service, an exclusive T-shirt every single month. Did you get yours? Yeah, I did. The new one. Saturday. The newest, newest. Yeah, the new, new. I didn't get it. Oh, you'll probably have it in the mail. Uh, maybe, I hope so. FMFRacing.com to go to, and go to the apparel section. Select FMF Drop Tee. Uh, 30 bucks plus $5 flat rate shipping. Choose your size and custom made to order FMFT. Really neat, neat idea and uh, kind of cool. And the man who uh, uh, thought about this and came up with it and everything else is the brains and the genius behind FMF Marketing, Donnie Emler Jr. What's up, little D? How are you, man? The pulpsters. What's happening? Thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. Of course, you got a packed house. Thanks for squeezing me in. Yeah, yeah. Eric from Works Connection is here. I can another icon in the industry, you know. So Heck yeah, thirty years in business for Works you Connection. You got Medaglia there too. Yeah, yeah. T-Dag. Yes. Hey, what's up, buddy? Are you are you racing GNCC or what? Uh, I might do the Florida round. I'm not. I'm not certain. Yeah. But, uh, I, and I like to thank you for uh, helping me out with uh, that pipe from my brother-in-law, Mitch. Yeah. That, that was huge. No worries. I'm always at the uh, the Florida round, so I always get to see you uh, sucking a bunch of black dirt in, in Palatica, Florida. <laughs> yeah, Dude, getting blisters. The by, the, by the way, that's fucking cool. That the, Tyler does that? Yeah. I've always said about Tyler, so when he was a factory rider in Canada, quote-unquote, he'd show up at Redbud. Right. You know, he came down to race some Supercrosses. He rides GNCCs. Right. A lot of Canadian riders are like, oh, God, I'm going to stick to my 10 races and my little bubble and just yeah. and never leave. And Tyler's like, cool, a race, I'll do it. Right. Right. Just, like, whatever. Well. Yeah, and it was cool because uh, not only was Tyler there, but Benoit was there racing the first couple, I think like five rounds last year he did, or the first couple, and mm-hmm. 
those guys go out there and like hole shot and they're it's like a three-hour race and i think tyler you've had some bike issues in the past or whatever but like you're running up front it's gnarly yeah you what's you just told us you were leading the last years or you well i i was leading at one point in florida after an hour and then um i had like a podium position with like a half a lap to go and my my chain wore through the chain guide completely and derailed (laughs) and i ended up getting uh a fifth but i mean it's pretty badass it's, it's that's not Those races dude. are like, you know, like people ask me, like, hey, you're going to go into GNCC after you're done moto? I'm like, man, it's like three times as hard. <laughs> yeah. It, and, and especially that round, it, it literally is like, obviously, it's Florida sand, like silty, like, and then you get this black stuff. And when those get, when you guys pull off the track and after three hours of just going at it like wide open, I mean, you guys can't even breathe. That stuff is everywhere. I, I literally only walked around that place last year, and I had I was like picking black boogers out of my nose just from walking around. Yeah. The, uh, another thing about that place too is like right off the start, you you have to go through water, so you're soaked ten <laughs> seconds into the race, and you have to race with yeah. wet gloves for three hours. Um, yeah. So, so Tyler, you, you've raced moto, you've done cross country mountain biking, right? Races mm-hmm. like. The cyclocross stuff is where you're yeah. on a road bike with mountain bike tires or something? Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah. Okay, yeah. and you've done mountain bike racing? Mm-hmm. You've done road bike racing? Yes. What's the longest road bike ride race you've been in? Uh, I've I've raced a you know, century down okay. in Florida. Yeah. Okay, so rank them in order. like Hardest. Hardest to... Uh, GNCC is probably the hardest. Really? Yeah, it is gnarly. <laughs> I mean, that one in Florida, I, I don't know, maybe it's just because... It is like riding gophers for three hours. And okay, you yeah. do six 30-minute motos yeah, yeah. in a row. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to ride at the front, like those guys like Caleb and they're, Thad, they're, yeah. they're motoing the whole time. It's There's like, no pacing themselves. It's like, unbelievably yeah. impressive. Dude, that's gnarly. Like, okay, what's next? I, uh, I did the, uh, the FMF Steel Creek round, um, and it was only the, I only did the two-hour class, and yeah. I was like, this is – and. And I got to do it like in the morning, so the the course was like you know still prime, and towards the end it's you know beat to all hell. But then I'm like thinking like these guys are just now starting their three hour race, and this this course is just blown apart, and they're just starting their race. <laughs> it's so uh, gnarly. Yeah, I did a I did I did two of them. Unadilla, I quit. It was pouring rain. <laughs> Mud. No goggles, no gloves. Unadilla I'm out. Gnarly too. And uh, I did the uh, in Crawfordsville in industry class. I got oh, fifth. Okay. Yeah, that one's good. Yeah, that one was fun. I had to. I literally could not take my hands off the bars when I pulled in when I was done. I could not peel <laughs> my. Locked. They were locked on the bars. Yeah. I just that was it. I was done. I was like, I just, I'm gonna have to be buried with a K- KTM 125. <laughs> um. So what was next, Tyler, for you after that? Um, so GNCC number one. GNCC number one. I think uh, midsummer motocross is, is okay. tough. That like Gopher Dunes. Gopher Dunes is yeah. Right. It's a gnarly race, and then. Um, road racing isn't as, unless you're like, if you're in a breakaway and you're like, you know, going for it for long, long periods of time, that's, that's pretty tough. But mm-hmm. like cyclocross is kind of like motocross where you're, you're going yep. for an hour at like a, you know, at your heart rate just plateaus at okay. like peak for an hour. Yep. So it's kind of there with motocross and cross country mountain bike is, you know, it's all kind of close, but okay. GNCC is like a, a yeah. step above. Well, if you want to race at the, at, at, you know, yeah. at the sharp end of the race. Right. I know. think when Caleb showed up little D at Unadilla last year, uh, obviously look, it was muddy. So it favored him, but that really opened some eyes for some people dude. where they're like, look at this dude. You no, know, well, he could have picked, yeah. his, he could have picked his bike up and then kept racing until the next moto started <laughs> and right? still, and still had the same lap time. So it's crazy. <laughs> So yeah, um, that was pretty yeah, impressive. That, that, was a, that was impressive, and it was a bummer that he that he kind of jacked obviously jacked up his shoulder and, and ended up having to have surgery. But uh, 
yeah, for see him come out and especially I mean it, when it when it started getting muddy you're like okay game on this is uh this is Caleb's uh this is his jam right here they like to race in the mud yeah <laughs> no they they really do um hey so uh how's the drop going how is that sub- subscription go- going uh for you yeah you know I think it's just fun man it's something different and you know I enjoy doing things a little bit out, outside the box and definitely a subscription service is nothing outside the box but what we did like you mentioned, what we did was cool is that the uh, the shirts that we design every month only are for the the uh, this team members. So uh, that'll never be sold online, never be in the store. So it's like kind of like a one and done thing. We build just as many as we uh, subscribers as we have, and um, each month we're working with a different artist. So uh, you know this this month, uh, Steve, as soon as you actually get your box, hopefully uh, the the first one I shipped to your old address. So uh, that that was that was on me. And, uh, but, uh, you should be getting it soon, but we, uh, we teamed up with the guys at Wolf Enduro and, uh, it's pretty neat. It's just, it's, it's the artist's take on what they see with the FMF logo. So okay. there's no rules, no restrictions, you know, each month it's a different guy. Um, and so it's just fun. It's like, like I said, it's something different, something new and, uh, yeah, it's, it's going good. Maybe we can design one. Maybe we can do a pulp MF. Pulp I, MX I like it. FMF collab one month. Pulp, put, Pulp FMF. Yeah. Put you, let's put you in the uh, the drop lineup. We're, yes. we're, we're, we're doing that. Let's do it. What's your, what's your vision, Steve? What well, was your vision? Well, it's not be? the Wall of Cox, first of all. Yeah, it wouldn't be the Wall of Cox. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. I, I mean, I think my vision would be like, it's such an iconic logo. It's just an iconic company. Yeah. And then we're not. So I think we'll, <laughs> I think we'll do something like along that lines where, you know, it'll be like a little... I think a mixture of logos, but FMF will be the one that's kind of coming up on top. Like almost like FMF is King Kong on top of Empire State Building, and we're going to be oh. one of the planes. Oh. That's right off the top of my head. Okay, that's right off the top of my head. head. <laughs> um, so oh, that's good to hear. Yeah, no, I'm glad. And uh, uh, again, go to fmfracing.com. Go to the apparel section. Select FMF Drop T, and uh, hopefully I get mine soon. I can't wait. I wore mine the other day. So nice. Uh, one thing though, Donnie, on social, one thing on social, uh, people are saying, what about other colors? Yeah, I saw that. You know what? <clears throat> That's the hard part. So, like, we we definitely did a different color this time. So everyone. Oh, okay. All right. I didn't. Calm, I didn't see calm it. Calm down. So. All right. <laughs> yeah. But you know, <clears throat> you know, we're we're kind of a little scared to like go too far outside the box. So you yes. got to kind of keep it like to where you know you don't want to scare people away. Like come out with like a yellow T-shirt or something like that. But right. It'll be. Uh, we're definitely changing it up. The next one's going to be. I'm. I'll let you people know now. It's going to be kind of like a navy blue color. So wow. everyone that. It's tired of just wearing black shirts all the time. Uh, calm down. We're, we're coming out with some colors here. Um, but, uh, no, it's, it's been cool, and I appreciate you guys, you know, posting the stuff. And, uh, you know, it's just another fun little project from from uh, the crazy people at FMF that make exhaust pipes and, and love to, uh, I don't know, spread spread the word through the apparel um, uh, game. Some, one of our listeners wanted to know if it's available internationally. It is obviously the shipping is definitely not five dollars. Yes. <laughs> but uh, it is uh, uh, it is available, and actually we got a, quite a few people from Canada that signed up like right away, which was really cool. Oh, I mean, way. that's the neat thing about it is like people are you know when they're they just love the brand when they're when they're buying something they're spending thirty five dollars a month and they have no idea what they're getting. So uh, you know, and, and seeing people from you know different parts of the world, New Zealand, Australia that, mm-hmm. that want it, want to be a part of it, and. Um, so that's definitely the cool thing, and you know we we love our all of our fans, you know, all over the world, um, you know. So it's uh, it's neat. Yeah, it, it is really cool, and it's something different from the industry that we can 
you know, nobody really doing it, I don't think. So it's kind of kind of neat that you thought about thought about that outside the box. Yeah, I mean, people are doing the the subscription thing, but they're like mystery boxes and yeah. like stuff that they need to get rid of box. off the shelf. You right. know, it's right. like stuff that they need to move. So it's like, well, we're going to make you a mystery box, and so I'm like, well, how can we take ours and mm-hmm. elevate? It? And it's it is a lot of work because you got to you know we we have to print the shirts. So that's why it takes like you know january's order just shipped on the 15th because we need that time to see mm-hmm. who's all signed up get it printed you know work with the artist get everything done buttoned up and we always try to throw something cool in the box too yeah. um you know last last month was a, a meta uh a meta book um so that's it's just yeah it's cool it's like thinking of things off the cusp that they're like right. normally you wouldn't be able to pull off so i uh, uh we enjoy i forgot to tell you this but the the, the one you shipped to my other address just showed up a couple weeks ago here and the guy goes the, the postman usps knocks on the door it goes here's your here's a package for you and i'm like oh okay and he's like i need seven dollars what yeah what yeah i couldn't i've never i i'm like what cod i'm like he goes you have, it's 770 and i'm like here you go he's like cool man have a good day and i'm like i got my january i got my december or january dropbox hey huh. And that was the best. Like at the beginning, we didn't have enough like budget or margin in between because we, you know, we we didn't have we didn't couldn't do a custom box. So like I'm in my front yard, literally spray painting with a stencil like the FMF logo on these. Oh, boxes. are you really? <laughs> and, and it, it was cool. It was cool. But like after the second month of doing it, I'm like, I told Alex, our, my apparel guy, I'm like, dude, we are getting custom boxes because I'm not doing this anymore. My back is blown out and bending over. I can't breathe. My oh. grass is ruined. It's it's fluorescent orange because I I didn't put a <laughs> a towel down or something like that that's <laughs> oh, really so, a custom yeah. box i like that it's really really is yeah, so, so now we went now we went to an actual printed box already right. so it's one less uh, stressful thing at, at one point i was like if i touch if the only thing i haven't touched on this on this subscription service yet is actually screen printing the shirts like <laughs> I, I'm, I'm doing the invoicing i'm, yeah. I'm doing the printing labels <laughs> i'm doing it all oh and, man uh, yeah, it's it's cool. Uh, 702-586-7857. You got a question for Donnie Elmer Jr. from FMF. Give him a call. And uh, hey, so I've always in, I'm always interested in this. And one time I talked to, to Mitch about Mitch Payton about this, and and he kind of kind of uh, told me that that it was true. And I want to see if for if it's true for you guys. Do you? So you're invested with a lot of teams. You got a lot of uh, wins under your belt with different teams. Is what wins at the races? your bigger selling models like the the sponsorship of a Yamaha team or a Husqvarna team or the KTM team or whatever, all the people, all the teams you work with, does it come in in terms of sales? Like Mitch said, yes, Cowie 250Fs sell well for him for obvious reasons. Yeah. And I think, you know, obviously they've done a great job at, at the way they market is, you know, through their race team and having that tie with Kawasaki and, you know, back in the day, we had that tie with Honda for, for mm-hmm. three or four years when we were racing, and we kind of, like, took a step back. And we're like, man, we're getting, like, really pigeonheld as being just a, a Honda, you know, kind of exhaust company. And so that's kind of when we branched out and started, you know, getting some teams on different bikes and, and to where we are today. Um, and I think it definitely does translate to sales. But, I mean, man, there's it's, – it's, there's, I get asked this question all the time. I mean, there's just so much. I mean, we – you know, we do – you know, every major event, FMS is the sponsor of. Mm-hmm. We advertise in, you know, all the magazines. We we race at the factory level. We race at the off-road level. We race at the amateur level. So there's it's really hard to pinpoint, like, one thing where, you know, if you were a smaller company, you could definitely see, like, the movement in the sale, like, if it moved the needle. Yep. So it's, it's kind of hard because we're, we're, we're a bigger company, and, you know, our product goes to distributors. And so you don't get that initial, like, right. real quick 
reaction, you know? So it's definitely, I think like, you know, it's long-term. So like we've been with, you know, the star racing Yamaha team for, for 10, you know, 10 plus years. So I think like people seeing that over time, they just know like, okay, FMF's on Yamaha teams, they're on KTM, they're on, you know, all the Huskies. Um, so, you know, I think it definitely does move the needle, uh, to what extent it's kind of hard to say. I mean, I, I feel like we have a really good market share in definitely the KTM Husky arena and mm-hmm. the Yamaha. Yeah, I'd agree um, with the KTM Husky thing. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, yeah. Killing well, it on those. Well, also too, Donnie, he didn't say this, but the Austrians, the R and D team work with FMF. Yep. So yep. I'm sure Donnie can elaborate more on it. Yeah. I mean, that's something kind of you know we've had a long long relationship with ktm but this year we kind of um did a an exclusive deal with them to where you know you can really um you're you're purchasing the product directly through ktm husqvarna dealers um we're getting the bikes um almost a year in advance um consider their p3 model so it's basically like their last bike before production um we're building uh product it's being tested ridden in austria they send austrians over here to test ride you know, when like Sleater was working there, he was doing a lot of testing. And so our, our actual our product that's available for the KTM and Rock, uh, Husqvarna are actually, they're mapped to go with their stock motors. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty cool. And and the idea of having, you know, product first first to market um, with a company like KTM is it's pretty special. So, you know, it took a long time to get there, to get to this point that we're at. And, um, you know, racing with a lot of their, their programs over, over in Europe and, and here, obviously, in the States with, you know, off-road and, uh, Rockstar Husky and Detroit Lee team. So, um, yeah, that's been, yeah. it's, it's a new kind of relationship of that exclusive kind of format. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's been neat to see how it's, uh, how it's grown. And, uh, thanks for the system that I'm getting for my blue crew bike. I'm yeah. looking forward to that. Kiefer, you, you, d- you did some little bit of testing on that. Yeah. So it, it's cool. Like I talked with George and George has been an FMF for many years yep. and he's in the dyno room, just dyno and doing stuff. And, um, we got together and he sent me some, you know, a few things and I tried it and gave him some feedback and yeah, that system on the Yamaha is really good. So, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's hard to beat the it's stock tough. one, right? Yeah, there's certain systems on production bikes that are really good, and there's some that are easy to beat, but the Yamaha is super good stock. Yeah. And I've tried other mufflers where it's like you lose that bottom end and you lose that excitement on the Yamaha, and that's where that bike is really good. So I uh, put the FMF on, and I still keep all that stock RPM fun excitement feeling, right. but yet you get more of a broad pull. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, thanks, Donnie. I can't wait well, to try it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's and that's what's important, too. You know, it's not, you know, we're not just making a product that, uh, you know, gear or whatever, you know, obviously in, in motorcycle gear, the fit's got to be good, all this kind of stuff. But, you know, for us, we, you can't just build a pipe and, and throw it on the dyno and be like, cool, it's good on the dyno, it, it beat the stock pipe. You know, that's, you know, really everyone has, you know, really great feedback and opinion. So that's why we work with the media guys. That's why we work with, with Kiefer on, on testing stuff, race teams, our, mm-hmm. our athletes. So, it's really, really important to, to get that, that feedback because there is stuff that sometimes, uh, like, yeah, like the, the one Yamaha pipe that we were in production with at first was like, yeah, it was really good on the dyno, but on the track, it was a whole different story. Mm-hmm. So getting that feedback and being able to change that, obviously we've talked about this before on the show, but put it, putting it right back into production as kind of like a running change. Yeah. Um, it's, that type of stuff's really, really important. And, and to get this feedback and being able to obviously – have the uh, the manufacturing capabilities that we do and be able to change stuff that quick on the fly um so it's it, there's 
again, there's so many different aspects of, of building an exhaust that you have to, you want to, you want to have an exhaust that can work for, for the average mm-hmm. rider because not everyone can ride it at Chris's speed or, or a pro athlete speed. So you got to have something you kind of, for, for everyone, you know? Yeah. So. Um, two stroke pipes. Are we, are we still, I mean, is the nickel plating still outselling the raw ones? Really? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, people, people. <laughs> Come well, you gotta on. think, like, especially especially these days. I mean, the the two strokes obviously made a, a really big resurgence in yep. the off road world because the they're, the off road bikes are just so good with uh, as a two stroke. And you know, most people are riding these things in like extreme kind of conditions where they don't want to be you know polishing their pipe up every time they they finish riding it and they're riding in the water and it's rusting up. So you know that that was really what changed the game for fmf in it was the, you yeah. know in the late, late 80s early 90s dude, when, dude, when you guys was. dropped that in like 89 i think i think it was 89 maybe 88 yeah. it was a game changer like for yep. sure <laughs> no i mean it it really really changed the you know the face of, of fmf and then really kind of skyrocketed us yep. to you know to that other where we weren't just so you know, and and to this day we're not like it's not everything's about racing for us. Uh, right. For us, like, and you know we love riding. Like you know, my dad rides a two stroke. He he rides once a week with Daniel Laporte. You know, I ride. Like we we really just sometimes people in this industry get so focused on just like the racing side of it, mm-hmm. but the outside world is so much bigger. Of people that just ride motorcycles with their family and they enjoy it, and you know, so it's it's kind of like that. That that's what keeps it fun for for me from like a marketing standpoint because you know i can i'm sure everyone gets tired of just like all race 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 all the time and like going to the events and stuff and like but if i can go to a gncc race and see like the families that are there hanging mm-hmm. out and, and, and race one of the events there or just go out well, to the desert with my buddies and go riding like that time that you can share with those people on the trails and like the, the stories that's what like keeps like it yeah, refreshing and fun can you just give them a scotch bright pad and some wd-40 some MPPL. Just send it with the pipe. Yeah, send Dude, it with, with the pipe. The, I mean, come lime on. Lime away. Lime away. Oh, Trust, uh, yeah. Eric, you you ride a two-stroke, Eric? I used to use lime away. Pl- plated or non-plated right now? <sighs> plated. Stock. Oh, stock ATM. Okay, stock. all right. Stock. But but it is easy maintenance. He, we're the minority. Like, yeah. what he's saying is the majority of people, like, a lot of people don't know how to do that shit. They want to put both the stuff on and just ride. They don't want to do all that yeah. shit. I just... Hey, how I'm did one you... of them, dude. I don't want to work on my bike. Honestly, I don't like... I, I'm, like, not a fan I... of working on dirt bikes. So if I only have to change a filter and, like, wipe stuff down, right. I'm good. Like... I don't... Uh, look, I don't want to make this all about Kiefer because earlier on, Forkner was on and proved his theory correct. But yes. Kiefer... That's Don- right. Donnie, you talked about riding and everything else, and this asshole across from me would not leave me alone about riding a dirt bike. Like, it, it got so annoying. He drove a Suzuki up a couple year- last year and said, here you go, you know, start riding again. And I didn't ride for seven years. No dirt bike riding for seven years, Donnie. And and he got me a Suzuki, and I started riding it, and now I got Blue Crew, and I'm I'm enjoying riding a dirt bike. I had a great day like two weeks ago. Yeah. I had to text him and tell him about my great day, which makes him happier than everybody else because yes. nobody likes riding a dirt bike more than Chris Kiefer. Right. So, <laughs> yes, I, I'm getting back into it, and I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying riding my dirt That's bike. I, I'm remembering, you know, the fun that I have riding a dirt bike. So, Well, I mean, especially like you. I mean, obviously, you travel so much, and it's like you, you don't, like, want to be around dirt bikes probably, you know, more than you have to. Right. But it's like that thing where, like, Man, they bring us such a smile to to our faces when we do ride them, and 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 so much fun. And 
everything just like goes away when you have to ride your bike because you have to you have to think about right. what you're doing you're doing five things at once like I, I try to explain to people that don't ride i'm like you know your mechanical skills that you're working with you don't have time to think about anything else and it's mm-hmm. just so fun to just be like go out check out i don't have to think about work like you know half the time i'm probably like you guys but i wake up in the middle of the night and my mind's racing about stuff about work i'm writing stuff down next to my bed i'm like what am i doing i can't even like sleep and <laughs> And, you know, you, you go ride your dirt bike and you do not think about work and it's, um, it's right. amazing. And that's what's like most fun about just being able to check out. So I'm on the opposite. I wake up and think about how I can be better and do stuff better testing or riding. <laughs> so mine's different. <laughs> um, hey, by the way, Donnie, while we're ta- how did your dad come up with this plating on a pipe? Like, how, like I said, game changer. How did, what happened there? What did he do? Yeah, I just, I just think he, you know, he, he knew that, okay, like, Mitch has the the racing world yep. covered. What can, what can I do? Obviously, it's a two stroke market at that point. There's yeah, no, you right. know, there's barely any four stroke XR 400s or whatever. But you know, so he's like, what can I do differently? And I'm he was he's like, I I'm not in the racing game. Like I don't have you know every factory team running my right. running my pipe right now. So how can I be different? So then he went after the the off road crowd and just kind of like just the average rider and like. I think to this day we're kind of like every man's brand yeah. kind of like every man's rider exhaust company, you know? So, um, it changed, know, it, changed the, we, it changed the game for, for FMF. It yeah, really did. Yeah. Yeah. So that, and it, it went the right direction. You know, obviously there was a lot of heat at first, like, Oh, that's, you know, Klamath, Chrome, Banshee, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but, you know, obviously, you know, you were in business to sell product and, and that sold a lot of product. Dude, so, you, and it, you put and it that allowed us to, be here 45 years later <laughs> that so. pipe and an fmf rad valve those were also big yeah. that was the shit on our rm125 oh, right. i forgot about the rad valve. every single rm125 of all my buddies and all the pros in canada had fmf pipe with the rad valve on it brent shuri was selling it brent shuri was the importer back then yeah. from saskatchewan and dude he must have made thousands of dollars hundreds of thousands oh. of dollars on that on that setup right there rad valve rad chrome valve. pipe that's right call it a day stamp it um Boom. Hey, Donnie, so you travel a lot. You yeah. go to, like you said, you go to a lot of different events, Supercross, Motocross, mm-hmm. Enduros, GNCC. What is, what is an underrated event that you love to go to? What is an underrated industry event, ride day, race? Um, I don't think it's like that. I mean, I love, obviously, like you said, traveling to different types of events, yep. going over to Europe, the MXGPs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the... Uh, we've talked about it before, but I think obviously the MXGP riders are way underrated over here, and obviously they keep proving themselves. So <laughs> yes, that would, yeah. that's not an underrated event, but those are I feel like uh, sometimes underrated riders. But um, you know, I don't know. I love you know Mammoth Motocross is not definitely not underrated because yeah, everyone, everyone knows about it. But it right. It's just it's the way they run the event, the way you know the way it is for vet weekend and just being able to go out there and, and check out and get away and, and do other stuff after riding. So I don't know. I, I've never been I to Mammoth. Like off the top of my head. It's cool. I've it's, never been to Mammoth. You almost so, go to, you almost go to so Mammoth too. You've been I, I was supposed to go in 98 and work for Danny Smith and he blew his knee out the day before we were supposed to leave. Oh. So I think that's when he was on an FMF. One he was, yes, yeah, he was on an FMF Honda. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Eric, have you been to Mammoth? long time ago and you back you, in the 80s did, did you love it like, it was great yeah. yeah you almost go for the atmosphere as well like i love yeah. just going up there to fish do other shit and then you have the I, motocross no, too. Yeah. i heard the yeah. tracks not as good as it used to be just it's a little bit harder packed than it used yeah. to be yeah. yeah yeah 
but it definitely hasn't changed. It's pretty much the same track, and uh, yeah. Is it yeah. only open for that weekend? Yes. Yep. Oh, so you can't go ride any other time? Okay. Nope. It's that ten days. It's open for that's like their permit with the Forest Service. Uh-huh. And wow. With, you know, us us dirty, filthy dirt bikers bring a lot of money to that town though during the summertime. So um, yep. I'm glad they keep it going. You know. Yeah, I heard they're the ski mountains open until after July this year because there's so much snow. Oh, so this, sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. When it won't stop raining in California. Yeah. Hey, little D, um, what? Um, you got to stop covering the mouth, oh, sorry, Tyler. Man. You sorry. keep covering the he mouth. He gets really angry when you fuck um, with yeah. No, he's, just, he's, he's covering his mouth. He doesn't understand. Yeah. There's a mic there. Okay. Yeah. Um, what bike is like the hardest one and and you could do easiest one like to like recently that's given you most trouble to like get any gains out of like what pipe what bike is like yeah, man pop- it's really hard to get gains out of this bike and then what bike on the other hand is like oh we we like instantly just yeah. figured it out yeah i think it like it used to be uh, four stroke pipes were pretty easy to make a you know real quick change and make them way better uh because i think by like the the bikes kind of were getting obviously so expensive that by the time like this they went to go work on the stock pipe they're like well people are going to change it anyway so like just put this ugly thing on mm-hmm. and <laughs> And now, like, they're getting better because they want their, you know, stock bike to be, you know, winning shootouts, obviously, and, and be better than, than the other brands. So they're they're definitely putting some significant R&D time because you can, you can tell, like, the brands that have put, you know, like a, a Husky KTM puts a lot of time into their, you know, their stock exhaust is really, really nice. I shouldn't be saying that, but um, an FMF1 looks really way cooler and works better but uh the yamaha probably recently has probably been the one that's kind of given us like the the most not not the most fit but it's you know yeah, obviously some time to work from a, yeah well and, and from a tooling perspective you know everything's it's different the way it wraps around the motor so now we're you know you're trying to like sell an exhaust system that's not just totally you know going through the cost of yeah. you know, fifteen hundred dollars or whatever and you're trying to figure out how can you make this thing to where you know, where it's still affordable for people because this bike's already, you know, 10, 11 grand out the door. And now you're, you're saying that an exhaust system is going to be for a Honda dual. Now you're talking another, you know, $1,400. And so it's, it's kind of like, that's kind of the frustrating part. It's like they're, they're, they're putting a lot of time and effort into the exhaust, but like, then it's costing so much money for us to, to produce and manufacture. And then obviously the cost for the, for the re in, in customer. So, hmm. but I would say the Yamaha for sure. Yeah. Am I gonna have to really Kiefer to change this exhaust? Like, is there a lot of shit going on? Do I? Can I? There's do a couple of tricks that I could show you because okay. I've done it so many times. Yeah. Okay. Because I, yeah, I yeah. don't, I don't, I don't want to work on the bike. There's a couple of tricks, but I'll show you. Okay. Yeah. I had to change. Yeah, t- I, did. I had to change tires a little D the other day and I put a sprocket on. I, did, oh. I hated it. I hated it. So. Um. Yeah, I don't do that. I don't do that stuff. I run moose tubes in my <laughs> off-road bike, so I purposely don't have to be the guy on the trail that gets a flat and then be like, dude, I'm just. Yeah, I'm riding it out of here. Like I'm not changing the tire. <laughs> so I just I run moose tubes, so I don't have to be that guy. Um, hey, so Stasic uh, Cycles, uh, we had rags on last week. Uh, guy yeah, used to yeah, work for the KTM, that. and um, yeah, man. So you're helping them out a little bit here and there, and working with them. And we're doing a giveaway that we're going to announce next week uh, on Instagram. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, so you guys posted the the giveaway post, so you guys can go to the Pulp MX show uh, where you guys posted the uh, thing. It's really easy for for you to enter to win one of these uh, little electric bikes. And uh, the reason why I kind of got involved is obviously I have uh, a three-year-old now mm-hmm. and uh, I really, when Rags was telling me about it and how he developed it with it, like literally his kids growing up, like that's how he made this thing. 
And uh, when he was getting ready to, to launch the brand as an actual company, you know, I, I just I wanted to be there to help him out on some of the marketing side. And man, they've just they've they've taken off, obviously. And I hope a lot of people have seen them. And you know, it is uh, it is a little, little electric. Uh, bike that's got three different speeds, a little throttle. So it, the biggest thing for me is it's it's teaching kids the, the skills to transfer over to like a PW50 or whatever yeah. without having to just go from a bicycle to a heavy PW50 for a little kid. And man, these kids are like two years old. I saw Kerry Hart just posted a photo of his two-year-old like literally got on this thing and just started twisting the throttle <laughs> and, he, and he's gone. Yeah. So it's what it's really doing is just hopefully creating more riders to the sport. And that's what we need. You know, we need families to get involved and and for moms not to be so scared when they walk into a dealership and the dad wants to buy a motorcycle. It's like, well, now they've already seen how good these kids can be at such a young age. Uh And when they do get on a little motorcycle, it's like, okay, like mom doesn't feel so scared about letting her kid ride a, ride a dirt bike. Right. So, and all of us, collectively in this industry we need more people to be riding dirt bikes more dirt bike sales that's why we're mm-hmm. in, you know there's yep. a lot of companies that are in business so you know that's what really really excites me about the the brand and and obviously you guys doing a giveaway so that's really cool so we're going to announce like you said the, yep. the winner next week on, on the show and uh someone's gonna someone's yeah. gonna win a little these things are sweet yeah these things are sweet rags is a smart motherfucker dude yeah Okay, that's you, why he was only a mechanic on. for one year, and he got out. L- listen, where I'm going yeah. with this? You guys are talking shit about my PDS shock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, we were. Yep. Rags had something to do with that, and that's one of the reasons why that thing was so good. Well, okay. So Rags knew something that every other suspension guy didn't know. Absolutely. Okay. All right. I'm telling you. So we were talking last week about the PDS shocks being garbage in the yeah. whoops, Donnie. And Kiefer's all pissed because his worked like magic in the whoops. He had the only PDS that could go through a set of stadium whoops. After we tested with Rags, the race team that year started running our setting. Well, it didn't work. Well, just tell Does it work, be- does it work better with a big bore? Yeah, uh, yeah Absolutely exactly. That was, Everything works better with a big that's bore. That's why, Kiefer. You had 160 cc's pulling you through whoops. A little bit more than that, but yeah. yeah exactly. Oh. exactly. <laughs> Kiefer, Kiefer ran a big bore in Supercross, and it's hilarious, uh, little Donnie. because awesome. DV, DV didn't know him at all no. and was factory Yamaha DV. And yeah. and at Anaheim, he's sitting there watching practice, and Kiefer came into the stands, and DV started yelling, big bore yeah. at Kiefer. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'd, have to, I'd have told the Frenchman, like, hey, just chill down, dude. Just <laughs> yeah, bro. Yes. He just watched Kiefer triple from the inside and was like, oh, yeah, big yeah. boy. Yeah, it was pretty obvious. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know what the French guy's saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the big Take the means. French out of your mouth, David. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, hey, Donnie, thank you for coming on. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Uh, FMFRacing.com, uh, apparel section, and select the drop program for that. We're promoting that as well, of course. All things FMF, two-stroke. Four stroke. Uh, yeah, lots of things going on with FMF as usual. And you can call btlsports.com, mention Pulp MX, and get a deal on FMF. So uh, thanks, man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, we really appreciate you guys and uh, supporting Pulp MX for all these years. And uh, yeah. Eric, following your company, Works Connection, it's awesome. And Kiefer, thank you. And Medaglia, I don't know if where, where he's at, but um, yeah. My uh, my next event's uh, heading to Daytona for Supercross and the GNCC race, so I'm, cool. I'm excited. Awesome, man. Well, thanks again for coming on. Thanks, yeah, D. Thanks, Don. All right, guys. All right, see you. Thanks, guys. See you. Donnie Emmer Jr. from FMF. Well, good guy. Yeah. Interesting guy, really, really. I remember when I worked at FMF Honda in 98. Just little, a little, yeah, little guy. 14-year-old kid <laughs> yeah. running around. Uh, someone in the chat room here, uh, Eric, says uh, that uh, he hung with you at, at uh, Mammoth in uh, the mid-'90s. Okay. And you were there with Lampson and Jake Windham. 
Yes. Which totally makes Jake sense. Yes. Wow. Yep. So mid nineties. Yeah. Jake he the said, jailer. Yeah. He said that's that's when you mid-90s. were there. Mid so. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, thanks for Donnie for coming on. Uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Job of the week. Up- upload your resume for free. Uh, you want to get in the industry? It's a good way to get started right here. We reach re, re, we we re jobs each week. And uh, Liat this week is the out is the jail the job of the week. Outside sales rep, Northern California, Northern Nevada. Uh, they're looking for an outside sales rep at Liat. Uh, category will, will the rep will have to meet category objectives and sales revenue targets by driving sales at the dealer level. So go to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com and get involved with uh, Leah if you want or any of those jobs on there. WPS was on there hiring. Honda was hiring. Uh, absolutely go to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Upload your resume for free. Red, red. And that's the uh, that's the job of the week this week. Uh, thanks to BTOSports.com, Fly Racing, Racetech Suspension and Engines, Vortex Racing, Roost MX, Vertex Pistons, X-Brand Goggles, EVS Sports, Michelin Starcross 5, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, FMF, Atlas Neck Brace, Stop. Just keep going. Works Connection, Guts Racing, Get Data, OGO Power Sports, WUSA, Eagle Grit, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, LA Honda World, and Ride Engineering all on board with us tonight. Hey, what? Did you take your Ridgeline for the for the deal? What's that? The Ridgeline had a recall. Yeah, I don't know if I... I didn't get nothing in the mail. Oh, you didn't? I saw that. Did you? Yeah, I took mine in already. Oh, okay. I don't... I fuel, got a... Fuel catching pump. fire and those things? No, or? fuel pump or something. Yeah, I if guess. you wash it, 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 it corroded the fuel pump or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, X-Brand Goggle Tear-Offs, Marks. Let's do this. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire. This is, this is still so loud. Like, if my kid's sleeping and I'm listening to the show, it'll wake... It scares the shit out of the baby and wakes Blame it. Blame him. Wakes it, he can adjust the volumes. <laughs> <laughs> You're waking babies well, up, I just, man. No, it's, I still notice it's I'm just loud. saying. I'm very know. sorry. It's um, okay. <laughs> X-Brand Goggles, the choice of champions everywhere. Ricky Brabeck were an X-Brand. Chisholm, Ray, Seven Deuce Deuce, Ben LeMay, Vince Freeze. Gary Sutherland. Gary Sutherland. That's right. I talked to Gary's uh, wife today. How is she? Well, she was good. Okay. X-Brand Goggles, choice of champions. Pulp MX, Pulp Show 19 is the code to save. XBrandGoggles.com. Have you ever used X-Brand, Tyler? Um... You should. I have. You should try. I have. Oh. I, I did use them All right. for Fantastic. a little bit. Fantastic. Good to hear. Uh, Kiefer needs to wear them. And uh, Eric Phipps, official goggle of Eric Phipps. Actually, little Richard went riding with us over the weekend. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. These questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Have you ever heard of him? Mm. I have never heard of him. Well, I've heard of him. I've never met him. No. No. Eric? No. Okay. Uh, 30 seconds on the clock. Here we go. Steve. Yep. Which do you give more credit to Webb's success this season, the KTM or Alden's program? Can I go 60-40 KTM? Is that... Is 60 more than 40? No, I'm just saying like... So the KTM. 60% KTM, 40%. (laughs) Fuck off, Marks. (laughs) (laughs) Kiefer. Yeah. Uh, What's been more disappointing, Rocks and not yet getting a win or Tomac pulling a Tomac? Well, for me, the most disappointing is Roxon not getting a win because he's right there, especially from last week. So the most disappointing, not because he's not doing good, just because I want him to win, would be Roxon. 11.2. Tyler, who do you consider the GOAT of Canadian moto? Mm. Uh, we kind of touched yeah. on that before, but for me, I, I think it's GSR. That's a buzzer. Wrong. 8.4. How do you not put JSR as the win? JSR is amazing. 
but he's right. only the second best Canadian motocrosser ever. Rollerball, oh. and Eric knows this. Rollerball has Rollerball. Rollerball podiumed three AMA nationals. We're not talking about American. We're talking Canadian. Okay, Rollerball has 42 Canadian championships. 42? Yes. There was only like three people to, in Canada. You used to race three back classes back in the day. Oh. And it used to be a Supercross series. Should be an asterisk. No. No, 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 no. Eric, Rollerball. Rollerball. Thank you. It, it's impressive. Yeah, absolutely. But I think uh, JSR... I must have missed those AMA podiums of JSR that he got. I must have missed those. I tied his record at Ironman. Well, for what? For overall. Best Canadian overall? Yeah, second best Canadian Oh, oh, oh I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second best. Yeah, it's nothing, really. All right. Eric, besides Steve Lampson, who's a rider or team you've really enjoyed working with? I would say Suzuki. Um, actually got to hang out with Brian Swink back in early 90s. Mm-hmm. Went to Daytona and hung out quite a bit with him. And uh, he's actually was a really neat guy to be around. 15.9. Swinkster. Steve Webb leaves Seth Rarick and starts winning. Justin Hill hires Seth Rarick and his fitness <laughs> looks questionable. Coincidence? <laughs> Stop it. Um <laughs> I asked Rarick if he's still training Justin Hill, and it was unclear. You couldn't tell. I you. couldn't. T- he couldn't tell me. I, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I, but Rarick's working with Hartraff. He's doing well. Jimmy D doing well. So Seth knows his stuff. Seth knows his stuff, and and T Dag here is a gnarly trainer. So him and I are basically on the same level. Mm-hmm. All right, Kiefer. If you had been a privateer at San Diego, do you take the five K offered by Feld or hold out for more? Nah, I take the five K. <laughs> One point six. Yeah. Tyler, how many riders will Filthy Phil flip off or throat slit this summer in Canada? <laughs> well, for sure, a good handful. I'd say maybe five or six. No, I got it higher than that, I think. Really? Well, because Canadian, the back of the pack, the guys that he's going to lap are going to oh. be pretty slow. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. they're probably going to get in his way. The tracks aren't necessarily the widest. and Some but of the flag guys are this, colorblind, too. He's racing arena cross, too, right? Yeah, he's going to Oh, he's going to flip on arena cross. Yep. Mm-hmm. God bless. Eric, what's the most destroyed skid plate or guard you've ever seen? I got one back in the day from Mike LaRocco in the factory connection days, and it was hammered. We hung it on the wall for quite a while. It was that shop. bad? It was bad. He hit, he landed on a boulder or something. I don't know what he did to it. <laughs> it was bad. It's all concaved. Oh, yeah. It yeah. was completely curved the wrong direction. Ugh. Yeah. All right. Steve, I read on Vital, Bowers got DQ'd for his attempt to start a writer's union. Whose decision is it to disqualify a writer? John Gallagher, I guess. Yep. Kiefer, when should a takeout justify a DQ? Uh, oh. You know, you know who, Hanson's, Hanson got DQ'd for A-Ray. Yeah, that was, that was a long time ago. He broke his leg, right? Uh, broke his knee brace. I yeah. Think. I broke his leg, but. I would say cross-jumping is a DQ for sure because that's risking a rider's life. Um, yeah, I think that's the only real reason for a DQ. Tyler? <sighs> you see, like, it's so... It's situational. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, you know, to be honest, when you're slamming in somebody with the intent of just 
com- they completely clean them out. I think it's bullshit. Did, did, did your opinion of the change of the pass and the and the thing change with Bowers' interview tonight? Any anything that he said? No. To, to, okay. No, I I think that that's um, between those two guys. Yeah. That's the reason why it happened. You too. Either anything change in your opinion? Like no. Bowers' interview. Okay. Tyler, why aren't more Canadians racing in the best country in the world, the USA? And who's the next big Canadian hope coming up? Um, well, it's it's tough. You know, it's really tough. It's it's expensive, and you know, we gotta come. You know, we gotta. It's hard to be ready to race all the time. We gotta. You know, we have the winners and all that stuff. So, um, that part is pretty tricky. But I think Jess Pettis is the. Uh, he's the real deal. You're gonna see a lot of them this summer. You and him. Yeah. Going well, at it. Put a show on. That's it's going to be good. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be great. And then once in a while, Dylan Wright will wake up and his Quebec chick will be in the right mood. He'll be in the right mood. Well, Medaglia is winning. Jess is behind him. Jess is fucked because all the berms are going to be gone. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right. Eric, was there a part you developed that never caught on and was a swing and a miss? No. Tyler was just asking him. We talked about that earlier, yeah. But not Uh, on the air, but yeah. No. It was, yeah, there was one. It was a shot cooler that we made. Huh. And it just, I thought it was cool. It actually worked, and it never caught on. So it went away. It looked like a porcupine. It did. X-Brand Goggles is the choice of champions everywhere. If you don't wear X-Brand, fuck you. You should. Uh, wow. Pulp Show 19 is the code to save at X-Brand Goggles. I uh, really appreciate those guys and, and all they do for us. Um, all right, what else we got to do here? Uh, Going back to Mike LaRocco. Yep. Um, I've seen a video of him in a race. He he was, I don't know if it was a lapper or he's trying to pass somebody, and they were, like, in his way. I'm pretty sure it was a lapper. And he goes out. He gets out of the rut and riding beside him and cuffs him on the back of the head as he's passing him. That's awesome. It's like one of the best things I've ever seen. I've, that, I've wanted to do that it. Sounds like him. <laughs> yeah, it does sound yeah. like him. The same man who came across the finish line and T-boned his, uh, his Could, or Ghost yeah. Road, Ghost yeah. Road his bike into, into his teammate Mike Kudrowski. Um All right, worstconnection.com. Please go there, check him out. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have a code here. Shortly, yes, for our uh, listeners, March first. Yeah, so that'll March be that'll 1st. be cool because I get asked that a lot about for your stuff. So. It'll be Pulp MX twenty. It made a comeback. Oh, fantastic! So we had to get away from a map policy. Yep, and it's coming back. Right. Yeah. Um. So how are things going? Good. You. you They're I going. Mean, you've come up with some really cool products over the years that oh, have sold. Thank you. Sold Appreciate a lot that. Of time. No, it's going. It's going really good right now. Um. Got a couple of new things that came out recently. Mm-hmm. We, well, one of the things we did our axle blocks. We've had them around for a while. They mm-hmm. needed to be redone. When you're in business long enough, I guess you need to upgrade, or yep. change things up. So we completely redesigned our up, um, axle blocks for all the Japanese brands. In addition to that, we came up with a KTM Husky kit, and we've never had blocks for those before. And Chris actually helped test. Yeah, they need it, right? That, that bike needs yeah, it. Yeah, it right? actually helps it. Yeah. Yeah, it has a on the stock KTM. The axle screws directly into the block. It's kind of locked up a yep. little bit. So we made a floating uh, setup that has a titanium. We call axle head. That re- so you'll remove the stock block, you'll put on the titanium axle head, and then it, it has a couple of regular uh, axle blocks. So you have more of a floating style. And so has, that's been the latest. Has been the response for that? It's been good. Yeah, it's been real solid. Radiator radiator braces too. Brilliant idea. Thank you. A lot of those. Yeah, we do a lot for the Hondas. Yeah. The Hondas. The black one is really cool. The the new, we we do a powder coated version that's black that basically disappears on the Hondas mm-hmm. and the Cowies. Yes. Yeah. Pretty clean. Well, factory team runs them, right? 
Are they still do it or no? Mm, they no. used to? Okay. No. I think they used to. They did. Yeah. They did. All right. Um, and stands, of course. And stands. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Um, hey, what? stands are stands are underrated. I feel like a shitty stand wow. will really fuck your whole day up. Like, if you have a crappy stand and you go to sit on your, put your bike on the stand, it's like mm-hmm. pointing this way or this way or it yeah. teeters and it's screwed up. Dude. The, the the pad on the works next to stand is is wide enough. Yeah, it's easy that, to get that, on. That is, you guys made a wider stand before anybody else. We did, yeah. yeah the other like, ones were kind of. We made basically a four stroke specific stand. Okay, it's a little lower. It's a little wider base. There's no hole in it because you can't drain change the oil on it. Right. And then it's some you know it's a good platform if you yeah. need to step up into the truck. It's and then solid. we do the bumpers for the bikes because a lot of the bikes right. don't sit level with the wheel both wheels off the ground. So. You sell more start devices or more elite clutch purchase? Start devices. Yeah. Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. So you don't like when I even talk- though you're trying to ban them? I'm trying to ban trying them. To, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, they still sell them. <laughs> it's, it's, I think it's, people are buying them because they think you're going to ban listen. them and they'll not be able to get them. <laughs> right. it, it is bullshit, Tony, and I agree. Like. On, we've reached a point in pro racing. We have a great. We have an ECU that tells you where to put the RPM in. We have a we'll do away with that. An ECU that allows you to just drop the clutch and just go. We have a start hook that holds your front end down. Like when do the riders just have their hands behind their back, and they just the bike just goes? Like let's put the skill. Hey, let's put the I, let's put the I, skill. I agree in to it. I, I agree to the certain let's put degree. The skill. But let's just do away with the ignition stuff and the rest of it. Let's do put the put the skill back in starts. I can't it. touch with a my whole shot device set. You what? I can't touch. How am I supposed okay, to touch? Okay, well, get, get, so get some blocks, Shorty. So it's a sa- it's a safety thing. <laughs> exactly. Listen, I'm fine with him on anywhere but pro racing. Pro racing. Let's do away with the start hooks. Let's do away with the grate. We did. Just bring back more concrete starts. Hey. Oh boy. Having a, a start device doesn't make starting dumb, dumb proof. It's, it's still, not, it's still hard. Combine it with everything else, and it's hard still. Okay, all right. You know what was harder? No start devices, no ignition maps, no, no, no grates. That yeah. was harder. Open face helmets. Open face helmets. Do we should get the, go back to those? <laughs> no, it's a great, it's a brilliant device. And, and by the way, anybody, um, so like I, I think I, did I bring up the podcast we did earlier in the show, or did yeah. was that off yeah. the air? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please check it out, Eric and I. Uh, uh, six months ago, or whatever, got on the phone and we did a, a breakdown of how you started Works Connection, which is really cool. Yeah, last uh, down memory lane. Yeah, and then how you grew it into this into this company that it is today, thirty years later. And, and you know, and, and you ever been to Works Connection up there? Yeah, I visited yeah, two years great. ago and I went to Loretta's. It's bitching. Yeah, it's a lot great. of memorabilia stuff. Yeah, yeah, really, really cool. Uh, speaking of which, and and I like in that podcast, uh, Lamps and Steve Lamps, and you gave Steve a lot of credit for helping you guys Absolutely, out. Absolutely, yeah. You, yeah. You, you knew you met him up in NorCal and, and got to know him and. And he really pushed your products with Mitch Payton, with Honda. He did with every yeah. brand he wrote. Yeah, absolutely. Wrote and yeah. Uh, I saw that interview with Lammy that the Nick McCabe did on Racer I X. Read, and, I ran it down, yeah. Yeah, got got deep, huh? A little bit. Yeah. A little bit. He's, yeah. Yeah, he's had some hard stuff. And Yeah. yeah. Uh, so have you talked to him much, or do you? You know, not much. No. Not much. I hope he's doing all right. I you know. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, uh, I do, too. One of the nicest guys out there, and, and I love the fact that you didn't like say, oh, you know, I was so smart, and like you just said, hey, man, Lamsing pushed us, and no, from the you know, we, from yeah. the start, he he boosted our company more than right. anybody. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for free first you know few years, it was amazing, and uh, yeah, I mean, even factory Honda days, they weren't running anything on the bike. He was running a helmet, you know, a yeah. visor sticker. Yep, yep. I don't know if they were thrilled with that, but he was, R- he right. was doing it, and yeah, 
Yeah, absolutely. Remember the, the, the triangle works connection stickers? Oh, yeah. yeah. The pink ones? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. yeah. I bought one of those things. You know how they had those stickers you could circle in the magazine? You send them off and they yeah. send you a sticker? Yeah. That's how I got them. Uh, I have, I think I sent you a photo of it. I brought a, last time I went home to Canada, I was digging through mom's garage or whatever, or mom's you, shit, and I, uh, that she has accumulated, and I have the original one, 1991 CR125 skip I remember when you sent me yeah. that photo. That was cool. Got the screw in, screw in, uh, oh, yeah. countersunk Phillips. Yeah. The old triangle logo yeah. on the front. Yeah. So old. I have this thing, and I'm just like, what do I do with this? Old school. Keep yeah. that shit. Put it in here. I know. I should get air yeah, That might, yeah. I think that would look good brain. hanging on the wall somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I need to get you to sign it before you leave tonight, okay. and then I'll put it up. Yeah. yeah. That'd be uh, cool. Because I'm just like, man, this is awesome to have, you know? Yeah. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, Eric Phipps, Chris Kiefer, Tyler Medaglia on the uh, Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOSports.com. And uh, and uh, fly racing. I, Commercial? No. Uh, can, I, can I say one thing? Yes, go ahead. I just yeah. want to thank Chris. Chris. Chris who? I've known him. What, is it, what is this? The blow Chris <laughs> episode? Because it, it might be because <laughs> his home life. Faulkner, his home f- life theory was right. spot on. Uh, I gotta go. That's through. right. I gotta, spot pee, on. I gotta pee. Well, <laughs> go ahead. I, no, you gotta be here I for the sit down. No, sit down. Oh my oh, God! He's leaving. He he's leaving. Can't no, can't leaving. Even, the whole show is messed wah, up. Wah, wah. I'm still gonna do it. Okay. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> so Chris was nice enough to invite me and my buddy Tom, and unfortunately my other buddy Todd couldn't make it. But you've been a great host all weekend, and man, it's just open up your house to us. And Heather's been awesome, and all your friends. It was just a great weekend. So no, I just thank you for that. No, it's my pleasure, and it's 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 funny that you say that because. Uh, I mean, like, even when I went up to Works Connection and you weren't even there, um, I was bummed that you weren't there. But even your your company, the people that you employ, they're all very warm and friendly. I've and, got a, uh, we've got a great staff. Yeah. We do. I mean, it's I'm very blessed to have the, the staff that we have. We have a couple guys there that have been there almost 20 years. But and Steve, I can get away, did, do stuff like this. We can go riding a little yeah. bit during did the Did Heather make you a Superbird? Yes. Superbird? Yes, they had Superbirds. How good was that? It was good. Yeah. yeah. Um, you get, he gives me shit a lot about this, but I enjoy bringing people in the house and, and, then, and getting to know just you. Just random strangers. Why not, not even that. Just like I like hanging out with people, especially I, good people. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Yeah. I mean, I'd let you stay here because I know you or him or him. Yeah. I'm not letting strangers stay at my house. Yeah, I, just, I, like, I like good people. Yeah. Okay, and that's fine. You can just tell. I mean, he's just You'd be surprised person, how many but. people, like even pros that he's – you know, helps out. Oh, Strybos? Like, he, he took Strybos out everywhere? Well, uh, just, like, you? In testing, though, like, I mean, I've asked him questions, you know, and concerns. Yeah, no, and, Dino, and, like, Dino texted him. And, uh, yeah. Dino was texting you. Uh, uh, somebody else recently was like, yeah, I texted Kiefer, like a, was it? Phil. Oh, Phil? Yeah. Some, I thought somebody else. Some random I just guy. love dirt bikes. I love good yeah, people, man. Right, okay. So bring them on. Welcome to the Chris Kiefer Show, everybody. Presented by BTOSports.com. <laughs> We're just going to blow Chris Kiefer. The gargle, the gargle, show. <laughs> so worksconnection.com. We're going to have a code starting in March, everybody. So if you want to wait uh, uh, 10 days, uh, we'll, we'll get it dialed in. And I'm looking forward to that. And thanks for, I think this is year, what's your, your show? Not, ninth year of our show. I want to say it's like the seventh year you've been on. Or I, sixth or seventh year. I think so. Yeah, so yeah. thank you. Started for, way back. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Thanks for having me. Uh, one of the OG sponsors of our show, and uh, we really, really appreciate it. WUSA, you, Guts, been there for a while. Wow. So, yeah. um, How do you think he gets all the memorabilia? He just sneaks one thing back at a time every time from the show. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Racetech Rant, Racetech Doc. I don't really have one. Do you want, 
let's save it for you. I know you got one. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, but Tyler Medaglia brought to you by Racetech, Racetech.com. You've used Racetech now for a couple of years. Um, you were down in California. That's why you were down here testing with the folks at Racetech. And, uh, yeah, they've been doing a good job for you. You've been stoked with them. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, they opened our whole their whole shop for our team. And, uh, you know, they we use, the, like, the mechanics, the, their tools. Our bikes are in yeah. there, like, overnight. And they came and tested. And, uh, you know, they've been... You've been happy with them? Yep. Absolutely, yeah. A lot of using Racetech to win a, uh, a national last year, by the way. Uh, yep, Gulf Dunes too, the hardest one. Yeah, yeah. What? Nothing says suspension setup like sand. Well, Leslie's using Racetech, I think, as well. Still, uh, I don't know if he's doing it on the new team or not. Uh, he still he, has Racetech stuff on his bike. On Digger, on Digger's team. Well, his his bike he's using in in Florida, right? You've been there. Yeah, he has been. Yeah. I, I don't know. What okay, Racetech.com. Ben Lemay using motors and suspension for those guys. So. Uh, please use you call there. Mention Pulp Nineteen to ask him for the Tyler Medaglia setting. Yeah. He'll dial you in. It, it's a race winning setup. It's dialed. Uh, I don't have a rant per se. Where what the fuck it? are the more nets? But maybe we'll. What maybe... about the Tyler Bowers incident? No, we, we played that one. <laughs> uh, let's go to some phone calls and we'll go to commercial break. Uh, Tony, what's up, man? How are you? Uh, Mathis, it's uh, Tone Rod from California. What's up, bro? How's it going, guys? I just had a couple things for. I wanted to say first off. Uh, Congrats, man. After years of grinding, you, you consistently every week put on a really a kick-ass show. You know, you got the power to to bring in all the hot names and stuff and go over all the cool topics every week. And I just want to applaud you guys on that, you and Marks and uh, Kiefer and JT. You guys do a, a kick-ass job every week. Thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, we, we try. That's right. what we want to do. So, Yeah, it's, it's, it's really cool. I was in Texas uh, this weekend in the 30-degree in, in, in weather, and I was over there at the, at the fly the fly booth with the podcast checking you out in shorts doing a really cool interview with the uh, weeds and jt and uh shorty that shorty, was yeah cool. yeah shorty and uh and that was cool to have him there for sure and pike also step on stop by so it was cool and uh and i got a question for i got a levo also okay i do a lot of riding I'm, I'm i'm a big boy myself like you are x racer and uh what's your setup in the rear shock are you running stock shock you got something aftermarket you got it valved by race tech what's your deal it's interesting you say that. Oh, uh, what? There we go. Well, I, I, bu- I bought a mine. I, I hammer mine. Yeah, I no. So clear. the stock one is a, is a Rock Shocks. Uh, I don't know what model it is, yep. but I bottomed it. Also, I blew all the oil out at some point. And well, yep. I think I blew all the oil out because no more oil leaked out of it anymore. So uh, I was having a problem also keeping it upright. I've got a, a new Rock Shocks RC. Um, it's got the external bladder on it. You know what that one's called? Yep. RC, yeah, the one RC with the little reservoir type thing. Yeah, it's got an external reservoir on it, and uh, so far I've ridden it twice. It feels soft, like the O-ring is bottomed out, so I'm like, oh shit, it's still soft, but yet it feels stiffer on the trail. And and I talked to the the guys at SRAM and Rocksox, and, and they told me that's what it's supposed to do. So so far, I had to order the um, Clevis from uh, um, a place online because they're they're built okay. in on the on the Levo. You know, they're built in a specialized. Um, oh, oh. So yeah, I, I've so far I've been liking it, man. It's been good. Cool, cool. I'm gonna have to do that. I'm gonna have to uh, shoot down to the send, dealer and send me a send me a contact go. form on pulpamex.com and I'll, and I'll I'll get you the model and and everything that I liked about it and I'll send you a link and all that. Very cool. Yeah. So very, very cool. And then I got I got a challenge for you. Once I dial my bike in, I'd like to take it with me up to Vegas for the. Uh, the last supercross let's meet up at the trailhead and go uh mano a mano and yes he loves meeting people meet him at the trailhead and no, he wants to go riding see, he no, would love like to meet tony, you you seem like a cool guy tony like i, like, I you like, know 
No, no, no. Tony. I don't want to go to your house. I don't care where you right. live. I don't even like Starbucks. I just want to put it to you on the trail. On the trail wants to put it to you. I, I'm, I mean, it. I just, I'm there for a good time for exercise. Let me, let me just really tell you something, Tony. Racing. Tony, he yeah. freaking knows the trails, okay? So he, know. The, once she's out of the parking lot, boom. He's out. It's my Yamaha track. Yeah, he's, I, I, he's I know out. the whole thing. I know, I know every he's, groove so, in that track. So then you, <laughs> you, you would drop me within the first mile, so then it's no big deal. Well, yeah, but so then why would you want a to guy go? came by. So about a month and a half ago, we're, at, we're unloading. And a guy comes by and yeah. goes, hey, are you Steve Mathis? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, man, we're out from Boston or Mass. I don't know, right. some fucking state out east. We're, we're here. We rented some bikes from this bike shop, and we're, we're, we're out here. I'm like, oh, wow, that's cool. He's like, yeah, we listen all the time, man. I'm like, oh, awesome. He's like, so... uh you going out for a ride? I'm like, I'm like yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, oh, yeah, we don't really know where we're going. I'm like, yeah, you just, you know, fall trail. You didn't fucking let him go with you? You're a dick. <laughs> You're a fucking dick. I'm not a dick. a dick. I don't want a mountain bike with a guy I don't know. You wouldn't even talk to him because you would have been gone. No, because every single time you stop, it's like, hey, dude, what's uh, what's Tomac like? Like, I don't, I don't want that. I'm good. Dude, dude. You're an asshole. I'm not an asshole. I'm a nice guy. I just want to Can I mountain bike in peace? Can I just put my headphones on oh and go mountain God. bike and listen to Van Halen? That's what I want to do. Sir, I apologize. I'm going to drop a fucking oh, pin where he's at. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to drop a pin. Your phone. Coordinates. Yeah. Listen, Tony, you All sound right. like a good I, Like I said, I just, <laughs> I just like, I like people. No, you don't. But. He hates people. Get, Eric, are you it. with me, Eric? Are you with me? No, you guys are polar opposites. <laughs> no, I'm not with you. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, are you with me? Oh, right there. Are you? Okay, so Tyler's with me, yeah. <laughs> you Canadians stick together. I, no, I, I get it. I, I, I get it. I sense the fear. Yeah, screw I the Canadians. The fear. I'll back uh, off. What, are you going to ship your Levo out here, Tony? Hey. Or you're, you're in SoCal, you Tony, said. Tony, don't back off. Yeah. Push right. the pedal down right. harder. I'll be, there, I'll be there in three and a half hours. I'll show them the back, the back end of my Listen, and, and by the way, Tony, we have e-bikes, so there are ways to cheat on an e-bike. So, like, if you put it in the top <laughs> assist, like, what am I going to do? I got nothing against that, so. Break check. Yeah, let's go. We could go top for top just to be cool. No, no, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not <laughs> it does sound gay. It does sound gay. I'm not a top, Tony. I'm not a top. Uh, thanks, buddy. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks, thanks a lot, guys. Thank oh you. Appreciate God. it. So you well, yeah, you going riding? Are you gonna You're an ass. I'm dude. not an asshole. Those two guys so... would have talked to that for that, you know, the rest of their life. That would have been their memory. Like, oh yeah, really riding with Steve Mathis would have been a half a been day the... out of your you know, busy stuff. Riding with Steve Mathis would have been the would, memory of their life. They would lives. talk about it for years. Hold on. They'll tell their grandkids about it. Did you know that they were trying to lead you into hey, like, I kinda wanna go with you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then you should have known. You should have been like, Hey man, it's cool. It's it's okay. Come with me. Let's just ride. But uh, hey, I just want to let you guys know, I'm going riding, and they would have been fine with that. Talk to them. Uh, You're out. I'm out, dude. <laughs> I, I'm out. I want a mountain bike. I want to put my headphones on, listen to Van Halen, and do my Yamaha track. Like I don't understand. Like oh, you know, God. I don't. I don't. I don't. Forced don't. awkward conversation. <laughs> Same, same, what was that noise? Someone, gra someone, someone grab that clip of his noise, please. Right? <laughs> you just did. You're not going to have to talk. You fucking tell them. It's like, sirs, little sh Hey, I, I posted a photo of me at dinner uh, by myself, and someone's like, hey, man, just go hit me up. I'll buy you a stick That's dinner. different. Dinner is different. That's, that's straight up together. Mountain biking, you're not going to be able to talk because homeboys are bringing 165 beats per minute. No, you're gonna. You're Dark gonna side. Talk. What's up, Dark side? <laughs> What's up, guys? 
guys are cracking me up. Um, so I got two questions. Um, Thomas Covington. Dark side, you cannot win a Works Connection device. No, no. Don't even try. He's out. He is out. You are out, sure. Eric. Uh, that was my second question. Was I was going to ask Eric to uh, to tell me about this whole shot device I've heard so much about. Dude, I fuck. It's my bad. I have one for him at home. I haven't got it to him. It's my fault. <laughs> it's all good, man. But no, so on a serious note, um, have you guys talked about Thomas Covington yet? Not much to talk about, Dark Side. Mm, yeah, Dark Side. Well, there wasn't a whole lot there. Well, that's the point, man. I mean, I know they don't expect him to go out and win, but surely they expect more out of him than what we've seen. What do you think? Listen, I like Tom. I don't know him that well. He's yeah. a nice kid. He's a good dude, but he's got a lot of industry friends, and they're all protecting him right now. They have the torches up. Hero GPs! What can you expect? What can you expect? Like, there's all these industry people that are just fucking guarding Thomas Covington because, and I'm just like, bro. That's garbage. Like, you're on a factory Rockstar Husky, and you get worked in the, in the LCQ, and you barely make it in Minneapolis. I'm sorry. You got to do better. Should he podium? No. Should he top five? No. But you got four months of a Supercross track on a factory bike. I'm sorry, industry people that want to have the torches guarding around poor little Thomas. He needs to be better. Here's the thing. Let's not get oh, Here we go. On. Here's another. Here's another. He's got torches hey, to protect him. I thought we are following. Okay. Okay, here we go. I feel like we shouldn't raid his ass yet until we get to outdoor. Let's say, let, let the kid, oh, shh, wait, just chill down. Hold on. <laughs> yes, he's a factory rider. I agree with you. He should be doing better. Let's, first year Supercross, just don't get hurt. And I think that's what's going on over there. Don't get hurt, right? So the kid doesn't get hurt in Supercross, goes to outdoors and gets 15th. Then let's bust his ass. Okay, that's not going to happen. He's going to be really good in outdoors. I hope so. He's going to be really good in outdoors. I hope so. He's got to make the main, Kiefer, on a factory bike with four months of Supercross practice and a test track and getting paid lots of money. It, what uh, he needs to yeah. do. What he needs to do. Wake up, Supercross. Uh, eat Supercross. Shit, Supercross. <laughs> fuck Supercross. <laughs> and sleep Supercross. That's it. It's that easy. Yeah, it's not that easy. Well, DV thinks Obviously, it is. Obviously, we're seeing it. It's not that easy. What's up, Darkseid? What else? Uh, well, yeah, that was pretty much it. I was just curious on that. But but Eric is the owner of Works Connection, right? That's his name, Eric? Yes. Yes. You sure? hey, man, I, yeah. You're not getting anything now. Yeah, now he's, oh, God. Where are you going with this? Dog? No, no. I was just going to say, man, yeah, I, I use your Elite Perch because of Kiefer and Mathis, and I've got a lot of the other products, man. Great stuff. Good job, man. Great. Works Connection. <laughs> oh, you're not getting one. Dude, back it down. <laughs> you're not getting I'm one. I'm not like... asking for one. <laughs> I don't, no, I don't even want one. Hey, Thank you. No, hey, that's I appreciate it. It's always nice to hear the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh Dark side. Listen, they, listen. Before we go to commercial here, Dark side. Oh, you yeah. know me, okay, right? <gasps> yeah. Am I am I fine to talk to socially? Like, do I do I go to avoid yeah. you? Do I no? You, do I no, act you're weird? Always- I'm one of those guys that always has questions for you, and you always take time to answer them. And Thank you. you always help me out when I need help. Thank Fuck you. Dude. Fuck all. Thank oh, you. That's bull. Thank you. Did it, when you first, Fuck hey, off. I have been to Kiefer's house, though. I have not been to the Lions. Yeah, you're not coming. I, yeah, we draw a line at just being socially nice, and that's it. So when you first met Darkseid, Darkseid's calling in, and you're telling me you didn't try to avoid him. No, I Bullshit. Did. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's me to trailhead, Darkseid. <laughs> Uh, I'll be the top. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be the top of the trail side. Uh, dark side, thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Dark right. Side. Appreciate uh, we're going to commercial break. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we've got a little bit more to come. I want to talk the Canadian series with you okay. for sure. I want to talk to you about the, the Hoosier tires and the KTM. Yep. And we still got the tweeted him questions. Yep. And we got Kiefer after dark. Like There's a lot of shit going on. I don't. This might be a not a, lot, not a short show. That's fine.
I only just got to be at Milestone at 8.30. It's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. The last commercial break of the night, and we'll be back with uh, lots more to go. Thanks for listening. One time that I was with the guy. All of us have one thing in common. When it comes to leaning that bike into a corner, floating a dirt bike through the air, or blasting a sand berm in a UTV. And that is passion. At BTO Sports, our foundation is built around family, which allows us to offer unparalleled customer service. Knowing we share a common interest, we look forward to the weekend as much as you. So we offer three-day express on orders over $85. BTOsports.com is proud to be a premier source for motorsports parts and apparel for well over a decade due to our reputation for excellent customer service and great prices. From motocross to mountain bikes, sports bikes to UTVs, BTOsports.com has what you need because our passion reflects yours yeah that's right people that's van halen i want to tell you about my two favorite things in life van halen and fly racing flyracing.com they make much more than just moto gear mountain bike gear snowmobile gear hard parts they've got it flyracing.com the f2 carbon helmet it's as close to a factory bike as a helmet can get. It's out of the box and onto the racetrack ready helmet for guys like Millsaps, Baggett, Canard, and Pike. Carbon fiber, Kevlar, Coolmax, Mips. Fly Racing's F2 Carbon has 10 different graphic styles, 22 colorways. Go to your local dealer, get them from flyracing.com. Please check them out. A whole line of hard parts as well. Flyracing.com. Let's listen to some Van Halen. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. Randy Richardson, good guy, means well, great interview, but oh my gosh, his voice is f***ing annoying. In that case, boss, you may want to fast forward while I tell the rest of the Pulp MX show listeners about Michelin's extensive motorcycle tire product offer. The Pulp MX nation certainly knows about the Michelin Starcross 5 tire range and its outstanding durability and excellent performance. But I'd like to share some information on Michelin's wide range of industry-leading motorcycle tires. New for 2019, the Michelin Anarchy Adventure tire, which features two-compound technology, enables adventure touring riders to have confidence on any adventure with a new level of on-road stability and uncompromising traction off-road. The Michelin Road 5 tire is designed specifically for sport touring riders and provides the maximum confidence in wet and dry conditions mile after mile. As the exclusive MotoGP class tire, Michelin definitely understands the performance expectations of today's sport bike riders, and the Michelin Power RS tire enables those riders to unleash their full potential. 
If you're a Harley-Davidson owner, the co-developed and co-branded Michelin Scorcher Tire Range, which is original equipment on over a half million models manufactured over the past decade, is the right cruiser tire for you. For the latest on all Michelin motorcycle tire products, visit motorcycle.michelinman.com for more information and make sure to follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and at michelinmotorcycle.us on Facebook. This commercial is not 2019 Pulpy Award material. Hey, it's Mathis. RoostMX.net have been a big part of us, our show for a number of years, and we love those guys. A whole Pulp Nation section on their website. Pulp Nation code saves you 20% on there. They can make custom pulp graphics for you. Uh, they can also do shirts and hats of anything you want. They can make custom graphics for your bike if you don't like pulp. And why? I mean, maybe you don't. Uh, they're also the official team sponsor for the Cycle Trader Rock River Yamaha team. And we have Alex Ray here in studio. Alex, uh, you love these guys. Yeah, love them. Shirts, hats, pit shirts, car wraps, yeah. everything. If you take some Cycle Trader uh, graphics off your motorcycle, will they stick to almost anything? They will stick to everything, bro. It's the best quality graphic yeah. out there. A-Ray 91 is the code to save. And we thank those guys. And again, check them out for the whole custom line. And uh, Alex Ray, you got one more thing to say. A-Ray 91 is the code, and if you don't use Rooster Max, then f*** you. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. WUSA is the number one. Source for quality wheel sets and wheel building services. They are the exclusive importer for Talon and Kite Hubs along with DID and Excel rims. Their wheels and wheel building services are trusted by the finest teams in the country. Teams like Factory KTM, JGR Suzuki, Rocky Mountain MC KTM, Rockstar Husky Star Racing Monster Energy Babbitts. They all trust up, yeah. No job is too big or too small. WUSA, everybody, we thank those guys for coming on board with us. Whatever you need for your wheels, hubs, wheel building services, they've got it. Mention Pulp MX when you call down there, and they'll give you a discount. They ship nationwide. Follow them on Facebook and Instagram at WUSA.com. WUSA, they're all things wheels. Do it. WUSA. Do it. The Rockstar Energy Husqvarna team relies on one company 
for all of its seat needs, and that's Guts Racing. We thank the folks at Guts Racing for coming on the show for a number of years now. Pulp MX 2018 is the code to save. Complete seats available for KTM and Huskies. Other brands will be added later. The Phantom Lightweight Seat Foam is the choice of seat foam for many teams in the pits. Kenny Roxon won a 450 National Championship using Guts products a couple years ago. And again, they've been with us for a number of years. Please check them out. Official supplier of the Rockstar Husky Husqvarna team for graphics. Live in 100 as well. And seats. Anything and everything to do with seats. Please check them out. GutsRacing.com. Pulpamex 2018 is the code to save. Over 65 years ago, Vertex Pistons was born out of a small technical workshop in northern Italy's famous Motor Valley. Expanding and maturing among the racing legends of Ferrari, Lamborghini, MV Augusta and Ducati, today Vertex Pistons are the pistons of choice for motorcycle riders and teams throughout the world. Because of their renowned reputation for exceptional quality, Vertex Pistons is a factory piston supplier to KTM, Husqvarna, Beta, Gas Gas, and TM. From the Motocross, Supercross, MXGP, GNCC, National and World Enduro Series, you can find Vertex Pistons winning championships. Vertex Pistons strives to provide you with world-class factory technology at a very competitive price. No matter which brand of bike you ride, when it's time to rebuild your top end, Vertex Pistons will have your engine performing better than new. To see our full range of two-stroke and four-stroke pistons in replica, high compression, or GP-style configurations, visit us at vertexpistons.com or stop into your local dealer and ask for a Vertex Piston Kit today. Attention riders, welcome to Atlas Air Flight 604 with non-stop service to a better neck brace. Please follow along as we outline the safety features of this revolutionary device. Located on the underside of the frame is a convenient, easy open system. To fasten, simply insert the release bar into the left frame. To release, push the release button and pull the frame apart. We suggest that you keep your neck brace fastened throughout the duration of the moto, as you may experience an unexpected huckabuck from time to time. To ensure a safe ride, please keep your neck underextended at all times. In the likely event of an over-the-bars emergency, your brace will double as a suspension system. Although the Atlas brace will not be noticeable, it will be there when you need it. If you are riding with a child or someone who requires assistance, secure your brace first and then assist the other person with a prodigy, tyke, or brole. We ask that you keep your brace on until your moto is finished. Maximum surface area is located on your chest around the sternum, back around the spine, and up over your shoulders with extra padding over your collarbone. Should you need more, please request a defender roost guard or guardian body armor. We remind you that this is a non-rigid neck brace. Tampering with, disabling, or destroying the product is prohibited by the limited lifetime warranty. You will find this and all other safety information in the user manual located online at atlasbrace.com. At this time, we ask that you remain standing with throttles in the wide open position, elbows up, and two fingers on the clutch. On behalf of the captain and entire crew, thank you for flying Atlas Air. Enjoy the ride. For 2019, Works Connection celebrates 30 years of delivering championship-winning products to motocross legends and champions like Lamson, McGrath, Wyndham, LaRocco, Carmichael, Dungey, Roxon, Plessinger, and more. 
Current Race Teams, JGR Suzuki, Star Racing Yamaha, Moto Concepts Honda, Team BWR, Rockwell Racing Yamaha, HEP Racing Suzuki, AJE Motorsports, and KTM Canada have also come to rely on Works Connection's commitment to innovation and quality. So if you're looking for factory-level parts, like radiator braces and skid plates to protect, rip a whole shot with a Pro Launch, or upgrade to the elite line of axle blocks, clutch perch, or bearing-equipped throttle tubes, just visit WorksConnection.com. Show presented by BTOsports.com and uh, Fly Racing. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. Chris Kiefer, Tyler Medaglia, Eric Phipps in studio. It's been a fun show so far. Some Goo Goo Dolls, which I know uh, Chris Kiefer will really appreciate right there. I love it. But I will say, hold on, let it play. Here it comes. Turn it up. Oh, man. Put your arms around me. What you feel is what you are, and what you are is beautiful. Oh, man. Anyway, name is way better than Iris. Thank you. Uh, Not negative. Negative. Name is not better than Iris. Name is good. Name is solid. I like name, but Iris is better. the better song. Iris is. Thank you. Thank you. You fucking Canadians are really bumming me out tonight. uh, Sleeping with Sirens covers it on YouTube. Check it out. It's really good. Really? Yep. All right. Uh, All right, everybody. Welcome back. Appreciate it. Um... Uh, just real quick update. Yep. Uh, Dags is in for Wallacock. Thank you. You're in. Yeah. You want to do it? Yeah. As okay. Long as I is can it choose. singular now? Is there only one cock in this no, wall? No. I'm, I'm going to come to the show. <laughs> no, it's, gonna, it's called Hey, this is my cock. I'm going to come to the show it's one time. It's going to be a lot easier. I'm going to have way. all these pictures, and we're going to pin them on the wall, and we're going to play it. And okay, you're so, in. So, sorry, you're so stuck. It, you're playing. So really, it's just. Sounds good. It's really just. Uh, it's just two. No, there's more. You're j- just you two, because Eric's not doing it. I'm I, not doing I, it. I'm glad I came this week. I'm coming again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pookie said there should be clits, too. Yeah. Uh, by the way, Michael Essie, yes, uh, <laughs> still running race deck on his Suzuki, on his Honda, I mean. So. Okay, th- so is he running? Is he allowed to run it in, ra- in th- this? I feel like Diggs will, will have that taken off and put SSS there. But it'll be race deck. But, but right now, uh, Michael Essie running race deck. Racetech.com, official suspension. <laughs> Of Tyler Medagla, uh winning Canadian Nationals and going down to 250F class next year, MX2, to beat up on the 16- and 17-year-olds. Yes, he is the new Marty Davalos. He is Marty of Canada. Tyler Medaglia. Great to be here. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's your tires? 
Let's talk about that. Yeah. How'd the test go? So test went really well. I'm going to do a podcast on them uh, mm-hmm. this end of this week, but I was actually really impressed. I didn't have a lot of expectation mm-hmm. going into this. Yep. They sent me uh, several sets to try. They have three different compounds. They have a 20, 25, and a 30 compound. And I tried them on a steel frame and an aluminum frame bike. So um, what you'll hear in the podcast, which I won't give it all away, but um, the different compounds um, match up to different chassis better. So we'll talk about that. But as far as just traction, lean angle, dude, it's really impressive. And probably the most impressive part of this whole thing is tire cushion. It has unbelievable tire cushion. So, and for those of you guys out there listening that don't, don't know what that is, if you're hitting square edge bumps or the track gets hard, um, the tire absorbs a lot of the impact, a lot of the feel that you get out of your suspension, and it's, it almost acts like a second set of suspension. So it takes some of the harshness away. And for those of you guys that ride a Honda CRF 450, you know what I'm talking about. It's, it's a little bit of a rigid of a bike. And those tires actually help that sensation. So it lessens that, kind of dampens it more. So a lot of good aspects. There's a couple negatives that um, I found out. But honestly, for a tire that I had zero experience with, don't know really much about them mm-hmm. besides, you know, all the stuff they did in the car world. Um, I talked to the R&D guy, got some information. We'll talk about that. But very impressed with their tires. So um, 2019 KTM 450 came out, 29 and a half. Factory edition. Factory edition bike came out. Yep. I talked to a rider that was heavily involved with that. Okay. He may or may not ride with Schmei and Schmorris. Yep. He didn't dispute, I don't think, maybe I'm taking him wrong. He didn't dispute that the ECU settings may have changed. Well, the funny thing is. <laughs> I said to him, he said he listened to the podcast. On, on mine? Yep. Okay. Yep. He listened. Okay. And uh, he said it was funny that you thought that. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, he swears they changed even when they said they weren't. And yeah. he didn't really say anything. Yeah, so I, I feel like when I ride that motor, and it could be some of the stuff they did inside the motor. The, the piston's a little bit different. Rocker mm-hmm. arms are different. There's less friction in the engine, so it's a little bit freer feeling, which I do feel in second gear. But it's only it's weird that I only feel it in second gear. Mm-hmm. Um, but for those of you guys out there wondering, 2019 KTM 450 has ECU problems like come in stock. It's just rich off the bottom and lean up top. It really kills that whole package, engine package. This new factory edition, they claim that it's the same ECU, yep. but it doesn't feel anything like it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm calling bullshit somewhere. So Why I don't would know. they claim that, though? And then, you know, if it wasn't true, wouldn't they say improve ECU settings? That would be a great thing to say. Well, maybe there's a disconnect from Austria to oh, yeah. from KTM right. R&D um, in America. So. I thought every other year they do a pretty radical update with the FE. The last couple years haven't been that Why? big. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like, no. Yeah, maybe because yeah. that next year's bike's not going to change that much. That's right. what I look and right. foresee. Um, uh, Rockstar, Rockstar Edition tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh, God, I can't wait to hear what you think of well, that. Well, no. Uh, what oh, I'm going to do... God, no. <laughs> I'm going to compare a little bit to the yeah. Factory Edition. We already right. know it's going to be similar, right? Yeah. Right. But I'm going to try to get some of the nuances, the differences between the two bikes. Right. Okay. Uh, good stuff. Uh, Tyler, so... Monster Energy Kawasaki, uh, Huber Motorsports, again for you, MX2, as we've been making jokes about all week. Um, how'd this series go this year for you? What'd you think? You won your first national in a long time, um, and uh, you know you were consistent podium threat, uh, for sure top five guy all the time. What'd you think overall? <clears throat> like, as as far as how I did was yeah. good. I mean, yeah. I had some 
uh, good good races in Arena Cross. Uh, my West Coast swing was really good. I was on the podium in every race almost. Um, I had a bike mechanical at uh, in Manitoba that really mm, messed my up my points province. big time because I I got second in the first moto and generally my second motos are always a bit better. Mm-hmm. So um, with the second and I was putting pressure on Benoit at the end. Um, so in the, going into the second moto, I was really stoked and um, yeah, we had a uh, just a freak problem with the bike, and just and then uh, yeah, and then other than that, it was good. It got that win, win at yep. Gopher, and um, what was your moto scores at Gopher? Uh, three one. Okay, I think yeah, and uh, yeah, it was it was yep. great. I mean, I did good at Sandali, got second there in mm-hmm. front of my hometown, and uh, the only other bummer was uh, my like new hometown, the Moncton race. I in practice, I hit a mud hole and I fell off the bike and. You know, with on our team, we use the big titanium sharp pegs, mm-hmm. and the bike fell. And as I, like, I was going down the hill, and I kind of clutched it and let the bike go. Yep. And I landed on the foot peg with my mm. stomach <sighs> and hit it and flipped over, and my, I couldn't see, but my jersey was ripped off, <laughs> and I could just feel like the red. I could yeah, feel yeah. the heat. Right. And I and it was the first lap, and I needed to get oh, a it was the first lap. Yeah, yeah. I needed to get a lap time in. Yeah. So I I waved down the track marker, and I'm I'm like asked him how bad was it? Yeah. Because I wear the, I wear an Alpine Stars A4 chest protector, so it's A4. got yeah, it's got like uh, rib guards and everything. Yeah. And there was a there's a spot the width of your foot peg, <laughs> between my peg, and the chest protector, yeah. and that's exactly where I landed. Where it hit. And I when I seen the guy's face when he looked at the cut. He's like, oh, oh man, it's not that good. <laughs> and I'm like, well, how bad is it? Is it yeah. pissing blood? Like, I need to know. And he's like, well, I don't know. And then the uh, and then another guy came over. I'm like, hey, is that a scrape or is it? He's like, well, the front looks okay, but the back is pretty bad. So then I went and ripped uh, a heater lap, and I qualified <laughs> really good. And I pulled off, and um, I went to Stu and yeah. Christian, my mechanic, and he's like, dude, that's not good. Yeah. And so I went. To the thing and there was dirt jammed uh, in it. The thing swole up like mm. that, and you could see the foot peg teeth marks. Like it, yeah, looked, yeah, it, yeah. it was disgusting. So that, um, I, so I went to the hospital. The the doctor is like, uh, I, I he didn't really get that. It was a French guy. He he didn't really get what I was what I wanted to do. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, you're a tough guy. Yeah, huh? you want to go back to the you want to go back to the races? Huh? Your dirt bike. Like, he, he, it's a good French accent. And, yeah. and he's like, um, okay. I'm like, it's like yeah, a, it's he, Holman's he, dad. It sounds like Holman's yeah. dad. He didn't know that it was like a like. Touch your deek. Touch your deek. He didn't know that it was a like a serious. Yeah. You know, just a kid riding a dirt bike. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. You're like, no, like, no, I'm professional. He's not, I, 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 I didn't even have time to explain that. Right. And he's like, okay, here, lay down on your side. And I go over, and he takes like a scrub brush that you uh, wash your bike with, and just uh, starts scrubbing my skin. And they're like, we can't make stitches on that. It's too messy. <laughs> so they couldn't stitch it because it was so tore up. So then I'm like, okay. So then he rubs it and gives me some uh, tape. Pad, yeah. And I and I didn't take any like uh, pain medication or anything because I don't really take any medicine. So uh-huh. I would feel really loopy. I didn't want to. So it was jiggling all day and the thing was just, it was gross. So I, I got like four or five on yeah, the day yeah. or something. I struggled there. But um, other than that, the rest of the season was okay. Yeah. Um, the Supercross section, um, we, we were trying to... Like my bike, uh, like Bonnie did my motors, and I was using the same kind of package as I did outdoors, and didn't work. It was just so. Yeah. It was just hard for me 
you know, to ride, and I didn't get my, we didn't really do too much testing in Supercross, so, like, I, there was some, some rounds I struggled, like, I had good speed, and by yep. the time we got to the last round, I qualified first, and, and, uh, it was good, so, right. um, we got a good, you know, setting coming mm -hmm. into the season, but it was, uh, yeah, I was happy with it. Yep. Um, lots of issues with Jetworks, first year, there's gonna be issues, mm -hmm. after years of CMRC rain, um, it's continuing to be issues with them, uh, What's your take on all of that? Lots of chatter, lots of buzz. Uh, look, they're trying hard. Justin Thompson, Kyle Thompson, mm -hmm. good dudes. They're trying hard, uh, but it didn't go as smooth, I think, as many people thought it would. It didn't, but having said that, it needed to be done. Like, yep. We needed a change. Um, uh, and looking back, like some of the stuff could have been avoided, but at the same time, you know, there was a lot of positives in it and there was a lot of eyes on the series a lot more mm -hmm. um people were noticing it on tv and, and texting me hey man i watched your senior yeah. race and yeah i watched it online um, a few times it was perfect it was yeah really good. so yeah. so there was Except a lot Galdi. there was Galdi. a lot <laughs> yeah Galdi sounding too canadian yeah um no but it it was really it was really good um that obviously there was some stuff that i didn't think was too good with uh conflict of interest with uh, yeah Cole. family stuff well the coal thing and then even just like they had a board so the board you know i had a for people who don't know cole thompson one of the top races in canada it's his family that's running the series yeah yeah, yeah but that's i mean they had a board that would review um mm -hmm. and it was all people that they knew so like whatever direction that they the, kind of wanted yeah, it to yeah. go it, it went so it that was something that I really uh, didn't like. Mm -hmm. um, and again, it's not. It's not. I mean, it wasn't Cole's thing. He, you know, he. But Cole didn't make himself any friends. Absolutely not. No, he, he. There was a lot of questionable stuff. He doesn't really. Um, there was some, some times where he just would not make clean passes. But I mean, there was other times where he rode phenomenal. And yeah, and you know, there's. But that was that wasn't really like. Really, like my like, issue. Yeah, was but more like if, so if your the, family's running the series, you should probably stay out of trying to look like it. You know, it almost should be harder on the person. I yeah. feel. Yeah, yeah, but there's no taking away that how well he he yeah. did ride. It's just there was a lot of uh, little things like that 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 need to be addressed. And uh, you know, from what I've heard, they they have mm -hmm. now the the payouts and stuff that that the rumors are going around right now is is another thing. I got. So it took them a little bit of time to get me paid. Like I got seven whole shots. Mm -hmm. um, so I was waiting for my my whole shot yeah. money, and it and it like you know I was before Christmas before I got it. Yeah. Um, and then there was other stuff. So I, I don't know what they're. Yeah, they're, some providers are still looking to get paid. From yeah, what I understand. So, so and and some tracks and stuff, but um, that's really not. I mean, for me, it's not. Yeah. That's not my deal. Right. I mean, as long as you know they get the dirt sorted for Arena Cross. They, they need to. They take care of, you know what I mean? Don't we throw get, a little lime on standing water, though. Mm. Yeah. Well, they were taking frozen, so the the uh, hockey ice was still in, putting plywood on it, and then putting frozen dirt on the plywood. Yeah. You know, it's not going to dry. No. It's not going to dry. It was, you it can was put, bad. You yeah. can put, uh, yeah, anything you want yeah. on it, it's not going to dry. So, um, well, you hope they learn. I think they, they have, and even going, like, to the last couple Supercross rounds, like, that were still arena crosses, mm -hmm. they were better, and the tracks yep. were, were good. So, um, you know, it's it's looking for it. It's just what we needed. Well, Phil is going to be exciting to watch. Yeah. Do you get along with Phil? I do. We've you guys know each other, right? For Oh, man, we've yeah. raced against each other since we're on 80s. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. He's probably one of the only guys that he he, he likes is you. <laughs> I oh, hope so. That's good for you. Yeah. <laughs> he likes, I think he likes, I think he's okay with Fasciati. Yeah. I think he's okay with Colton, and he likes T-Dex. That's about it. 
So, uh, well, good luck this year up there, man. Yeah, uh, I appreciate uh, it. Always, always a class act. Always a really got a good guy to cheer for. I texted you after you won. Uh, uh, it was really cool to see all the Canadian moto. And again, your MXDN rides, like you said, seven times or whatever it is. Like, yeah, yeah. You've stepped up for the country in some shitty circumstances over the years. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like hey, bring your bars, bro. Right. Yeah. And, and we'll put them on this guy's bike. We don't know what's on it, but bring your bars. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Well, there's yeah. There's some. There's been some sketchy moments. Even like, and, and that was a, one thing I did. So I did ISDE mm-hmm. the six day enduro, and I brought my bars. That was it. And then I ended up start doing like started once I figured it out. I started doing good like. Um, the, I, the, bi- the people who I rented the bike off of, yep. it was like the factory Honda team and I was beating their rider <laughs> in tests yeah. on a rental bike with just my, my bars <laughs> on it. <laughs> so, like, oh shit. Yeah. yeah. So, and, uh, so yeah, you, you kind of just adapt to this, like just wing it sort of mm-hmm. lifestyle and yep. you can just make do with it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, eaglegrit.com. Daniel Blair will be in next week. Uh, eaglegrit.com. Use the code pulp for 25% off every order. It's fantastic. Hand cleaner. Uh, really love this stuff. It is not made from the blood of squeezed bald eagles. What the fudge? It, it was something I went with last show. I want to make sure the PETA doesn't come after us. So okay. It was not made that way. Right. Uh, eaglegrit.com. Also, OGO Power Sports. Love OGO bags. I think we've all. Has anybody here not ever used an OGO, right? Like, I mean, we've all got OGO. Email the show if you want, uh, and we'll get you a discount on anything OGO. OGOPowerSports.com. And uh, it's time. BTOSports.com. Tweet at Travis. We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTO Sports. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the tweets of Travis. You don't like the segment. No, yeah. it's not that I didn't like it. Right. I just didn't get it. Like, well, I didn't know if he was born on a farm or, like, Swiss. he was a redneck. It's Swiss. it's Swiss. It's nothing to do with him. I'm very redneck. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Um, BTOSports.com. Call there. Mention Pulp. Um, uh, if you want to deal on Worst Connection. Put in pulp in the in the notes section. Uh, you want to deal on, on most of the things that we deal with on our show? Go ahead. Uh, BTOSports.com, whether it's a bike, uh, mountain bike, road bike, uh, road race bike, uh, they, they'll have you covered. Their passion is your passion. Head to toe. BTOSports.com. Love these guys. They've been part of our show just as long as Worst Connection has and, and many others. Um, these questions are submitted to at Pulp Mech Show on Twitter. The guy in the corner goes through them, picks the best ones for all of us, and uh, here we go. And rem- reminder, we're still doing Kiefer After Dark after this segment. Mm. Chill down, Keeper. All right. This one's from Tomo. Uh, way back at the A1 live show, they were talking about it in RM125 being tested. Kiefer seemed to have some insider info. What does he know, and are the RM Army bringing one back? Yes. Hmm. From Kiefer? the other Tomo. Yeah, so they're they're working on a, a little crate motor type of thing where you can drop... 125 Yep, 125 two-stroke, and to drop it into your 250F yep. chassis. Pipe, carburetor... Everything will fit right in. And, and it's for uh, like a super mini, right? Like super It's mini just clients. for guys to coming from an 85, right. uh, you know, to get used to power and having a, an overall yeah. chassis feeling of a 250, but yet a 125 two-stroke power plant. Yep. It's so a good smart, idea. Smart. I wonder how much it'll sell for. Like how much, what's a motor worth? Uh, it's got a couple grand, right? What do you think? Maybe less. I would think at least two grand. Yeah. 1,500? Yeah. Why wouldn't they just put the motor in the bike and actually sell the bike? Uh, we don't know. Maybe they will do something like that. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Honestly, Suzuki needs something. So this could be a really boon for them. Yeah. So. All right. It's from Todd Dahl. Eric, how cool is it when Steve talks about how awesome your products are and what an amazing company you have built starting from your garage? It's it's very cool. It's very uh, satisfying knowing that I started just literally out of my mom's garage and 
uh, it's kind of overwhelming at times because it, it all happened pretty fast and there was a lot of long hours but uh yeah it's i wouldn't change uh, anything and you said you uh you still have the check from the first order or what, what do you what? no i just remember what? the guy's oh name. you just remember the name that yeah. was it yeah the guy who first ordered a set of uh, uh a plate from you a- adrian quintero quintero yeah. from and he was in whittier yeah and he ordered uh skid plate and frame guards for a 1990 CR250. First That's ever awesome. order from Morse Connection. I don't remember nice. what happened last week, but I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought so, that was no, really cool, that was, that, that that you, was cool that you knew the guy and everything, yeah. you know? It just sticks in my mind. Right. Certain things stick in my right. mind. Yeah, it's definitely, definitely a really cool, iconic Thanks, company. Yeah. This one's from Terry. Steve, do you think Eli Tomac could benefit by seeing a sports psychologist? Yes. From Ronnie Viola, when was the last time Marty went two rounds in a row without a fastest qualifier or a heat race win? This is very unlike Marty. We need to look into it. Marty is... <sighs> Marty's just Marty. Like He's not doing good. But Marty's not Marty is what he's saying. Yeah. Marty isn't Marty. No. like He just hasn't shown that raw have that, speed. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I had someone tell me. Is he I'm still saying training that. MTF? Is, it, is he no, still down there or no? No, he's at the goat farm now. Yeah. Oh, okay. I had someone tell me, I said the same thing. I'm like, what's up with Marty? They're like, dude, look at him. I'm like, what do you mean? Look at him. He's fat now. Really? I'm like, Marty's fat? I, I didn't really notice. They're like, Marty's fat. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I'm just saying. Like, I, It's just pit pit talk. Like, I don't... You don't think he'd be fat going to the goat farm and going from Ferry's place? You know? Those... Maybe he shouldn't never left Ferry. Yeah, Tim maybe. Ferry makes champions. Lane Shaw's not hitting the mark yet. Poor Lane. We got to get Lane on board, man. We got to get straightened up. Yep. This one's from Breck. Whose new podcast lasts longer, Whiskey Throttle or Talk 447? Over under of 18 and a half months on each. Well, I don't I don't want to talk shit on podcasts on those two guys because whatever, they just have pod- But they're all done by X-Riders. Right. There needs to be a, like a, a guy. Because X riders, I don't know if they can keep things going, um, but good luck to them. So, Fro and RC have a podcast now. Yeah, man. So, look, I get it. I'm sure if you listen to your first episode, I'm sure you listen to mine. It's not good, but I, all of us, Eric, me, Tom, we listened to it on the way up, and it was this is the a, RC Fro one. It yeah. was a struggle. I, eight minutes in, I'm just like, holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and I'm a pretty open-minded guy. I, I like I, I just there's so yeah. many things that are, were missing in the first episode besides the the technical things. Like there's things that they could have edited out. Like after like what do you mean? Like what do you mean? Like, technical uh, things. Like there was problem with they Ricky had, on the halfway was, through. They had a technical glitch and they yeah. And been Ricky's cut. on like a video chat, yeah. so his he's kind of echoey in the podcast, right? Yeah. And and he got cut off, and he's like Rick. Yeah, Rick. <laughs> and it's like fucking pausing. Yeah, and like, you, you can cut that out. That's what I was thinking. I'm thinking to myself, holy shit. I mean, because I've been around you so long and I, I kind of picked up things as I'm going along. So I'm, I guess I'm kind of nitpicking stuff. But like, they didn't know who Jacob Hayes rode for, for the team. And I'm pulling my it's, fucking it's, hair it's, out. It's, 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 They're like, yeah, hey, what's the Jacob rides for? And, and Fro's like, ah. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> Ricky's like, oh man, yeah. It's, it's literally twenty seconds. You're like, ah, ah. you're screaming at them. You're like, how do you not know? Cycle trainer, just cycle trainer. Say it. Where's the call-in number? I'll fucking tell you myself. <laughs> There's just so much shit 
that I'm like, they need to clean up. And, I, and I'm sure they will, <laughs> but... Man, it's just like, Dude. and they talked about themselves, like Jeff and Ricky and their stuff, and and they just kind of said their mission statement like seven times. Hey, this is what we're gonna do, and five minutes later, hey, this is what we're doing. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> was he losing it like this on the? He, on the he was totally losing it, just like that. Yeah. So I think we kind of all. Were. Yeah, and and I hope it gets better because you know I want <laughs> it's it. Our mission statement. Uh, hey, what we're doing here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got it. Bro. Uh, and then before they cut out, okay, we're going to have other things going on, you know? And I'm just like, oh, yeah, we get it. We know what you're doing, dude. <laughs> How about you get the list of team names? Yes. How about, hey, what we're going to do is get the list of team names. Right. And, and and here's what I told the guys on the way. And not to suck your dick. Whoa. It's not the Chris Kiefer show now. Oh, yeah, jeez. So you don't appreciate how good your show is until you go listen to other shows. I tell everybody the same thing. I've got 10 years and right. 11 years into podcasting. Like, right. yeah, I, I, I got it. I was... You know, I, it's like 11 years of riding dirt right. bikes, I, you know. And I haven't listened to the Whiskey Throttle show, right. and Eric says it's pretty good. Yeah. He listened to it, and he said it's pretty good. Well, GL so. and Ping are outgoing. And right. Out but, look, anything I say will be clouded because I don't really like R Ricky. Right. And, and so I don't like him. But he doesn't do the fucking homework. And Fro didn't either. Yeah. Go into the pits. Go talk to Jacob Hayes. Yeah. Go find these guys. Don't be like... I'm fucking Jeff Emick. I'm Ricky Carmichael. I'm fucking bad dudes. And only go to JGR and Cowie because they're bros with the... Go talk to these people. They would love to tell you all sorts of information that will make you look like a genius right. on TV. They don't want to do it. I don't know why that is their job. And To not know Jacob Hayes' team is mind-blowing. Right. Like, okay, to not know Lane Shaw's team... I get it. I get it. Yeah. Jacob Hayes is a top five guy. Well, that was the question. Who surprised you the most so far? Ricky said Jacob Hayes. And then he's talking about Jacob. And then, ah, what team is that? <laughs> I'm just like. And then, and then they went on. A, uh, Malcolm Stewart. You know, the most, you know, we're, we're bummed out on Malcolm. And, and then they're like, ah. And they, literally it was like, <laughs> what year did he win the championships? And it was like this. Rick? Nah, I don't know. Ah. And I'm like going, ah, ah. And I'm looking over at the guys, and they're just, I'm shaking my head, and then I'm just like, is this really happening? Is this, what, is this someone's fucking with us right now? So that this is the race tech round of the night. Racetech.com. I just Chris Kiefer. I hope, I hope they get better. I want them to succeed. They, they like have I, to get better. I'm right? sure. You yeah. know, so I want them to. And I, it's like I said, it's the first episode. I get it. I understand. But, but, but why wouldn't you edit out some technical it, that's, issues? There's just some common things in there like, that if it was my episode, I'd be like, hey, you might want to take that 25 <laughs> seconds of dead air off of that, you know? Let me fucking edit that out for you real quick. Actually, why don't you volunteer your services? Guys, just send me the file. He had, I don't know what his, his, his tech guy was. He's like, yeah, Javier, let's get Ricky back on the line. And, and Javier's fucking with shit in the back. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Just don't, just don't tell him it's live. We'll deal with it. Hey, Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah. No, no, it, it, yeah. I just, those guys are, they're so knowledgeable, but man, they just, I, they don't want to, first of all, Ricky's not going to say shit. For, they didn't like, cover Lime. They say, let's go to Lime. We're like, we're not going to talk about that. I go, yeah, obviously, you're not going to talk about it. <laughs> Who wants to listen to like a bought and paid for guy? Like, let, I've been around Ricky enough right. that he has opinions, strong ones. The, Start saying them. Yeah. The timing was a little weird, too, because they were, they're not caught up. They weren't talking Arlington. It was they were talking the week before Minneapolis. Right. Oh yeah. So yeah. I don't know, been, man. I just yeah. that, like, whatever. The, obviously, the podcasting is 
I'm waiting for the Tyler Medallia podcast to drop anytime now. Here's the thing, and, and I don't like when people bitch about, oh, there's too many fucking podcasts. Dude, we should be thankful that there's this many. I feel as a fan, maybe not as a business owner, but as a fan, you, decipher which ones you want to listen to. If you don't like mine, you don't like yours, that's fine. You got all these other ones to choose from. Stop bitching because there's too much of something. Like, just shut the fuck up. Ah, I got too much pussy. Like, ah, uh, there's too many podcasts. Everyone's having a podcast now. Okay, great. Just listen to the ones you want to listen to. That's right. all you got to do. Right. Jesus. <laughs> what team does Jacob Hayes ride for? What's it? It's just like, <laughs> dude. Honestly, we're all screaming hey, it out. <laughs> can you maybe listen every week and give us some things like that that I would love to have? I, I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 we have to butt my pay up a little bit just, to listen to that. <laughs> just do the homework, man. I, this is the same rant. You've listened to the show, Eric. How many times have I gone on it? Like, oh, Just man. do the homework, dude. Put it in. It's a job. You got to work. I know you're one of the greatest writers of all time, but now you need to do the work to yeah. be good at TV. I think you expect, like, hey, I'm going to know everything because I'm in the sport. And then once you start dude, rolling, shit comes up there, and you're like, oh, no. There's yeah. things on every week's broadcast that I'm like, fucking facepalm like how wh- how do you not know that how do you not know this guy i can i can tell you 10 things about almost every rider on the screen right at any point and, and so could you yeah. and so could weege and so could jt not just like not many people do the homework yeah so <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was we all agreed on the way up and say let's listen to this this will be fun right and yeah it was fun race tech <laughs> round of the night chris Kiefer. <laughs> edit edit the shit out just edit some stuff. edit some stuff out yeah all right from Big Dose, has anyone spoken to Swanapool regarding the comments about Cooper Webb being unfit and 15 pounds heavier before moving to the Baker's factory? Um, no, I don't think. I don't really know, Gareth. Uh, yeah, but that was things that Baker, Baker yeah. had said, you know. And he's 145 pounds, they're saying, on the broadcast. Is everybody, 140, I think. Yeah, 140. Yeah, somebody from up above told the guys to talk, talk about weight and height. Man, like, I'm like, like that's, Last week. Yeah. That was all it was. Jeez. Hey guys, get the weights and heights of these guys. One forty-five, five eleven. I mean, it's like they started just dropping it. It's I'm like, like, wow, that's pretty pretty thin. Weren't a lot of them wrong? I don't Didn't know. Didn't Lemay yeah. say that? They oh got yeah, Lemay said up. Yeah, Lemay was like twenty pounds off. <laughs> yeah. From Todd Krieg. I'm if, like, how does how does Ricky not know that Osborne didn't race? You know, like Geneva know. or Paris or the Nationals. I mean, I can see how he didn't. I can see how he didn't know. But why wouldn't you want to know? Like, you know, hey, we might be talking about Zach this week. Let's. I'm gonna brush up on some shit. They don't care, dude. They don't care. So, going on from Todd Krieg, if Cooper don't signed with me. KTM for 2017 instead of Yamaha, would we have seen this Cooper back then? And no. does he regret signing with Yamaha instead of KTM? He doesn't regret signing with Yamaha because he got an ass load of money, like so much money. But he would not be doing this on a Yamaha, right? We all agree that there's there's no way. Yeah. From fake MX News, Steve Ping mentioned the Whiskey Throttle Show getting 40,000 downloads. What's Pulp pulling down? There's no way he got 40,000 downloads. I was say, that's pretty, pretty damn good. No. From Will I Am. Well, what are we pulling down? We're pulling down eh, 35 to 40 weekly. Unique? Yeah. Okay. From Will I Am, if the Seven Deuce Deuce does not make a single main for the remainder of the season, do we see him back running his own program oh on a Honda? It's not good. And again, going back to Covington, like I like Tom and I like Adam. It's not good. Something's going on, Adam. He wants like, that number back. Yeah, really, right? It just ruined him. I don't know. I I just think it, 
It has to be bike related, and I don't know. He hasn't told me. I haven't right. even talked to him. He hasn't really. He talk- tells me the bike is good, like off the record. Just hey, bro, yeah. like he's like bike's good. Yeah. So, but I I know that he's put a lot more work in this year than any other year. Yeah. And and I know, he, dude. Like, and when I watch day qualifying, he looks really good. Like I was like, oh, he's gonna make it. His yep. qualifying times are good. Yeah. I'm like, ah. Yeah. Just starts. I think starts are killing him. He worked with his mental coach before Minneapolis, and it showed he was pretty good mm-hmm. all night long. Who's his mental coach? I don't know. Okay. Tyler? <laughs> bro! Bro! <laughs> this one's from Jordan. Has Eli ever had a trading program that didn't include his family, and would he benefit from getting away f- getting away from his family? No. 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 His family's not a controlling family no, anyway. No, I think they're gnarly yeah. um, that way. Uh, he's won four championships again, right. so it's working. Like, whatever. He's won a shit ton of races. We all can't just jump and shit on people when they just don't do good for a few races. We need to... Yeah, so. and literally Eli won two weeks ago. Right, exactly. Like, two weeks ago, he won. But this this, this ride was weird. Yeah, and, and and that happens in racing. That's what makes racing right. great. But again, it doesn't happen to guys like him. Well, That's my maybe point. he's the exception. Okay. From Jamie McCoy for T-Dags, do you think you've got what it takes to beat Pettis Outdoors? He's got youth, but you've got the experience. Good question. Um, yeah, I just think it's, of course I believe that I have what it takes. No. <laughs> no, I think I'm fucked. <laughs> I'm, I'm fucked. That is really fast. No, I was, you know what, like, of course I, I was really curious to see how it was going to, like, how I would actually ride the 250 since it literally had been a long time since I swung a leg over. And I, like, I remember the last time I did, I rode one of Heidi's bikes and, uh, and it was really good. So I was like kind of hoping and then yeah like the second day i was doing lap times faster than i did like the week before on my 450 so um i'm not too i'm not too stressed about it i think he's going to be fast um and with that youth comes mistakes too so um i think uh yeah it's it should be fun do you think some of cole thompson's douchebaggery will rub off on him Oh, I hope not. Okay. No, Jess is a good kid. Dude. I know. I'm just yeah. saying. But if you're in a, you're changing all the time upstairs, and there's a small little room, and it's just douchebaggery leaking off of you. Does it get onto you? Does it get onto Jess? Uh, just wondering. Just wondering. No, I just, just Jess. That's, that's Jess a is a fan. Jess is a really good kid. Yeah, and uh, he's a good he's a good racer, and yeah, I don't see there being any right. issues. I mean, there's there's obviously going to be there's going to be some running ins, literally. Yeah. Um, but that's yeah, the way it goes. Right. Um, and Dylan Wright will be good. Here yeah, and there. Dylan Wright will be really the, good. Joey Crown is going to do it again. Yeah, there's going to be it's Luke Reslin. Luke, Luke Reslin. Reslin. Yeah, yeah, he's going to be on MX101 team. Yeah, hot it'll dog, be a hot dog vendors magic sprinkled dust. It'll be a good showdown at Sandali with uh, yeah. me and Dylan. Yeah, like that's. I mean, I taught him when he was a kid oh, really? on 50s there, and I it did my first race. Might be time to get out of 50 class. I, I, I did my first race there when I was in '93. Might be time. But he's get, I mean, he'd ride the 450. What's the difference? Hey, let me tell you something. Yeah. If someone's paying you the same amount of money to ride a 250 as a 450, who cares? Well, you know what it is? It's 25-minute motos, not 30, so T-Dags is looking Exactly. To Take the money, less work, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This one's from Ron Allen. Eric, where's the video that was in the Coors Light box that was on top of the refrigerator? <laughs> <laughs> what's, this, what's that about? That was, uh, I don't know. Oh. That was just... Uh, that's a buddy of mine who's oh. just put me on the spot. Okay. It was a long time ago, and Tom's I would guess laughing, so. it's either Scott McElroy or Tony McGrath's house. Okay. That's my, yeah. All right. That was fun. 
This one's from Jared. With Weege claiming more motorcycles are being sold than ever, how do we translate that into paying riders we, we didn't say that. similar to the 2000s? We didn't say that. There's not more motorcycles being sold more yeah, than ever. Yeah, it's I mean, there's more motorcycles being sold now than... Two years ago. Five years ago, whatever, yeah, but it's ago. not more than ever. No, look at the 1970s. Good good God. There were 6,000 uh, Z50s and bikes being sold. Elsinore's and all that shit. This one's from Kurt, Kurt Alicious 101. Mm-hmm. With freeze out with a knee injury, does Moto Concepts help out a LeMay or Gardner with a fill-in? I asked Tony about it, and he said he's got a guy in mind to fill in if need be, and it sounds like Freeze has a torn ACL. I said, who? He wouldn't tell me, and I'm like, he's like, but we need a guy that can get near the top 10, and I'm like, well, who are you going to get? Like, I mentioned Bowers, and he said, no, there's history between Genova and Bowers when Tyler was there the first time. Mm -hmm. So I thought LeMay, but LeMay can't really get near top 10, in my opinion, you know, without some injuries. LeMay would be a good fill. I don't know. So I don't know who it could be. A Euro? T-Dags? I'm, I'm, I'm out with okay. Genova. All right. Oh, you are? Yeah. Okay. I'm out. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I wonder if it's even going to be a Honda guy. It might be yeah. something. Yeah. Maybe I'm missing a guy. Yeah. I don't know. This is from European Skate Trash. I want to hear about Tyler's time racing GNCCs. I yeah. Mean, we did cover that we, a little we bit. We covered it. We're yeah, fine. I mean, We're fine. Yeah, he said it in good. our way. All right. Let's move on. Fun. <laughs> From Cameron Ward. Hey, Keith, for picking up a 2019 YZ450 tomorrow. Nice. What type of pro taper bars do you recommend? I have ridden with stock, and they seem a little tall for me. Uh, well, if they're tall, you can, I usually go pro taper Evo SX Race, but that's the same dimensions as a stock bar. So you can go to um, actually a pro taper YZ High Bend, which is don't worry about the high part. It's yeah, actually a little bit said, lower. I'm sorry? He said he didn't want high bars. Yeah, well. It's it, that's what the name of the bar is, but the actual dimensions is lower. Okay. Um, or you can go with a Carmichael Bend Evo. That's really what low. team does he ride? Carmichael. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> uh, right. Vor- speaking of bars, Vortex Racing. Email Jake <laughs> at vortexracing.com uh, for a deal on anything they make: uh, sprockets and uh, bars, and uh, crossbar bar, seven eighths bar, oversized bar, V three bar, twenty nine percent stronger than competition. Thanks to the Vortex guys for coming on board. Email Jake at VortexRacing.com. They'll dial you in Monster Energy Yamaha running their sprockets. So that's the sprocket that Bowers just came in and just absolutely took out right there. VortexRacing.com. John Schaefer has a fantasy question. How does an 8 to 10th place guy sometimes get a negative handicap when Tomac, Muskan, and Roxon are always like a 1 or 2? I love playing, but just curious. Uh, because they're all-stars. Read the rules. Yeah, read the rules. All stars are graded differently than non all stars. <clears throat> From Cole Hakama, if riders don't like the triple crown races because of the extra gate drops, why do we see a gate drop in all out race in the first lap of the second qualifying sessions every weekend? Mm, not totally true, but kind of true. Yeah, they do a gate drop so guys can get used to the great and everything at super cost. And yeah, sometimes for like half the field, it's on. You know, but but not everybody does. Some guys just lay back. Well, you have the choice. Yeah. From Melton139, Kiefer, what's the best things an every other weekend rider can do during the week to help with hands getting stiff and arm pump? And I'm not talking after dark. Hmm. Dude, nothing. Stretch. Yeah, the past that, nothing. You got to ride. Riding is the key thing. You can do workouts and all this other shit, but there's nothing that replaces riding. And I, and I do stretch at home. There's exercises I do to stretch out my forms, but I mean... That's not going to 
reduce arm pump. You just need to ride. There's a YouTube video um, by Kit Lachlan. He's a Australian dude that has a good like forearm stretch routine that doesn't take too long and and actually you know feel when you're done doing it it, it feels good you feel nice and loose but I mean I like, need something to get me like a couple seconds a lot faster <laughs> big bore okay <laughs> I have a big bore it's called the YZ 450 it's amazing <laughs> <laughs> from Maverick Robinson any answers to Milestone MX officially closing at the end of April is that true. <sighs> Well, I look. Someone sent me um, some plans of the property, and the property's for sale. And dude, and they have already have the plans that I got sent were of buildings being built right there. So I don't know. Wow. I mean, I have it closes. That's gnarly. If you go onto the, the website, you can see the property's for sale. Right. So right. why would it be gnarly? Because that's just, huge. Just to lose a track. Yeah, it's really popular. We lost Comp Edge. We lose Milestone. That's yep. big, man. Yep. From Wentu Lipkiss. Steve, was there a nice surprise for you in Forkner's Pits this weekend? Hashtag single white female. No, I don't know what that means. No. I don't, I, that's really creepy. I don't right. know. Maybe it's the mountain bike guy. No <laughs> idea what he's talking about. Doug. Uh, on top. <laughs> Yeah. Can I go ride? No, fuck off. <laughs> I didn't say that. I just was in like, your brain, I, I that's what you're a, saying. I took, I took a photo with the guy. Not smiling. It's all right. We're going to keep moving. <laughs> okay. right. From Forkner's Temper. Kiefer, have you noticed Fly switching to a more basic gear design and the other brands, brands going into Fly's old, busy, artistic ways? Thor is a great example, but I think Fly's heading the right way. Hashtag no cats on gear. Yeah, I mean, Fly has palm trees, so yeah, you I, can say that, too. That I think... Each there's all kinds of different gear for different types of guys and demographics and but yeah of course I'm a little older I like solid colors I like clean colors I like bright colors um, I'm a big fan do of do you like instinct boots with fly gear I love instinct boots but not with fly gear okay, just checking yeah I heard there was and I and actually I do like a lot of Thor gear some of the new Thor gear looks pretty well good. the stuff they wore this weekend with that's Air, horrible that's hideous yeah, that's and horrible. the cat gear is hideous yeah I'm out okay this one's from Sam Jones. What percentage of us enthusiasts, i.e. once-a-week vet track riders, have our suspension set up correctly for our ability and height slash weight? Ricetech.com. How, he Ricetech. asked how many? Yeah. What percentage? What percent? Ten. <laughs> you think it's that low? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. We have that little faith in I'm the one getting the emails. You're not. Right, right, right. <laughs> From Stilio G, Tyler, do you have any advice for Filthy Phil as he begins his assault? on the Canadian series, more or less throat slit gestures than in the States? Um, well, going over the the blue flag thing, I actually forgot about that. And uh, that's going to that's gonna cause, that's going to wreak some havoc for Phil, I feel. Yep. Um, I think, what else would I say? I'd say. Get used to just. Get used to yeah, just, yeah, it's, it's everybody. Little, yeah, There's, it's, just back it down, Phil, at AMA, AMA National. Like, back it down. Yeah, it's gonna, there's uh, definitely a lot more drama. It's like a small town; everybody knows everybody. And, yeah. Uh, but on the bright side, everyone's pretty open, and nobody hides. There's no secrets, yeah. Yeah. really, that, as much, anyway. Right. And, 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 and will Phil get docked on a yellow flag for jumping on a yellow? No. Oh, I hope not. It seems like every year there's like some American. That's rider drama. Gets, that's the drama. Yeah. Yeah. Some rider gets docked for that. Uh, he's gonna have to change his facial expression though, because this isn't the American pits where everyone looks yeah. like they want to hurt you. Right. Right. Dude, and everyone... God uh, bless. Most everyone in the Canadian pits and racing, they're not douchebags. Just, just Thompson. There's a lot of cool people. Yeah, there is. Absolutely. Unlike the American series where there's more 
Yeah, it's just more money, egos, yeah. and all of that. Man, friends, chicks, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, um, is that it? We gotta hurry this thing along. Sure. You got any more? Good well, ones here's one. Okay. Because there were like four give, along these lines. Give me your juiciest. From Joshua Anderson. In two years, will Cowie have AC and Forkner on the 450s, or will they have to choose one since they typically have a number one and another B level rider? Two years? What do you say? In two years. No, Forkner will still be in 250s <clears throat> in two years. Two years? Yeah, probably. Like in 2021? Yeah, probably. I feel like if he wins this year, he wins next year, he's going 450. That'll really ball up Cowie because they got AC. They're going to re sign Tomac most likely. Savachi's riding good enough where you're like. Honda will hire one of them. You think? Yeah. All right. So who would you take if you were Cowie? Who would you take between the two? Forkner, AC. Hmm. Uh, AC. Yeah. I mean, I'm biased, but I think so. All right. Is that it? Um. Sure. BTOsports.com. What's wrong? Yeah. You sound like you're mad. No, that's, no, I'm okay. good. Come in late. And now you're mad. <laughs> Not holding on to that at all, though, are you? <laughs> hey, what are we doing? Um. For mountain biking tomorrow. I'm picking up a new mountain bike. Uh, we can't talk about that yet? No, no, no. Okay. I got something planned for that. All right. Did I just say that well, on the air? Good thing, because I was about to say something about that. Nobody listens anyway. And don't say that. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right, everybody. So we're going to go to Kiefer After Dark right away. Yes. So thanks to Tyler Bowers. Thanks to Austin Forkner, Donnie Emler Jr., Eric Phipps, Tyler Medaglia, Chris Kiefer for coming on. I'm going to read off our sponsors here. And uh, T-Dags, you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind, okay? Okay. You ready? Yep, I'm ready. Please be good at this. All right. <laughs> Uh, BTOsports.com. JT. I don't know why, but okay. just it, because hey, the, he yep. used to ride for yep. that team. He did. Uh, people still call it the BTO team. Like they, yeah, it's, they did such a great job of branding mm-hmm. it that yeah. it's still called the BTO team. I remember Forrest telling me one time, Forrest Butler, the owner, hey, from now on, it's not Butler Brothers. It's BTO. Like That's all we want to be called. Roger. You got and now, it. And now he's... And now, <laughs> like, I, mean, I don't just mean me, but he told everybody that, right? And now it's... Well, I almost thought it stood for Butler Brothers at one point, like yeah. when they switched it over there. Be the one. <laughs> or whatever. That's what it stands for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, fly racing. Um, JT? I know. <laughs> <laughs> the yellow. I Good answer. answer. Zacco. Let's say okay. Zacco. Uh, race tech suspension and engines. Good stuff. Vortex racing. Um, a 53 tooth sprocket. Really? Yeah. Okay. Roost MX. Graphics. X Brown goggles. The choice of champions. Thank you. Vertex Pistons. See that? <laughs> Vertex Pistons. <laughs> pistons and KTMs. EVS Sports. Uh, Travis Pastrana. Michelin Starcross 5. Yellow Tires. Huh? All right. Maxima USA. Uh, bullshit Spray. Is that the SC1? Bullshit Spray? Yeah, because your bike could look like a piece of shit, and you spray this bullshit spray on it, and it turns into a <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking awesome. I've never heard like that. <laughs> SC1 is great. I don't know if they're going to go with the ad campaign of bullshit spray, oh, but maybe. Uh, firepower, batteries, and chains. Um, I think of the non-Japanese chain. Okay. Pro filter. Oh, I hate washing filters. FMF. A uh, little D. Atlas neck brace. Brady Sharon. Works connection. We're sitting with the man right here. OGO Power Sports. Uh, my yellow bag from 07 in Suzuki. That you still have, or I still have. Okay, uh, get data. Uh, Dan Truman. Yep, guts racing. I'm waiting for my seat. It's supposed to show up today. What I the got, hell? I got mine today. What the hell, Andy? I got um, mine showed up today. WUSA. Uh, Fresh Wheels Talent. Hey, Talent Hubs, the same name as my kid. Oh yeah, Eagle Grit. The kid's name Talent Hubs. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> his middle name's Hubs? No, it's his first name is Hubs. Oh, is it? No, it's Talon. <laughs> <laughs> Eagle <They're>, Grit. Uh, <laughs> did Eagle, you name him after Lone Wolf? Uh, I did, yeah. yeah. Eagle Grip. <laughs> Eagle Grip. <laughs> MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Um, I think that's a good idea. Uh, LA Honda World. <laughs> no, nothing of it. Ridge Lines, bro. Uh, recall with fire and trucks, yes. trucks burning and falling off cliffs. <laughs> Thanks, that's great. Fronty couldn't couldn't make it through a whole segment, Marks. Couldn't do it. Just just can't do uh, it. It works though. Yeah, it's great. Uh, ride engineering. Uh, triple clamps. Uh, ride dash engineering dot com. dash twenty is the code to save it. Those guys, they've got some cool things coming on, Kiefer. Yeah. Kill button. Kill button on the throttle. Yeah. Clear up your space or your handlebar. Yeah, it cleans it up a little bit. You, it's easy access to put, turn it on and off. You won't hit it. I think it's recessed a little bit. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Kind of neat deal. Yep. And uh, MCR, Bullfrog Honda Spas, running uh, ride engineering brake clevises and link as well. 2019 link is different. Yes. I don't know if you knew that. Yes, I the did. The Honda one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I helped them. Uh, LA Honda World, of course, a free first-time oil change for anybody driving a Honda. Go down there and mention Pulp MX. 30 minutes from anywhere in LA. Thanks to those guys. Steve down there dialing us in. Ridgeline Nation, myself, Entignap, Kiefer, Freeze. I'm he may imp- be on one. I'm pretty impressed with it. Really? I, I, I'm not saying anything. It's nice. He's I was on, surprised. He's, I was, he's I was sniffing surprised. around hard. Really? Yeah. So you're looking for... He showed me all the features. You're looking he showed for, me the trunk. You're looking for the leader in a midsize truck class? I have, a, what, I have a Tundra now. Oh, my it's God. It's a little big. I don't yeah. need it. I got a Sprinter to haul bikes. I'm yeah. thinking you're I need his, to haul mountain bikes. You're... Him. Yeah. He has a sprinter. I need some, something with some mileage. I mean, it's a nice rig. It is. Well, okay. you need to talk to Steve. Okay. At Hon- if it at gets LA to Honda that World. point, I don't... It's yeah. going to get to that okay. point. We'll dial you in. Okay. Yep. Yep. All right. What about the trunk? Show you the trunk? Oh, that's, that's <laughs> the best feature. It is. Put a body <laughs> he, he in He told there. me he puts his gear back. Well, he could put a body in it, but... Aiden uh, was in there. Aiden was in there? Yeah. Yeah. All right, everybody. Uh, so that's uh, that's the show for tonight. We're going to do Keep After Dark. But if you if you yes. uh, have a little ones or anything, or you're offended, ear get them away. Uh, ear muffet for us. Ear muffet. Put yep. them to bed. Put them to bed. Grab and, the wife. Um, so thanks for listening, and we'll be right back after this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Keep up the dog, everybody. Wow, we got an intro. We got now? a segment out. Only took us two years. <laughs> yes, we got an intro. Awesome. So, uh, everybody, so thanks for listening. And again, earmuffs if you if you're sensitive. Uh, a lot of questions. We we don't have a ton of. T- we got to rip through these things. Let's it's, take let's take the top. Oh, you don't know that. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I should. Um, uh, he is the top. So yeah. <laughs> On top. So these are questions submitted by you people to uh, to us. Chris uh, Kiefer is going to help you out. Tyler Medagla, you love this segment also. So That's pretty please. Cool. Yeah. Chime in if you can, yes. Eric. I don't know if you want to stay away from Worst Connection in this segment. Yeah. You can feel free to do that. Okay. Not associate <laughs> Worst Connection with this segment. <laughs> we would understand totally. So, uh, all right, everybody. So here's some <laughs> questions for uh, Chris Kiefer that can uh, try to help you out here. So, get my pad going. All right, uh, this is from Mr. Moto Kiefer. I'm 30 years old and recently divorced with a couple young kids that I have most of the time. My ex and I started dating a couple years and a couple years ago into college, and I was with her ever since. Should I go straight to f- trying to find somebody that could potentially be my wife with an, and another mother to my children or look for somebody to have some fun with and see where life takes me? Not really sure where to even start, but I don't want to end up alone and I'm not getting any younger. It's only 30. 30 years old. So He's got kids, though. He's got a couple kids, but you can. I feel like you should go hang out a little bit, have fun, experience some things you didn't get to experience when you, had, when you were married. And then that way, when it's time to get remarried, 
um, you won't have any regrets. And I feel like yeah, because you've only been with her. He said for yeah. No. Yeah. I think it's great advice. Okay. And don't remarry. When, what are you when you doing, man? What's that? Don't remarry. No, well, you're, he's going to get. He sounds like he already wants to get remarried. Yeah, but you just don't. That's your advice. Nah, it, married life's good life. No, it is, but you don't need to be married. You don't that. need to, but he sounds like he's already wants to. He doesn't want to be alone. That's what he said. So okay. he's going to get married. Go have some fun first. Find the one you want to be with. And you never know. The one that you have fun with could be the one you want to be with. Go meet somebody at a mountain head. At the mountain or park a pumpkin park. patch. Or yeah. spin class. <laughs> All right. This is from Chris. Uh, Kiefer, you had... You had mentioned in a previous After Dark segment that your wife, Heather, has learned how to water the track. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I have been on a few tracks in the past that have had sprinkler systems. Yep. The current girlfriend provides a very moist track for riding pleasure, but is interested in learning how to turn on a sprinkler for even more fun. <laughs> the T-Dags ain't going to handle this. Come on, man. This is supposed to be professional. Yeah. Any, any, <laughs> any insight you can provide on how to get sprinkles turned on would be appreciated. Thanks for all of your on and off track advice. Can you learn this? Yeah, so Heather didn't know how to do it for the longest time. Uh, <laughs> it took us... Dude. Should I turn his mic off? Yes. Turn his mic off? Turn his mic off. Uh, so listen. I'm me. more mature than this. Listen to me. <laughs> Heather didn't like do it for the longest you're time. You're yourself. He, the number one thing and for me that I've learned through all this, I've always wanted someone to do it. And I think I built it up too much to put too much pressure on the, on the ladies. And I think us as men... Dude, I... I fucking want you to squirt. I want you to squirt. <laughs> like, I can't I've wait. I've never heard of this in my no, life, by the way. No, dudes do this. Okay, You're like, babe, can you have squirt? Have you ever said this to a chick? No. Dude, oh, me neither. You, okay. I want you to squirt. I want to make you squirt. Well, it, they feel pressured, and they're not relaxed. They're not going to do it. The minute I chilled the fuck out on it. They're not terrorists. Okay? Yeah. I chilled out on this. It, it happened. And how it happened is basically through my fingers and my tongue. And there's only one way that <laughs> when you do that, you got to go... And here's the thing. Let me let me can rephrase. You teach it? Let me rephrase this. Can you, teach you can it? teach this, but every woman is different. Every spot is different. So, obviously, Heather has her spot that I found, and then now now I remember where it is, and I can hit that same spot, and it works like a track. Like a, like and then she also knows you're hitting where, your marks. She yeah. also knows where that spot is. So if she ever does it herself. It can happen like that. Okay. So you have to know where that spot is, but you gotta like not pressure. All right. Ah, this is Crash Override. Nailed that like a split hog. <laughs> um, Kiefer, in December, my ex and I broke up, and it was pretty gnarly. I haven't thought about her much since then, but she recently hit me up and wants to talk, so I did, and now she is hinting that she wants to hook up again. Mm. I have made it clear that I'm not looking to get back in a relationship with her, and it doesn't, but it doesn't seem to bother her. Is this a terrible idea? Yeah, you're out. You gotta be out. Can't do it? No, don't do it. Okay. Don't even just go there, because you never know. She might get attached again. She says she's not, but you can't trust that shit. Right. You can't trust it. All right, this is from John Doe. I'm a free agent who has been riding some questionable equipment the past year or so. <laughs> mm -hmm. An acquaintance of mine has a mint factory bike, like works Honda status. Wow. Sitting in his garage, and it was quite obvious right, he right. was <laughs> and it was quite obvious he was not riding it enough or correctly. Oh boy. Recently it was brought to my attention that the bike would rather have me riding it than him, and like that one day at Millville, nobody passes up a chance at a factory bike. That goes to Albertson's story. Mm -hmm. Now, the bike wants to stay in the garage because it, it cut ties with my with the previous team. Now, the bike wants to stay in the in my garage. I oh, got it. Yeah, now, yeah. the bike wants to stay in my garage because it cut ties with the previous team. Got it. My question is, do I go for it? Or is this a dumb idea because of how the situation went down, i.e., it's his buddy? Uh, once a cheater, always a cheater. Oh, no, she's the bad person because she 
cheater? What the fuck is wrong with this guy? No, maybe her. <laughs> Maybe the rings are shot. Yes, you know, you, <laughs> you got to find out if your buddy might. What just happened? First of all, you got to find out if your buddy even minds you riding yeah. the factory bike. The, the, if yeah. he says right. you came up to him as a man's and he doesn't care, absolutely, you do that. Yeah, absolutely. But you, but you talk to the buddy. You talk to the buddy first, because like the old saying goes, "Bros before <laughs> hoes." Tyler's like, "What's saying?" <laughs> uh, I was gonna say. Do that you agree right. with that advice? Uh, yeah, I yeah. do agree with that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Anonymous says, Kiefer, I need some help. Here's a story. I've had my own private track at home for three years, my personal dreamland. Mm -hmm. It's the most fun track I've ever ridden in my life. Mm. I love it. It has everything from big jumps to nice tight ruts and every other feature you could possibly ask for. <laughs> I even get to ride some mud motos from time to time. Whoa! <laughs> yes! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> That's really good. That's good. That's, this guy is really talented. He's a, he is a word magician. I feel like you're I a wordsmith. <laughs> yeah. like Again, a... this is not associated uh, with nor endorsed by WorksConnection.com. Right. This segment. Thank right. you. Uh, well, while last weekend I was out of town and my buddy showed me a new a track from his hometown, mm -hmm. and I broke down and one night ended up riding a few motos on this new track. Okay. Oh my. Now this track was amazing and while super fun. The only thing I could think about the next morning was how much I missed my home track yep. and how I shouldn't have ridden my bike elsewhere. Yep. Uh, I regret my decision so much. I'm back home, and I realize that I should have never tried to ride somewhere other than my personal track. I don't know if I can confess that I went riding somewhere else. Do I sell my track and look for a new place to ride, keep it a secret, and act like I never rode anything else, or let my track know and hope for the best? Please help. He does not say if he's married or not. That's probably a big thing. That is a big thing, but we're just going to go with what, 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 what I got. You do not say anything. That's your guilt to live with. Uh, if you like the track that you are riding, current the new one, the, the current, current one. The, the current one that you're riding, and that, that said it was really good. And you said it was the greatest, ruts and all these good. things. The ruts yep. were, t you know, you the mud motos were strong. So you stay with that program. You stay over there. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Shut your Shut mouth. Your fucking mouth. And <laughs> <laughs> you live with that. You live with that. You bury it deep, deep inside of you. <laughs> and you fucking never do it again. You never do it again. And a word of a little piece of advice: we're not thinking clearly when, I, when we're backed up. You don't think clearly, okay? You think everything's a great idea, man. That other track looks like a great idea. It's not a fucking great idea because once the shit comes out, true serum hits, boom. Once the track dries up, it gets shitty. It's, it's done. Yeah, yeah. And there's an old saying goes: no matter how hot a chick is, someone's sick of fucking her. Doesn't matter how hot you are. So if your chick's cool, all good, like mud cool. motos, wet motos, tight ruts, stay with it. Sprinkler Grass system. Grass isn't greener. Yeah. Sprinkler system. Sprinkler system. Right. Stick. T-Dags? You don't, dude, uh, don't, you don't, don't fucking don't even, tell her. Yeah, There's no way. I don't, I don't even want to go there. Especially if... T-Dags sounds like he has something buried deep in there. <laughs> no. Especially if the track is way far away. Don't sweat it. Just yeah. get out of it. I mean, you're getting mud motos at home and everything. Like, right. Geez, you're an idiot. Stick or stick around home. Right. Sounds like a great track. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, this is from Rubber Nuts. Uh, Kiefer, how do I get my wife to watch porn? We are good in the sex department, but sometimes it takes her a little bit to get going, and she will not watch porn at all. We really, we don't really need it, but now is a goal of mine to get her to watch it. Keep up the great work. You guys are awesome. Yeah, some chicks just don't like porn. You could... Uh do some stuff in the bed and say you and if she's open if she doesn't mind you watching porn you can bring some of that into the bedroom yourself and then make a 
Make some kind of bet, you know, have a bet, a friendly bet with your wife. And if she loses, she gets to watch some porn with you and then do the same thing that they're doing. Um, actually, What's, believe what does the guy get, though? The dishes? He has to do the dishes? Well, yeah, whatever okay, that right, she right, wants. Right. But if you win, that's what you get. Right. And honestly, like Heather and I, we don't watch porn together. Like, it, it's funny because I had this question the other day and I didn't answer it. I, I, Heather never asked me if I masturbate or not. I never tell her. And sometimes Heather gets mad when she finds out that I did masturbate. She'll come home, let's let's have sex. It's like you're smoking. And I and I'm and I'm like, yeah, I already beat off. I'm all good. Yeah. And she's like, what? She's like, why the fuck did you beat off? Yeah. I go, I just beat off. I just wanted to do it. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, that's fucked. Now I'm not now now you're supposed to fuck me. And I'm like, nah, I'm all yeah. good. I'm gonna go sleep. Yeah, I'm out. So she gets pissed. Right. So uh, for you guys out there, yeah, it's 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 a tough situation, but. If your chick's not into porn, just try to bring that into the bedroom. I have an idea, though, too. Did your chick get mad if you beat off? Not really, no. Do you tell her? Uh, I don't tell her, but, like, well, in a roundabout way, not very often. Right. Maybe once or twice I've told her, but she really doesn't... Doesn't care? Nah, not really. Okay. But going back to the original question, if you want, like, because we don't watch porn either, but I'm just saying, like, if if you want to, start with, like, a movie that's got... Some soft shit. Some in. soft shit in yeah. it, or like a scene, or, or, or it's like, you know. Right. That Wild you can, things. Yeah. Yeah. Start with that. Right. Let's let's take it slow. Maybe like a. Yeah. yeah. Let's hold hands first. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're a little bitch. Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. So Tom says. Maybe uh, a hot towel. You can roll I'm 20. I'm 28. <laughs> I, I've had my bike the last eight years. Okay. She is great. Riding is awesome. She's a good looking bike and has a good job. I can see myself marrying her. I've been with her since I was 20 and was in a relationship before this one, too. My problem is that I want to try on other bikes, even though I have the best bike ever at the moment. I want to try old bikes, new bikes, slow bikes, big bikes, different color bikes, because I've always been in a relationship. I haven't ridden other bikes. I haven't ridden many other bikes, and I feel like I have missed out. What should I do? He's 20. I mean, okay, here's the deal. You're done, bro. You're done. You're 28. 28. I'm going to tell you guys something. Look, Dags, back me up. Mm. You're always going to want to fuck other women. Period. Just I don't care how other old bikes. You... Just say ride other bikes. You're always going to want to ride other bikes. Okay? It never goes away. Yeah. I would love to. Of course. I would love to ride all, all different kinds of bikes. But you can't. <laughs> you you married what you, you got what you got. Was he married? No. Uh, no, he can see himself marrying her. Right. If, you your, if you're a guy, 20 years old, you see yourself marrying her, don't screw it up because... That's what's going to happen. You're going to screw it up. She's going to bounce. She's going to get another dude. You're going to go ride all these other bikes and then still be unhappy. It's not fulfilling. Sex is a huge part of relationships. Blue crew okay. is good, though. If you get on a blue crew, like life changes. Yeah, but this chick sounds like she's blue crew. Maybe, yeah. Okay. okay. So why screw it up? I think guys, because they think they have thoughts about other women, that they need to go act upon them. It doesn't have to be that way. It never leaves. You're going to be 60 years old and think about other things, but it's deep inside you. It's it, male instinct. Yeah, that's our. I mean, as a male, we're meant to spread our seed around. That's what we're here for. That's what I feel like we were meant to do, and that never goes away. Great so radio. Just stay with right the bike you have, dude, bike. because the grass isn't greener. Trust me. It's it's pretty hard to find it. No, it's extremely hard to find a really good bike that you like to. Ride all the time. Yeah. And especially if can you can deal with and I can't get tired of it or whatever. Yeah. Well, and especially if you thinking about owning that bike for the rest of your life, you know, yeah, if you're thinking about that, that's a damn good bike. Yeah. 
Pluker. It's a uh, KTM 150. Um, Two-stroke. Last one? Last one. Okay. Schmidt Schmaten. Hello, Kiefer. I've been doing my motos with my great Husky for the past couple years and could be my bike forever. Husky, huh? Yeah. While away at college, there are lots of easy-to-ride bikes that I am looking at taking a spin on, and I know I could. At my young age, uh, I am uncertain what to do. I love my Husky, but the availability of other bikes is out of control. Mm-hmm. Please help, because I have no idea what my young, dumb college self should do. I love the show. Hashtag Kiefer Tested. So can Poe. We need more details. Like yeah. age. Yeah. You know, are you the married? Bad. Is it a steady girlfriend? Here's like, is she Husky? Look, if you're a guy in college, you're... In- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, why yeah. Why did he use the word Husky? Right. Yeah. Is she Husky? Right. Yeah. Like, why did he use that word? Right. Or was it just... A word. Yeah. Like Honda. Yeah, well, you did, go from well, a 450, you want to go back down to a 125. Right. Well, or for it to go back to 250F. Right. Exactly. Yeah, small bore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> small, small, small bore in every way. Right. So the answer is similar to what you're saying. You're, you're young, dude. Like, I didn't grow up until I was late 20s, early 30s. Like, I didn't figure it all out. Like, I did dumb shit to Heather when I first started dating her, and I was in my 20s. I was 25. Um... And, 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 of course, if it's available and you're in college, do what you can. Do it now. Break up with her. Be honest. Be Say, hey, don't be a cheater. Just be honest. But, look, we're young. I need to go my separate way for a bit. Um, I don't want to do you anything. You don't have kids. You don't marry. Right. Just... Go have fun. So when you do find the one or maybe you come back to this girl, you're not going to screw it up. You're honest and you're straight up with her and, like, look, man, I'm young. I need to go do her things. I know it's, it's going to hurt her and it's going to probably hurt him, but – you're you're young, dude. There's so much shit that this guy's gonna see after college. Like he, it's tough, man. As, as a guy, like you gotta be straight up and you gotta do what you need to do. So when you're married, you don't screw it up. Ugh, Another so edition. Married. Keep after dark. You're married. Boy. No, I'm not married. You are married. Right, much. exactly. But that's, wait, you're not officially married. No. Oh, really? So why why well, does it matter? It's kooky religious shit that's outdated. Well, I, I, wow. Heidi's on board that, with that. That came out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I think it's well. I mean, that's just my opinion. Yeah. yeah. I mean, no, I mean, I'm. That's a, like I'm not religious in the least. But <laughs> well, here's I mean, the thing: like, but I mean, you got kids and you've been together and you like this chick. Yeah, it's yeah. one thing. But yeah, if you're a piece just of like, paper's not gonna make me not cheat or not. Right. Yeah. Either and it's in you or not. Mr. Rogers really ties the room together. If, yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're in school and you're in college, that like when you're 21, whatever. what were you doing? Oh, right. Thank you. Terrible things. Actually, you know what? No. Well, I was on the brink. Yeah. Uh, another exciting edition of Kiefer After Dark. Let's play that intro again. Just it was really good. Let's, let's do that again. Okay. Okay. I'm here for the gangbang. There we go, buddy. <laughs> Kiefer After Dark intro, uh, big hit. Uh, all right. Um, uh, good one. For- good ones tonight. Like it. I couldn't believe them all. Yeah. The mud motos was great. I love it. Yeah. T Dags. Quickly. Thank you for coming in, man. Oh, thanks for having me. Did you, you, know did you have I fun? Was- I did have fun, and Good. I was, like, kind of nervous. I was, like, excited. Like, this is... Yeah. Kept covering your mouth earlier. Yeah, on. I kept... Yeah. You know? Yeah, Ricky. You were all out of sorts, Ricky. Yeah. Jeez. Oh, um, Randy. Randy. What are you doing, Randy? Um, Holy fuck, boys. <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> Uh, but no, thank you for coming in, man. You're, you're one of my favorite guys in the, in the industry, and uh, I have a lot of fun talking to you. And good luck with everything in Canada this year. And uh, um, yeah, man, it's, it's it was great having you down here. I was really stoked when you said I want to come up and do the show. Yeah, I mean, the, I did my moto and drove three hours to get here, <laughs> and crazy traffic and all this other shit. But I yeah. was, 
man, I've really wanted to come. We've tried to yeah. make it work a little bit, but yeah. I'm glad I finally got to experience it. Yeah, awesome, man. Great. And Eric, uh, thank you again. WorksConnection.com. Mm-hmm. 30 years in business. Shit, that's 30. a long time. That's a long time. No, thank you very much. <laughs> uh, glad you came up. Uh, we made it work, and uh, maybe yeah. come back another time, and we'll go riding up here. I'll take you to my spots. We'll go mountain biking at my spots. And, there you and go. Maybe what if we meet up with trail guys, though? Are we going to let them ride with us? No. No, no we okay. will not. Yeah, no. you're out. I'll fake an epileptic, epile- epileptic attack. Like, we're not doing it. Um, <laughs> so thanks, man. Thanks. And thanks for the support of the show, WorksConnection.com. You've been thank with you. us for a long time. Uh, great products. Please check them out. Um, and uh, I'm glad you could make it. Tom, thank you. Eric's buddy over there. Uh, Brad, thanks for coming by. Uh, Tyler's buddy. Kiefer, yes. thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Always good. It was fun. We need to make another date for you to come in because I don't have one right now for next month. We will. So we got to figure that out. Bob Seeger's coming. Seeger. Two weeks. Seeger. Can't wait. I'm sending Anton. To cover it for Pulp MX. Nice. To, to cover Atlanta. Yes, good. So, we'll be Seagerized. Uh, th- three of us will be anyways. Mm-hmm. There's one who's not coming. Mm-hmm. Pookie? Yeah. She's out. She's out. I asked her to name me one Bob Seeger song. She couldn't do it. And oh I said, I said, what about Against the Wind? And that's how she said. She's not even singing it right. Night Train. Yeah, Night Train. Johnny Night Train, That's, that's Guns N' Roses, bro. <laughs> like, seriously. Uh, that's April 1. Oh, is it? No. Oh. <laughs> April Ryan's good, dude. Yeah. Um, thanks to uh, Austin Forkner, Tyler Bowers, Donnie Elmer Jr., A-Ray. We called A-Ray tonight, too. Yeah, good stuff. Of course, Jason Thomas. Thanks to uh, Heather Kiefer. Thanks to Pookie. Thanks to Swiss Corp, Moser, Marks. Heather Kiefer was first. Thank you. Great. Thank you. Superbird still. Uh, on, yeah, so Superbird. Uh, Marks, thank you. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, thank you. A good times for everybody. And uh, thank you, people, for listening. Really appreciate Daniel Blair in studio next week. This has been... The Pulp MX Show. See you next week. Ha! <laughs> There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. and I was totally nude and... It was weird. I I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho. Crushing your creeping from the fear
you too.